Hi, this is Thomas from Quest and Chaos. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this chaotic adventure. If you want to listen to our other exciting podcasts, such as Swords and Sages, Chaos Agent, Spelljammer, and many more, please visit our website at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, if you enjoyed this content and want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello there, I'm James Aaron O, Dungeon Master for Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. I am <laughs> the terrors to friends and the never-ending winter that challenge our adventurers as they attempt to put an end to the everlasting rhyme. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook and I play Donovan Chambers III, Gentleman Rogue. I'm out here in Icewind Dale, adventuring for no reason whatsoever in this horrible, frozen wasteland. I'm Alondra Heilman, a.k.a. Lady Bedivere, and I play Elspeth Linkvist, a religious academic turned death cleric, leaving my quiet cloister to explore the frozen north in search of my missing adventurer father, and whatever other knowledge I might glean along the way. I'm JP, and I play Azar, the nicest bonebreaker in Tin Towns, a desert native, Azar is perpetually doing what she can to stay warm, but she isn't going to stay inside, however much she may want. Sunlight and life need to be returned to this dark, frozen land, and she's going to do what needs to be done to make that happen. Greetings, I am Narthi Volidath, a triton paladin that is finding herself more comfortable on land than under the sea. All creatures deserve the protection of Persona. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the finale of Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. Yes, yes, folks, after over a year, we are finally at the end of this journey, and we're very excited to be sharing it with all of you. Before we get into said epic finale that I definitely did not stay up super late preparing last night, um, we've got some announcements. First of which, some good friends. Just want to give it a shout out to Nord Games. Go to nordgamesllc.com forward slash three dot html. Nope. Nord Wait, Games. What did you say? Wait. Nord, you Nord said Nord Games? Llc.com forward slash three dot html. Yeah. <laughs> um, you gotta learn the order, Thomas. James always starts with Nord Games. Tiana always starts with birds. This is why I always win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Nord Games, y'all, they are a lovely, lovely company. Smaller company that makes supplementary materials for ag- or system agnostic, but is typically used for D&D 5e, but I'm sure you could find ways to spin all of their books and decks and dice to work for any of the systems like Fate or Call of Cthulhu. I'm sure you could find many, many ways. Now, if you go to that link that I said, nordgamesllc.com forward slash 3.html, that is our affiliate link. 
And if you purchase something there, you help them out, you help us out. And if you use the coupon code chaotic20, you're going to help yourself out the 20% savings. Another friend of the show is the aforementioned Birds of Paradise. Yes, 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 they are made by our very own Andrea of the Burbs. Go to Birds of Paradise with a C, and you can see their fine collection of bird dice, Arizona-themed dice. And now that we have absorbed them into the state of California, perhaps we will get some California-themed dice at some point. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but yeah, if you use the coupon code CHAOTIC, you're going to help yourself out to 15% savings. Yes, yes, yes. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to D&D Beyond. They are the official online tool set of Dungeons and Dragons. I used it to help prepare me for the chaos that will inevitably ensue, and I have to rapidly search for some information. And as opposed to flipping through pages on a book, I can just click on hyperlinks and boom to bam, we find our way there. And also the overlay where you can see the slowly dwindling health of our heroes. You get to keep all keep track of that all in real time. So thank you, DD Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> slowly dwindling. Very true. JP, very true. It could be very quickly dwindling, depending on how this goes. Um, let's see. Any other shout outs? Hey, what is our tavern upkeep right now, Thomas, for the month of January? It looks like 78%. 78%. So close. That is what our tavern upkeep is essentially our goal for each month to keep the lights on in the studio and to supply all of you with the wonderful giveaways that we do. And many ways you can help us is one, watching here on twitch.tv slash quest and chaos, giving out them bits. That helps us out watching us on YouTube. And if you can, without an ad blocker or YouTube premium, that also helps us out. Or our preferred method. If you can help us out by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash quest and chaos. Once you join there, there is a lot of perks, one of which that has been shipped out to many of our long-term uh, Patreons is the deck of inspiration. Oh, geez. Uh, how do I do this? There we go. Deck of inspiration created by our very own Thomas Cook. Um, yes. And they provide some fun little boons for your players uh, when they do some inspirational stuff beyond just giving them a, uh, a re-roll of a d20. You can give them one of these cards and they can have some fun with that. Speaking of fun, we've got three cards from oh, two lovely patrons, two of which are from Leslie. Thank you so much, Leslie. One of which is the Emergency Seal. As an action, you break this marble-sized glass sphere with a laser etching of a seal inside. You, you would not believe if you looked in real close. And it creates a one-inch thick magical barrier no more than 10 by 10 feet. It can be used to seal a door, a tunnel, or enclose an item no larger than 3 feet. HC 18, 25 HP. From Leslie, and the other card from Leslie is Guiding Light. You ask for guiding light from the gods. For a brief moment, you see a faint glow in the direction of your stated goal, and you sense an estimate on how far away it is. Maybe you're like, hey, I want to know where Oriel is. And you can, like, the guiding light will be like, she's traveling eastward at 50 kilometers per hour on top of a giant rock. She'll be back in about 
two hours from midnight snack guiding light the gods and (laughs) so she's an owl but she doesn't fly herself are we the snack i'm confused i mean y'all are a snack Hmm. Ah. um but yes we also have critical strike from seth ngc 457 thank you so much change a regular hit into a critical hit uh you must succeed on the tack before using this card so yeah those are your three cards from lovely leslie and lovely seth so thank you so much and you can find out more about that on patreon.com slash quest and chaos speaking of the deck of inspiration because we must shill to our good old producer creator founder of Quest and Chaos, Thomas Cook. Tell us about the upcoming Kickstarter. The Kickstarter launches on Tuesday, January 25th, the day that Chaos Agents returns. And uh, it's going to be awesome. So you should go and sign up for it right now at bit.ly slash QNC deck. Very nice. I think that's right. Um, you should go sign up for it now so you get notified when we launch, uh, which will be coming up s- Tuesday. We just got some cool information about one of the virtual tabletops out there and how it will uh, interact and work with that platform nice. that we may or may not be using tonight on this very show or today. Today and tonight. Folks, if you yes. did not know, this is the finale. We're doing a super long episode, so stick with us as long as you can. Um, we are very grateful for any time you are with us. Um, speaking uh, of gratitude. Sorry, I, sorry. let me jump, jump in there. Uh, in addition, uh, we're going to give away one of these decks, the Playtest deck, tonight, today on the show. I don't know why. Uh, today on the show, at some point. Maybe we'll give two away, maybe three. Who knows? Who knows? Um, speaking away of giving away, um, hey, NGC457 just gave you, the players, 1,000 bits. That is two uh, inspiration, which can be used to get a card or uh, two additional D6s on a roll. So that way, yeah, you can bump up the numbers. Yeah. Thank you for delaying our inevitable doom. inevitable doom unless they do really make friends with oreo the frost maid and then they have a god on their side and can do whatever the hell they want afterwards this is dnd they can do whatever the hell they want i already have a god on my side kind of so be fine (laughs) and if he stops talking to me i'll call that devil guy he was pretty nice (laughs) i still have his rock in my bag of cursed objects yeah just a just a rock away just a rock away (sighs) Okay, I think that's everything. I did the Patreon, I did the Twitch, I did the YouTubes, I did the stuffs. And yeah, let's go into the intro and into the finale of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden Icewind Dales.
Yeah, we did. I like how we're we're the ones that made it back. <laughs> hey, hey, we would have been waiting. Uh, as you can see, y'all, we played a very, very quick game of musical chairs and lost. <laughs> it has been five minutes and Thomas has spilled in the studio. <laughs> uh, it has been many years since I have spilled in the studio. Oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway, we're back. We're here. So last time on Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, our heroes assaulted a Duragar fortress. A Duragar fortress run by Zardarak Sunblight, the one whose sons had killed their good friend Renner. The one who also unleashed a giant Shardalin dragon on Ten Towns, essentially eradicating most of it, save the stronghold of Rinchander in which our heroes stood and defended and defeated the Dragonat in a spectacular fashion, mind you, pinning the wings, using inflict wounds to crumble away its Shardalin legs. But yes, last time they were in said Duragar fortress and they began the raid very abruptly. They just went into it. No planning, just let's go kill some shit. And some killed some shit they did. Um, they fought many Duragar, they fought many Duragar hammerers, they fought Quagots, and of course they fought the titular at that time for that title, Sunblight Zardarak, who quite quickly fell. He went invisible, and Azar, with her very keen senses, was able to locate him and literally pummel him into the wall. I don't remember. Did you tear off his head and throw it, or did you take off the no, no, crown? No, Narthy finished him. Narthy finished him. Narthy finished him, right. Yeah. Sweet, so sweet revenge. And then the trident went in through the neck, and... And when the battle ended, they be, um, there was another faction of Duragar there who were uh, attempting to usurp Zardarak, but y'all helped them with that endeavor. They allowed you to go find some treasure because like, baby, you helped us. Go get some money. Go get some money because y'all need it. <laughs> um, they found a mind flayer whose tentacle, face tentacles were ripped. They fought a bone devil, run devil, spike devil, spike devil, spine devil, spine devil. Barbed devil. Barbed devil, there we go. And yeah, they emerged from the fortress not also, well, also uh, there was one person who stole a platinum and sapphire hookah from Donovan. <laughs> will forever be his bane, and who knows, could be a one shot later on to search for the platinum and sapphire hookah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'm very interested in that. Yeah. Signing up a lot of bonus content. Oh my gosh, it's fine. that'd be so much fun. <laughs> like a whodunit murder mystery. Um, yes. But after said raid, they agreed to help Velen Harple, a uh, wizard from the Arcane Brotherhood, uh, to go to the island in which she has discovered where Oriel resides. Oriel the Frostmane, the one who has been casting the daily night, nightly night spell that makes it forever night. They're gonna go and find her. 
and defeat her. Maybe. Which is where we pick right up. At the edge of the sea of moving ice, they're within a small hut. Uh, not ramshackle. It seems to be more of a storage place for, or not a storage place, but a rest stop, if you will, along the sea of moving ice. Um, a place where one can not be out in the freezing cold, has some firewood, has a couple cots. Of course, you all have to, with the amount of people you are, um, arrange yourselves in a particular fashion to make it work. But Velen tells you that she's booked passage with a person named Angjuk, who will come in the morning to take you to said island. But for now, it is the night, as the night is always is here in Icewind Dales. And yes, you have the evening to mentally prepare yourselves. We did a bit of hand-waving. They picked some supplies up and the remnants of Ten Towns. It was a little upcharged due to the fact that, you know, many of the towns are gone, but they've done their supply runs, and now they are within this fisherman's hut, a waypoint before the upcoming final leg of their adventure. It's, everybody brought crampons, right? Yeah, I got yeah. my stuff. Oh, sorry, were we supposed got... to pick this up? <laughs> it's, it's fine. I mean, not like they're going to do me any good anyway. We've seen my track record on this sort of thing. Yeah, I, th- I see Azar's got a bunch of rope, so that's a good thing. Yeah, so figured it's ice, so it'd be slippery, and it's on moving. It's a sea of ice, so don't want to fall into the water. And yeah, so just tie each other up with rope. Seems a good idea, I thought. I don't know. Where is um turn to Velen. So where exactly like how far is it Did we get there in the hour? Ah, well or? um and, and Velen, she's this older lady with a cloud of puffy white hair, an eye patch over her left eye, um, and that puffy quality goes into her clothing as she's kinda like in one of those massive parkas with Mittens. She is not well adept to the cold, a human lady, um, older. And on her right shoulder is Snowball, also known as a root to some of you, um, the owl that has been part of your journey for much of it. But she responds saying, Oh, well, you know what? Uh... Oh, apparently she's Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little different wow. every time. Oh. Keeps it chill. Oh, oh. I love it. Wow. Before I oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, um, wow. wow. <laughs> so, that one's apparently Owen Wilson now, wow. <laughs> Starting off strong, y'all. Starting off strong. Oh, no. Thomas is like, I can't this morning. Eight more hours. Eight more hours, guys. We got this. We got this. <laughs> well, if we, um, the problem with the Sea of Moving Ice is that it, well, it is a Sea of Moving Ice. It's largely frozen because of um, Orel's magic, but the flows, they do, uh, kind of collide and make the path a bit, um, well, you know, uh, 
a little trickier to just rather than beelining it. So uh, that's why I um, made contact with my friend Angajuk, and he'll be able to uh, he'll be able to get us there a bit faster. It's probably be a couple days. Narthy is so not impressed by his explanation, their explanation of, oh, oh, so apparently there are numerous currents under the sea that you have been able to map yourself? Hmm. Uh, no, but like if we were to just straight shot it, it would be like, you know, less uh, about a day. But because of all of the moving, I, I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. you I don't know why you're explaining it to me either, but apparently... I also don't understand the concept of a beeline being straight lines. Have you ever watched bumblebees fly? They're very sort of all over the place, these little circles, and they tend to, you know, have you watched, ever watched a drunk bumblebee? They just sort of like bop into things. It's very adorable. We had I a mean, large what? garden at the, uh, at the continent. What is a, bum- a bumblebee? Oh, they're a little bit like <laughs> the land's equivalent of jellyfish. Oh. Tra- traveling swarms, they help uh, repopulate flowers and things like that. Oh. They're quite adorable. Some of uh, some other kinds of bee can be incredibly vicious, but bumblebees are really just sort of like um, puppy insects with wings. Understood. Interesting. Narthi's making an equivalent to the giant jellyfish that you see. She now is imagining <laughs> bumblebees as these massive things that have like multiple tendrils and just go. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hmm. Azara's utterly befuddled. Like, she's, Azara's trying to figure out how in the hell bumblebees are anything like jellyfish. They <laughs> <laughs> <must> sting. <laughs> but do they? I mean. Have you never been stung by a bee before, Donovan? Yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. Oh, well, that'd be good. Then you're not allergic. Right. D- jellyfish sting, though. Bad. Generally. Yeah. But, you know, don't bother them and they won't bother you. Pretty standard practice for most things, I should think. Hmm. Right. Right. Um, put one of these on. So, spe- uh. <laughs> so speaking of bee... Oh, I'm f- I, am I okay? I'm a little frazzled. Um, so bee lining is the equivalent of just charging ahead, it sounds like. So why don't why are we waiting for what is this person's name again? Angjuk. 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 Um do we need how much longer shall we wait? Because I could probably also provide um passage through this very confusing underwater area that um befuddles many on the mainland of uh, I can't um, swim. Yeah, oh. no, I don't want to go in the water. That's okay. I've been in the water and nearly died like three times, so I'm a little paranoid. All right. Uh, understood. Plus, uh, do we have a plan? I mean, run in, yell some nasty words, and. Well, I was thinking we should wait until she leaves to go cast her spell because breaking into somebody's house when they're not there is easier. Yeah, point. I mean,. I've never fought a god before. I know how to fight dragons, but this is probably a bit more difficult. And then, uh, and then maybe setting an ambush inside the house. Yeah, I'm just you know, wait behind the front door, pop around the head. Okay. 
Well, not literally, but yeah. Possibly literally. I mean, even the gods are not immune to death, which is sort of a bizarre statement to have to make, but, you know, it uh, happens. Uh, so, get inside, wait for it to come back, jump in. That sounds like a good plan. I mean, insofar I really as. I don't know how to, so. Yeah. I mean, it's as good a plan as any for fighting a god. Yeah. Wow. What what other defenses do we have? I mean, like, uh, uh, I, put all of these on. This will help. And uh, uh, Elspeth is gonna hand each of you like a ring. Looks like rings from the treasure stash that we found at the Dora Fortress. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Nice. Just just put it on. Don't ask questions. Right. He puts it on. Do I need to wait an hour before I find out no, what happens? No, no, I just or... need you to keep wearing it. Okay. And Elspeth slips one on her finger, too, and just gives everyone the thumbs up. Zara really, really wants to ask questions, but she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, like, trust me is like, I, I trust you. Donovan, the only person who knows all of Elspeth's BS, is like, I don't, though, is the thing. <laughs> you make terrible choices. Uh, well, I mean, I did. Oh, when we were in Brinshander, I went by the um, temple, whatever, to what's his face, um, Lathander. And when I was there, oh, I forgot to ask their name. Shoot. Real shit, real shit. The, no, the solar person that um, asked me to come here. Anyway, um, they said it um, was probably not the best idea to be walking around everywhere like a lighthouse so i can see in the dark now oh you just you can see in the dark now is that beautiful yeah well, so does that ever is that everyone yes i believe we all can I've, i was well, i can dark, and so that's i can good. tell you Wonderful. what he told me but i don't know i mean i could tell you what they told me to do but i don't know if you can do what i can do Try. Oh, I, yeah, I can, I've always been able to see in the dark. What What did they tell you to do, Azar? Well, it's a specific meditative process which allows me uh, to pierce the lines between here and the shadow, which allows me to see like it's daytime, even though it's totally dark. Oh, that actually sounds different than mine. Yeah, same. Mine I've... as well. I've just always been able to see in the dark. I think it has to do with my mother or something like that. I thought it was neat. Yeah. Oh, it's very, my it's very cool. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> that's good. You don't have to be tossing uh, little rocks around anymore. Yeah. So where's this boat we're waiting for? Is it uh, a boat? Oh, oh, by the way. By the way, uh, as he pulls out like a, a small little uh, chest, I, I have I I went and I saw that little snot-nosed kid at the uh, in oh. Targus. Um, I'm gonna keep this one and this one, uh, but here's huh. some uh, healing potions you can distribute amongst yourselves. I knew there had to be someone around here that knew how to brew these things. 
There's no way you have an entire civilization and not a single potion maker. That kid is going to pay. That's all I'm saying. What happened? He's just, he... He's the worst. He's just the worst. Like, and I say that as someone who has a personal vendetta against a tiefling wizard now. That kid's the worst. Well, can you be trust? Can this child be trusted with then to, to brew a potion of this kind? Oh, I don't think he brewed that. Oh, no, I'm sure He's just oh. a middleman and taking his cut, which was larger than it should have been. I see, I see. How much did it cost? Uh, it was 800 gold for oh. all of this. We're going to kick his ass once we're done with this if we survive. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, you can have the gold that I have, Donovan, um, if you want. Uh, if you don't don't worry about it. No. Right. Just, you know, we'll just need to find that, that platinum hookah at some point. And everything oh, will be... that's right. So, that um, bastard. You know what? I bet he's going to sell it to that kid. Oh, then that'll <laughs> make it easier to find. Then we have to... Eh. <laughs> so, um... Should we each take one of these other regulars and then somebody else carries the the greater? So there's... What did you say? There's three regulars and one greater still available. Yeah. So we should each take a regular and then somebody should take the other greater. Maybe... Eh, maybe... Well, I don't know. Renner, Renner or Elspeth. Narthy. How dare you bring up Rena at this time? <laughs> you know that. If only um, he had that greater healing potion on him. Uh, oh, that's even better to hear at this moment. <laughs> I would actually put forward that maybe we should give it to Azar because Azar tends to get hit the least and therefore is most likely to stay up to be able to feed it to somebody else if necessary. That's a good idea. Otherwise, I would take it, but since I notoriously go unconscious, it's not going to be helpful. <laughs> There's the potions. Wait, wait, which potion is this? Is it a regular or a greater? You're going to get one regular, one greater. Okay. And Donovan, (laughs) you have one regular and one greater? Yes. Great. And then Narthi and I will each take a regular. Everyone keep them uh, someplace where they're really easy to find so that if someone's unconscious and you need to pull it off of their limp body and chuck it down their throat, you can do that. I'm sorry, remind me what this does. Is this like... um... A ward of healing or something. I just want to make sure I know. It's just regular sort of potion of healing. Oh, got it. Ah, uh, the the ring is the ward. The potion's just a potion. Wonderful. This. Well, I mean, I I hate to say this, but maybe we should get some rest. I think you're right. I don't know if there's much else to do. At which point, Velen swings out a small contraption that fits in the sides of her palm, kind of flips open. Yeah, um, it'll be about a few hours before uh, Angajuk is able to make their way here, so it'd be best if you get some rest. Take first watch. Take second. Are we all going to sleep in here in the hut with her and the kobolds, or should we go tiny hut ourselves? Oh, no, outside? the kobolds, or I mean, the undead kobolds will stay inside and or outside the uh, 
the ones that are a little alive, we can, uh, yeah, they uh, can... Ac yeah, actually, uh, going on, uh, yeah, I think doing a hut's a better idea. Yeah. Uh, pop outside and ritually cast Lamin's tiny hut. Okay. This uh, what's the color for this little hut? Is it also white? Yeah. yeah. Like the snow. It's got an igloo pattern. Because that's well, that's probably warmer than this shack that we're sitting in. <laughs> like, oh, take some layers <laughs> off. Yeah, you uh, you four make your way into the um, Liam and Tiny Hut. The couple of zombie kobolds, face kind of just half rotting away, looking at you with dead eyes. Just a hint of almost like a green flame in their eye sockets that don't have an eye in there. Um, they just kind of stare and drool a bit before looking out. Yeah. You, you know what I've never seen? I've never seen a kobold lich. I mean, I've never seen an orc lich or an ogre lich. Or, okay, so I haven't seen a lich before, but I'm just saying, kobold lich. You wouldn't be expecting that. That's a fair point. I've heard of witches, though I've never seen one myself. I'd be interested to. I have so many questions about the process. I, do you think you could tell the difference between a halfling lich and just a child lich? Oh, that's a very good question. I've never seen a halfling skeleton before. I've seen lots of skeletons before. We had yeah. dozens of them at the convent. You know, when you go to a convent that's pledged to a god of death, it's just sort of the yeah. aesthetic. But I, I kind of want to visit this convent. I mean, you, you, you have lots it. of things. We we do. I would really, if we ever find my father, uh, in addition to asking him an inordinate number of questions about how I came to exist in the first place, I would also like to know why specifically he chose a convent dedicated to a death god outside of a town that is constantly getting attacked by dragon cultists, because I just have questions, in general, about that. That does seem weird. Certainly a choice. <laughs> well, I mean... Why would dragons yeah. be a cult? No, no, no. They're, they're, they're a cult that wants to bring dragons back to rule the Earth. They're entirely dedicated to uh, raising one of the great ancient dragon gods and bringing them back into power and subjugating the human race and all that sort of thing. Which is very peculiar because a lot of them are human, so they're fighting for their own subjugation, which seems counterintuitive to me. Maybe it's a kink. Probably. <laughs> I hear there's one twink wizard that's constantly getting himself tied up over there. Do you, if you are a cultist, I mean, you, you are then basically assuming that when this dragon god does come, that you are, will be special. That you, you know, you won't be like the, you know, general rabble rousers, right. but you'll be special. Therefore, everyone is equal, except for you'll be special. Yes, I mean... To be fair, most organized religion sort of trades on the fact that if you believe in said religion, you're going to be the special one if your god takes over. That's why I uh, worship death. It's the universal, uh, you know, nobody escapes death, right? Yeah. Comes for us all. Sometimes. 
sooner rather than later. And sometimes as frequently as it possibly can. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to go grab a cup of tea and then head to bed myself. What should I do? <laughs> uh, Elspeth will just, I don't know, pull out whatever weird little like letters she and Imdra wrote to each other before they parted ways and go sit in the corner and curl up and go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Narthi, Azar, anything you'd like to do before? Who's taking Narthi. first watch? Who's Azar, right? Azar's first Azar. watch. Uh, Narthi wants to speak to... What's what's uh, Owen Wilson's real name? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of it now. Velen. Velen, thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Velen. Um, uh, Narthi just wants to talk to Velen real quick. And Excuse me. Is Do you know... So you know the direction that we are currently headed towards, correct? I know the general location, but Angajuk um, has actually seen where uh, the Frostmaiden uh, lands, so... Can you reference it with your hand? Can you show me in the direction of which it would be? And she opens the door of the hut and she looks out she's like, oh, fuck, I'm just throws up the hood, which has a wreath of fur around it. Looking out and about, it's very dark. <laughs> and she is, she does have a singular eye patch and she kind of like points out in a general motion <laughs> towards the sea. I think it's around there. Now, <laughs> so if, I guess what I'm going to ask is if from this generalization, is there a direction that Narthi would have heard of or knows the area of what where we would be heading, because this is her home. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do a nature check. We're rolling? This is so exciting. Okay, nature. First roll, first roll. Oh. <laughs> Eight. Eight. <laughs> Tracks. Velen doesn't give you exactly the clearest of directions, so even though this is your home, her general swath of a hand just kind of leaves you more perplexed than when you came. <laughs> so there's no, like, degree. There's no, like, it's like, oh, but in this 45-degree angle, like, in this... She gives you kind of, like, a this A north area. to northeast kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, before going to bed, Narthi's gonna hop in the water, and she's going to um, speak. She's gonna just send out kind of, like, a ping and a general thing and and see if anyone... You know, like the, um... What is it? 101 Dalmatians? The barking chain. What was it yes. called? Yeah, so she's gonna do that. She's gonna try and ping to see mm -hmm. if in the morning or whenever they're going to leave, if she can hop back in and see if there's any information about the general direction. Um, and also, like Little Mermaid, I'm just going to do all Disney references today. Um, <laughs> she's going to do a thing where if people have her, she's going to try and ping that like, hey, I might need some help for whoever is down to help in this general direction. I'll be in touch. She's just going to send out something like that. Send out your little telegrams, sonar telegrams throughout the water, and no immediate pickup, just close to shore. But you're pretty certain that it does go out. Okay. Yeah. And then just head to bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sopping wet, heading to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and quite quickly, once you enter the uh, dome that Donovan has set up, after a few minutes, you feel quite dry. Yeah, lovely. Kind of like those, uh, what's it called, uh, amusement parks that you step into after doing the water rise and they just like blow you with the air. 
kind of sort of, but more gentle. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, Azar, you are first up on watch. Give you roll me a perception check. It's a particularly calm night at this moment. Um, You can actually see out and see the stars up above. And you see it's just like a faintest light coming not necessarily a star, if you will, but it feels like a light that is able to pierce the darkness. And you get this feeling of you're on the right path. But otherwise, the night goes pretty uneventfully as your watch comes to an end. Okay. Who's up next? I'll go shake Donovan awake. (laughs) He struggles to do, like, sit up. Okay. One. All right, let's do this. (laughs) Put your foot on your back. Five. Come on. (laughs) I'm just going to, because I can't leave the dome, I'll just kind of look out from in here. Mm Mm-hmm. Perception check, please. Yeah, not great. Uh, six. Six. As you sit there, Donovan, looking out over a sea of moving ice within this warm dome with three companions that you did not arrive here with, your mind starts to wander as to how the hell you got here. Simply running and being on the land has thrown you into a adventure you were not anticipating nor very willing to engage in. And yet here you are having even saved a civilization from utter destruction. Did we? I don't think utter, I don't... utter destruction. Destruction has. I, th- I think I think Donovan is is you know this is this is why it takes longer because he's like you know I mean we didn't know where the dragon was going but we didn't like we didn't save this place. I guess not everybody's dead, so that's a good thing. You know, and just kind of you know down on himself, but just be like you know if we can bring the sun back, maybe that'll make it better. But caught up in your thoughts, you blink out a bit and look at the sky and feel that your watch is coming to an end. God, I thought for a second there was going to be eaten by werewolves. And he's going to go wake Elspeth up. Oh. Uh, sorry, right. sorry, I didn't nope. I didn't know who was next, so I just... No, it's fine. I... All right. Get some sleep. Okay. I mean, I'm terrified, but what else is new? Yeah, we've done some good. 
Some. I hope so. Yeah. I'm gonna go to sleep again. Should get some rest. He does one more sit up before bed. <laughs> I think they're getting you. You creak less. That's a good sign. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll go post up by the door of the hut. You post up by the door of the hut, and the two zombie kobolds with their little spears are just standing. Ever the watchful sentries, occasionally kind of look up at you, but then just look forward. Force myself to not fascinatedly study the undead kobolds, wondering if I could do that. Because I feel like, I don't know, there's something deep down that feels like maybe I could also do that. Um, at least a version of that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I rolled an 18 on my perception check. Yeah. You look out at the night sky. You see flying up above. Heading from east to west into the sea of moving ice. A large bird. Massive. Familiar. Mm-hmm. Into the As, sea of moving ice. Mm-hmm. As you see Oriole or whatever her mount is mm-hmm. flying back to where she comes from. Alright. Yeah. Watch until she is out of sight line. Yeah. And uh, clock the direction. Out. Yeah, clock the direction. It is in a mm, It's not a beeline. Um, <laughs> but it's not a serpentine either. Right. Um, it, it, it does seem to be heading in a what is it? West northwest direction? More west than north west. Right. North. Yeah. North yeah. North. Somewhere kind of between the compass points. Yeah. Okay. Um I wanna make note as best I can of like which what what the point on the horizon is that mm-hmm. she disappeared to, if it's a clear enough night that I can see like a star or anything or Whatever, something that I can kind of use as a marker or something on the horizon line from where I'm standing, and then yeah. I will go wake Narthi. Okay. Mm. Hello, it's my turn. Uh, yes. Uh, um, I saw, I saw the Frost Maiden. She returned home. In which way? Let me show you, and I will take Narthi and show her the best direction that I can based on the point I marked. Wonderful. Would I know now which direction? Now make a nature okay. check with advantage. Okay. It's a 14 and a 14. Ooh, weird. It's 14. Yeah. You remember in that direction in particular. Um, a few years ago, just fog beginning to coalesce there more um, compactly. Your your people told you not to go in that direction. The waters felt weird. But you know 
the general sense of where that was. And um, also, roll me a history check. Sure. Um, oh, that is a 23. Ooh, 23. Okay. Long before that fog had arrived there, um, there were tales that your people told you of giants that used to live in these waters up above, but some centuries ago, their kingdom had fallen apart and only remnants of their different, uh, oh God, what is the word? Ordings? Ordings. Hmm. Um, were maintained more as separate tribes rather than a mm. collective whole of giants. And is this in the sky or on the land? Uh, From what that I understand. one was uh, on the land on one of the islands. Interesting. I, I'm, uh, as you explain this to me, I'm also explaining it to Elspeth. This is quite interesting. Do you think maybe maybe Oril took over one of the islands for her own purposes? There's really nothing out there which is so strange, but I mean, since there is really nothing out there, perhaps that is the best place to be to, um... I mean, the gods that walk in the material plane often set up some sort of stronghold waypoint somewhere with privacy. The um, legends of Siric yeah. the Trickster had those sorts of places and Loth, the goddess of the drow, have their little private mm. enclaves that they keep on the material plane, so perhaps it's something of that nature. I am just very surprised because Prasanna, the, the deity I worship, she would She does not... I just feel that there would not be a... We should have received word from her or something in that area. If, you, if you'll excuse me a moment, and she's gonna, like, be polite, but she's gonna excuse herself from Elspeth, and she's gonna... I know it's her watch. Elspeth <laughs> so is gonna do, Yeah, she can do what she wants. Yeah. I was gonna say, because she's... Narthi's gonna hop back into the sea and ping out a little bit more. Um, she's very confused and concerned about that general direction. Mm -hmm. um, and she's going to reach out to any type of sea creature that's around. Like, okay. that she can, just to speak with. Okay. Um, yeah, at one point, a, uh, yeah, a, uh, oh god, what are they called? Um, is it a... A fish? Walrus. <laughs> the Stereotypical kind with like the the big the mustache and sure, yeah. Yeah. the mustache, yeah, the mustache, the tusk. Not an elephant seal. I'm just a walrus. A walrus. Okay. Comes <laughs> by and he's just like, yeah, hello. You know, honestly, the reason that I wanted to speak to something is I wanted to hear what voice you would come up with the character <laughs> for it. So that's why. Um, but now, uh, hello, hello, good, um, good walrus. I have a, a request of you. Um, I need you to warn the lodge that I'm from 
that there is, and then reference the direction, there's a disturbance in this area, and we might need to reach out to the water weirds that are in that area for more information upon arriving there. We will be leaving. We will, we will leaving momentarily, like probably within the next few hours. But if you do have any information, please tell the lodge, have them reach out to me, and any information would be helpful. All right. I'll get on that. And then you just watch as he kind of does a barrel roll so that way he can turn and start swimming in the direction you know to be. Oh, uh, wait a second. Uh, <laughs> what is your lodge? Uh, the lodge, uh, it is. Let me pull up the map because I know this. Uh, just head about 300 kilometers to the northwest of here and. Uh, should be you will start to find people from my lodge in that area. Alrighty area. then. Bloosh. Bloosh and you watch. Bloosh. I hope he says it too. <laughs> you hear him. He, he seems to be the guy who just adds sound effects to his life and he's just like whoosh. <laughs> and then quietly the whooshes silence as he gets out of earshot. All right, Narthi will go finish her shift. I think while, while Narthi was in the water, uh, Elspeth just sat down and lit some incense and is going to kind of reach out to Kelimvor and Jurgle and just kind of be like, I know it's not really your thing, but if you've got any hints for us or if there's any information you can share about why she's here on the material plane or what's going on, I'm listening. Mm. Roll me a d20. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. As you light these incense and you reach out to your gods, the light smell begins to invade your nose. And when you open your eyes, you just see quick flashes of images, just some waves, snowflake, a falling, and a desire. Oddly, in juxtaposition, a desire for Destruction and creation. Okay. That one does give you a bit of a head turn as they tend to be in polar opposites, but those are what they give you in that brief moment. Um, genuflection of thanks snuff the incense, tuck it away as Dorothy returns, and then we'll go to bed. Dorothy, mm -hmm. reception check, please. Um, that is 15. 15. The thoughts of what is about to transpire kind of 
prickle at the back of your brain. You still keep a watch and aren't lulled by the moving of the sea that you call home. But it does prickle in your mind just a little bit of how you were originally here on land to, again, find the reason why the ice is solidifying more and why it seems that the life in the sea seems to be migrating southward with your brother who, as you learn from their fellow compatriots, how he had fallen. But you steal your mind, remember the path that you are on, even though you did leave both him and your lover to do what you needed to do. But you look around, and the only thing that really greets you are the two undead kobolds who are just kind of staring. See Frostbite really has taken the left cheek of one of them, but it doesn't seem to matter. Strange. Yeah. Your watch goes without incident. Morning. Wake up! (laughs) In quotes, uh, arise. Um, As you four begin to awaken, Velen just busts through the door, hood up. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Ah, I'm really excited about this, folks. Let's let's get on it. Uh, um, before we do that, uh, else, sorry, uh, to the group, I'm like, did we, did we have a cloak that wasn't... Reach into the bag of cursed objects and pull out. <laughs> this one? Can I see that? Of course. Here you go. Um, I ritually cast identify on it, mm-hmm. or or if we need to, I need to do it on the boat. I'll do it on a boat, or or I did it last night. Or mm. um, you get handed the uh, cloak. At which point, Valen's like, "We don't have time. We whoa, we don't have time for that." Sonic. <laughs> um, I'll just put it on then. Let's go. You put it on. I'm sure when we're uh, when we're on the uh, we're on the vessel, we will be able to uh, have plenty of time to identify it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. All right, <laughs> and you see her begin to walk towards the sea of moving ice, and a little bit northward, you see um, a small bridge that has connected to, or a long but small bridge that has connected to an ice flow further out. And at the current moment, when you're walking on this bridge, you don't see any ships. I'm terribly sorry to point out the obvious. Where are we going? Because I don't have a particularly good track record personally with ice, freezing water, things like that. And I just want to know how quickly I'm going to die walking (laughs) out to the middle of nowhere like this. Donovan is looking up for an airship. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and she sees you doing that it's like close my friend but 
instead of up above. So you go down below. And as you ah. reach the end of the bridge at, to this ice flow, you can see that basically has been carved out in large ice arch. And in the center of that is a massive bell. At which point Velen says, are you all ready? Donovan, this isn't going to be any worse than that, that ship that we traveled on to the, right? Can't be any worse than that, yes. the rope and starts to ding, 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 ding. And you wait a moment. And then from the side of this flow, you just see the water slowly begin to uh, rise. And before long, it just kind of bursts as a massive, pure white, old sperm whale just rises up (laughs) out of the water. And atop its back is a, essentially a large saddle with a massive horn that if you were looking at it from a profile, you would think it was a massive narwhal, but there's a massive spike coming from the saddle itself. And there, after just a of spray coming out of uh, Angajuk's nostrils, Velen turns to you and says, are you all ready to ride a sperm whale? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, Wait. Sorry. I, I said I, I can't swim. So how exactly does this work? Well, uh, I could explain it, but also I believe Angajuk can as well. At which point oh, no. you just hear this low rumbling voice come from the sperm whale. Angajuk saying, Yes. So basically, I was given the ability of thought, greater thought. And the person who gave me this gift also gave me the gift of this saddle. When we go underwater, essentially a massive bubble will encircle you and you will be able to breathe just fine. Okay, so it's like what Donovan does. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what Donovan. Which one are you, Donovan? That's me. I make a I make a dome uh, that we sleep in. That is essentially the same thing. I look at my bag of awakened animal <laughs> trinkets. Is there a narwhal in there? Ah. <gasps> uh. You look at your bag of trinkets, and there is no whale or narwhal. I guess that's good because then they, they would be angry. Because these these animals were angry. Oh wait, no, I think the no the one the dinosaur the one, was dinosaur nice. was perfectly nice. Um, yeah. Seemed to understand the difference between right and wrong. It was mostly just the the moose and several others yes. that were incredibly violent. All right, well that's something I guess. This is amazing, Angjuk. How come I've never come across you in my travels before? Oh, I tend to stay. Closer to the land, I ah. I actually offer tours of down below. Oh, I'm sure those lodges are not a fan of you then. <laughs> oh, well, it's more of a sightseeing experience rather than an 
interactive one. Oh, I, I see. To understand that there is a greater community under the water as well as the one on land. So, uh, unfortunately, my tourism business has really taken a, a hit in the past couple. Mm. I was about to ask sure. about that. Do you do you have a need for money? Ooh, I like fish. Okay, so so the cost for a tour is fish. Generally, yeah. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I do take money on occasion just to make sure that the. Uh, saddle is in good standing i, I want my uh patrons to have a excellent experience <laughs> yeah I, I really want a good rating on kelp oh my god <laughs> there it is I'm waiting for it no no <laughs> right okay so um no offense to you personally on juke this seems lovely i just personally hate this so could we just get it over with as quickly as possible before I have a panic attack. Thank you. Well, you will, uh, ma'am, want to make sure you keep that under uh, tight hold because, uh, unfortunately, where we're going, I, I could beeline it, as you land dwellers say. What is this? <laughs> how does Anjuk how does the narwhal know what a beeline is? I don't understand this. this Apparently, is... whoever awakened him must have uh, fit him in on a lot of land idioms. <laughs> yes, I've heard quite a few. Common Already. is a very peculiar language. It borrows a lot of idiomatic expressions from other languages, but then the translation is just atrocious. Uh, sounds so strange to me. Anyhow. Oh, yeah. All right, well. <laughs> um, also with... Uh, Oriole up above her her pet is uh, not a good friend of mine, if you understand my meaning, aka she could eat me. Which so pet? I, I do have to uh Which pet would that be? Oh, it's a giant bird. Oh, okay, just the giant right. I just want to make sure there wasn't another one yeah, that we so hadn't clocked yet. Gonna have to be a bit uh, in the initial phases, we'll be able to go straight, but then afterwards, I might have to be a bit more. Right, certain. right, okay. Donovan, please don't take this personally, and Elspeth is just gonna walk behind Donovan and, like, full, like, cling latch to him. <laughs> like, all right, we're just gonna do this. Uh, maybe, uh, Elspeth, we should get on the on the whale first. Yeah, on the just, Fine, do let's know... do that then. <laughs> they still married when Oral leaves. Oh, yeah. Um,. Yeah. So if we can maybe Generally, get there when she leaves, hmm. you have Generally, she she leaves around. Um, uh, oh gosh, it's been a it's been a little while. When the moon would typically be at its highest, so I think that's like what midnight-ish. Mm, all right. When, um, yeah. I, I'll try my best if you, that's where you want me to land in, but it. I, yeah. I have to keep moving. I, I don't want to deal with that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If thing. you get close to the surface, we'll be able to see the lights in the sky. Then we know she's not there and you'll be safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We will have to resurface at times. And I've chosen the strategic moments that would be safe for all of us. Turns to Elspeth, he understands strategy? Elspeth's More face is just planted in the back of Donovan's shoulder, so he just feels her nod. Like, excellent, wonderful, glad somebody does. 
Like, okay, oh. right foot. Ready, Elspeth? Oh. Right foot. Yeah. Right foot. Left foot. Right foot. <laughs> Left foot. And slowly you begin to get up there with Velen and her five kobolds. Um, Azar and Narthi, you join up on there as well? Yeah, I'll just jump right on. Um, do, you mind if I, do you mind if I swim alongside you, friend Angjuk? I, I would, unless it's a, quite a long journey. Oh, it is quite a long journey, and uh, uh, even with my age, I do move fast, young one. So, uh, right. for certain, you could uh, swim with me, but just uh, gotta keep up. All right, she's taking it as she's taking it as a challenge. All right, try this on, Jook. Love this, of course. We can converse <laughs> about the sea, the open water. <laughs> At which point, everybody is on except for Narthi. And Angajuk is like, right, here we go. And you watch as runes along the saddle just pew, 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 pew. And Angajuk descends below. And as you are going underwater, the water around the saddle just seems to circle up and enclose. And sitting on top of this saddle is a massive bubble. Cool. It's amazing. It's like yours, Donovan, but bigger. That's yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> we go, <laughs> and Uncle uh, Juke begins to uh, make his way underneath the ice flows up above. And as you are swimming through the water, Narthy, he's he's going pretty quick, and <laughs> um, you've seen other sperm whale this this one's kind of old um Anjuk, were you also given the another gift of as she's like trying to you know keep up uh were you given another gift of speed oh no uh i like to keep spry make sure i do my morning warm-ups make sure i ensure that i can give the best experience because if this breaks down i i don't <laughs> I don't have a job. Does will yoga. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, Anjuk and Azar are gonna have the best workout routine together. Yes. <laughs> that downward cod. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, whew, if uh, depending, it's like well, I will say you're. You're quite fish, uh, fast, excuse me. Uh, I, I have no idea why I said that. Um, I actually, am I, can I hop in the bubble or do I need to wait until the next stop? Oh, certainly. It... Just make sure you grab on tight and pull yourself in. It's one of those experiences that if you're not at the right speed, you can just get yeeted off. This is so, yeeted? What is yeet? I'm not going to go into that. Uh, okay. uh, so, no, it's just we're going to fight the frostman. Yeah, yeah. No, we're just going to, It's this is literally a vocabulary lesson. Yeah, so we spent, we spent two days of travel just trying to explain land idioms to Dorothy. What is that? It's, Rena didn't understand it either. It's it's fine. It's very weird. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, sure. trip in real time. <laughs> exactly. Narthi's just gonna hop, then do that, whatever Angjuk uh, uh, says. Yeah, you grab on to the saddle and you can feel the force and speed at which he's moving and it's like, whoa! Just like a bit of a tug before you're able to pull yourself in Ooh. and roll into the bubble. Oh, this is fascinating. Now, I understand Velen is also paying for a uh, 
traditional tour for this uh, for this journey. So I, I don't mean to be in a rush or anything, but I, I hope to show you some of my favorite sites. As long as we don't break speed. Thank you. <laughs> Dylan oh Donovan's God. shoulder. <laughs> but yeah, Angajuk begins to take you deep under the water, well below that. It starts from Northy. Any of you have ever been, um, and as you do, like on the initial part of the journey, close to the land, you see smatterings of shipwrecks, mm. of vessels that have attempted to navigate the treacherous waters that is the Sea of Moving Ice and come out the poor end. And he's like, oh, that one's one of my favorites. The sculpturing is impeccable. As you can see, a um, very similar to when you were in Good Me, just like mm -hmm. the almost uh, sharp architecture and the serpent imagery that belies its uh, Choltian nature. And you continue to swim through. And at one point, you even see, just off in the far distance, Narthi, you kind of remember passing through this area, but Anguju points it out. Now, if you see over there, that lot deep within that chasm, that's one of the storm giant kingdoms. They are very, very... um. <sighs> Their love for tourists can go up and down at times. And I don't know, I haven't taken anyone recently, but the last time I was there, I heard that they have some fantastic spirits, if you know what I mean. Are you talking Dude, about I'm alcohol sure. or ghosts? <laughs> yeah, she both. likes ghosts. Both. They have very strong spirits in both. Giants really do pay a lot of homage to their ancestral heritage. And he continues to explain of the ording and as as you go through it, he seems to be going on a path that explains the old kingdom of giants of Astoria. He takes you through ruins of buildings that are completely massive where he would be like that used to be just a standard giant home fascinating stuff fascinating stuff did, did the giants live underwater that is the thing isn't it there are different types of giants some live on land some live in the clouds shaping them to be a, a very corporeal kingdom and some the wall. Hill, hill giants are my favorite. They're real dumb by what I'm Yeah. Thinking. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Extremely dumb, easy to trick, and not that hard to kill. I will take your word for it, Mr. Donovan. <laughs> ideally you trick them and you don't kill them, but uh, you know what? Some people ideally they just avoid them, actually. So. Avoidance is generally the best tactic for most of these things, I think. Does Narthi know of the underwater giants? Yeah, um, 
there are storm giants. Some that live underneath the water. Positive neg and just really quick, positive or negative experience with them from Tritons and under and the storm giants. Uh storm giants, they are very um very similar to Tritons. They are very proud, but they are also since they're closer not closer, but they do also have some of that elemental chaos within them. They can be a bit uh, finicky. Got it. So they're like the uncle that comes to Thanksgiving dinner under the water. That you're like, oh, that's <laughs> those are those storm giants, and we just mm -hmm. we just kind of don't discuss them. Okay, cool, cool. Some of really them are, yeah. as always, some of them are grand, some of them are not, but their their fluctuation in terms of emotion can be quite drastic. They are very much like a storm. All right. But yeah, and as you go through this tour, Angujuk at times rises up. As you can see, strategically like locked in between two ice flows, just so that way visibility of him is low. So that way you guys can be in the air. He can breathe a bit. And he does this process over and over again, as well as taking you through some of the sights of the sea of moving ice. Over there is a great jellyfish field bioluminescence, nature's gift. Looks like glowing bumblebees to me. <laughs> Narthy smiles at Donovan. <laughs> I see what you're doing. See Azar thinking like, how the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> But as you ride through the waters, you begin to notice his movements do start to take more of a meandering fashion, purposefully. But he seems to be doing a bit more serpentine. Mm. And at one point, when you do rise up above the water on the second day, um, you rise up and it is thick fog. Like you rise up and you can see maybe about 20 feet ahead of you. And Angajuk is like, this is where we're getting close. Okay. This will probably be the last time we resurface before we make it to the dock. Is there anything else you need before we get down there? Is there a room in the sky? Yeah. Um, right now, because the fog is so thick in this area, it is impossible to tell. I mean, I, I can, I can try going a little faster, or I can wait. It could be. I understand you're trying to get there at a particular time. I think uh, we're just going nature to... check. <laughs> nature check. If away. I can remember what time it is, that <laughs> Nature or survival? I think other one would. Or survival? Okay, yeah. my survival is better. That is a seventeen. Seventeen plus two. Seventeen. Nice. Because you especially were the one who wanted to arrive at a particular time, you have been trying your best, at, even though it is hard to get a gauge underwater, you've been doing your best to um, maintain this sense of time. And you get that if he actually slows down a bit, you could probably get to the island that you don't know much about, but you could probably get to the island 
around when she's leaving. Okay. Like, okay, so if we slow down a little bit, it shouldn't be there and you should be safe when you surface, I think. All right. Well, thank you, Madame Azar. That is very much appreciated. No, no, uh, no just, uh, just Azar. Oh, for sure. For sure, Azar. That, uh, Lady Azar. I wonder if I should change my title. What would you change it to? <laughs> oh, uh, well, usually when, the, well, there's no one to give me a new rank, so well, we I can... wouldn't, I wouldn't be the Azar anymore. Wait, is Azar a title? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you all have been calling me lady this whole time when I have absolutely no standing in the world. I'm practically an orphan, and we've just been calling you by your title. This whole time? You never mentioned it? Yeah. The whole time? Yeah. Why? I just, it feels kind of disrespectful not to have realized. And that you've never- Well, that's my rank. It means the flame. That's my rank. Okay, alright. That tracks, actually. What with the whole- Breathing fire and everything. Yes. What does tra- maybe trap queen could be your new? Because of the traps, don't you always set traps every time? Well, the, I there is a, um, a it's more of an honorific means a dragon rider, but I've actually oh. done that. You've ridden a dragon. Well, yes, the Shadland dragon. Well, technically, and I jump on his back, I pin his uh, wings, I rode into the ground, right. and kick the crap out of it. I think that counts, and I think uh, we ought to be able to grant you that title. We all witnessed Absolutely. it. Donovan is actually a title, too. It means Rotund. Well, you'll have to be careful. If you do any more sit-ups, we're going to have to call you something else, too. Yeah. <laughs> Squat- Squatovin. Uh, <laughs> Arthur's gonna pat Donovan's pe- belly a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I totally lost my spot. That's hilarious. Right, <laughs> so we're going to spend more time underwater, which I'm not particularly a fan of, but at least I'm used to by this point. Should we get moving again so that we can. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Get there. I mean, uh, unless there happens to be a shop that sh- sells a very cheap healing potions right, you know, ten feet through this fog or something, in which case we should stop there first, but... Uh, unfortunately, uh, we... There are no gift shops on this tour. Perfectly acceptable, just worth checking. Yeah, I, I used to have a gift shop guy closer to shore, but, but he, he had to move further down south, unfortunately. Seems like the smart choice to make, given the circumstances. Let's go, shall we? Yeah, we should. You know, he had some really cute wooden sculptures of me. Those really sold well as he goes under the water. and little glass bubble you shake it it's like got like snow in it. it's like a snow globe on the back Aww. of the whale that's okay and there's little there's little people in it that you shake you know, <laughs> and they just kind of float around Ooh. 
Yeah, that's what we should do. <laughs> you wanna, uh, are we going to announce some bits since we <gasps> kind of... We should. I feel like we're going to get into a fight and we might need that. Yeah. So uh, Vanna lost one, wherever they may be, with uh, two uh, inspiration for us. And also Pixel Rose. Let me make sure these are not for James. Uh, unspecified, so that means us. All right. Ooh, thank mm-hmm. you for that. I don't need it. Oh, great. <laughs> and since uh, and si- since we are going to take a break, I'm going to refill my coffee real quick. Continue. Oh, well, uh, I will just ride along with the whale. Yeah, we're almost there. Give me, give, we're almost at. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And but we'll, uh, you know what? We'll do some, we'll do some giveaways every time we do a break. We'll do a giveaway. Oh, I love that. Woo! Of a playtest deck. Ooh. So stand by. We're almost there, and then we'll let you enter. Mm-hmm. So Zangajuk goes once more down below, going at a slower pace, as by your advisement, Azdar. Eventually, once he resurfaces once more for presumably the last time, you emerge and there's a light fall this time as you can see far off, not far off, a few hundred meters off. Hmm. Yeah, you, I would say you've been keeping track, especially since we're going in the northwest direction. You know you're at the southeast tip of this island, which at this point that you're coming to, comes out from the main hunk of the land, and it is a, comes down to a, a point. And you can see off to the left and right, there are a couple other points that come off from this main island. And Angajuk begins to swim quite warily, looking up and above, and with the light fog, almost as if it were encased in, around this island in particular. You can just see the faintest bits of stars and just the faintest undulation of light up above, the colored light that you have associated with Oriole's magic. But as Angajuk slowly pulls up to this dock, a dock that is massive, in size, even compared to him and compared to the dock you just walked on a few days ago. You look at the dock and you see at the very end of it, stairs leading up to the island. Massive stairs. Giant sized stairs. And as you disembark, Angajuk gives you just the faintest, faintest hit of a wave. Thank you, Anjuk. Five star fish. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for the ride. And Tom, and uh, I'll be posted up around here. So, Narthi, you let me know when y'all are needing a ride back, okay? Will do. Thank you. All right. Keep safe, y'all. Do our best. As Anjuk descends, and you look towards the island and the massive stairs up in front of you. It'd be a long walk home. <laughs> and that's where we're going to take our break. Woo! All right, y'all. Thank you so much for being with us. We're going through this. <laughs> and um, 
if we're doing this giveaway right now, Thomas? Uh, yes. Type yes, in hashtag chaos, C-H-A-O-S, in the chat right now, and you can be entered to win one of these lovely playtest decks created by Thomas here, the deck of inspiration. <laughs> you and you can let us know how you do with it, how it feels um, being your games. Um, I, I understand that very soon, these cards that were granted by our Patreons will be used very soon. Almost okay. certain. And remember, if you don't win this time around, stick around. We're doing a mega stream today. So there will be multiple breaks, which means multiple giveaways, which means multiple chances to get a playtest deck and give us all of your feedback on it. So uh, stick around. Alrighty yes. then. See you all in a bit. Oh, yeah. As a DM, you spend hours preparing your adventures while your players bring them to life. It's time to reward your great players with great inspiration. The Deck of Inspiration takes the 5e Inspiration Rules mechanic and adds dramatic, game-changing boons to your campaign. Turn a regular hit into a critical, bull rush through your enemies without provoking attacks. Use your reaction to smack a wizard's hands and interrupt their spell. These and many more are part of the Deck of Inspiration. Each deck contains 55 cards designed for four different level ranges. 1 through 4, 5 through 9, 10 through 15, and the epic level deck 16 to 20. Back this Kickstarter today to bring some inspiration to your game. Ah, <laughs> uh, the false starts. The hallmarks of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Um, congratulations, Garamon the Grouch, for the, uh, the playtest deck. I'm sure Thomas right now is reaching out to you so we can get your info and get you that deck. Mm. <laughs> Just don't say it like that next time, James. <laughs> the way you look off of the side, Matt, I feel like the headphone is just aesthetic, and then you just like look over to somebody and be like, "Do you hear what he just said?" Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, we're full sitcom. Remember, we're a campaign. No, this is full sitcom. I mean, look how many talking animals we have. It'll be like, and it's one of those like '90s ones where like Azar setting a trap, and she looks up and she's like, you know, at the beginning of the show. Show me that smile pets. again. Yeah, exactly. Too many pets. Donovan's trying to do a sit-up. <laughs> I just like that since it turned out my animal companion was actually a goddamn spy, we're continuing with the trend of Alondra is tall and pretty and doesn't get a pet. <laughs> I'm two for two on this channel. Keep going. <laughs> but children love me for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> I mean, it's they're just sweetness. slightly more intelligent pets. Let's be That's real. not incorrect, is the thing. And the key word is slightly. Slightly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's kill an owl. I mean, you have one on the shoulder of Valen right there. If you want to I'm, I'm, he's not off the hit list, potentially. I don't know what <laughs> kinds of secrets he's been sharing with her. Was he still with you? 
I thought that. No, he's with Velen. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. And Vel- oh, that's what I was gonna no, ask. Is Velen and them with us or no? Is Velen with us? Oh yeah, Velen is with you. Oh, I thought she went back down under. I was like, well, that was all right. She's like, right. have fun storming the castle. <laughs> exactly. <and peace out."> <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, she's with you. <laughs> He's racing Avarice to find the lost city of Yithrin. Uh-huh. We're gonna go kill both of them later, too. Shrugs forever. <laughs> oh, amazing. It'll never work. <laughs> Alrighty. So, you arrive on the docks of this island. Um, the name unknown to you at the moment. Um, but as you step out into the air and start walking along this very long dock very wide about 20 25 feet wide definitely made for giant kind donovan and elspeth even as you're just walking the cold even though you are wearing clothing that can keep you on the inside warm as you breathe in this air it feels like the air itself is just slightly just holding on to your lungs and just squeezing just ever so slightly that it is harder to breathe uncomfortably so but you still push forward and as you make it to the edge of this dock you make it to these carved out stairs that again made for giant kind Come up about to your chin, Elspeth, about five feet-ish. Narthy, you look up and you have to reach up to touch the top of it. How many are there? How many do we see? Can we see through the fog? Through the fog, enough to be like, oh, yeah, that's about 10, 12 steps. All right. Zara hops up on one. Come on, guys. These These are bigger giants, right? I mean... These do seem step. pretty large, even for giants. Are these like carved into the side of the ground, or are yeah, they? Yeah, they're carved in, and um, as you approach, they're uh, not. They don't go inwards, but they are on the side of this mm-hmm. small cliffside, if you will. I guess I'm like, it is the sides like past where the step is carved in. Is that kind of just like? smooth hill up, if you will. Uh, I'm just trying to get a sense of what we have. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to get a sense of, like, what the actual land is, so I know what we could drive, uh, (laughs) you know, pythons into, and things like that. Yeah, you eventually start climbing up these stairs. Yeah, I think we, uh, we climb up these stairs. Zard just jumps, just, like, starts hopping this is fun. You know what? This is a good opportunity for pull-ups. <laughs> yep, you do some pull-ups and press up as you have to slowly just press up and in up these steps. We got 500 bits from J. Oh. Matthews, 85. Uh, Thank say, you. Hi, Rowan. Hi, hi Rowan. Rowan. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Yay. Pew, 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 <laughs> And thank you also for the means, bits. You know, We're going to need those. Keep it PG. Thank you for those bits, and thanks for watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many are you at right now? I think... Enough eight? to slay... Seven. Uh, seven. 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 Okay. 
As you rise up these steps and make it to the top, you see that you are essentially on a singular arm, if you will, the point of this island. And you can look over to your left and right, and even though there is the fog, you can see the silhouette of two other long branching out um, points. But before you, you see, before the fog obscures most of it, just an island. No, devoid of green, filled with snow. And before you, not a well-traveled path, but the remnants of a path, just simply due to the snow being ever so slightly hmm. So can we see across the island? Nope. Because of the fog? The fog, for sure. Mm. And you get the sense that this island is not a large island, but it isn't small either. It's just a really big iceberg. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Alright. Can we tell so, if the tracks are the recent? Uh, the so recent tracks? Tracks. Um perhaps I should let Azar do <laughs> survival. <laughs> you says you're plus two, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah, I, should, I, I should do the survival I'm plus Whoever, four. Uh, will just put it out like, I wonder if anyone's traveled by here, <laughs> so someone else can roll for it. Um seventeen survival. 17. You get the sense that a, at this point in time, a singular person. <gasps> Large? Average size? Humanoid footprints or avian? Um, due to more the than... indentation of just the snow, it's it's been a minute. The okay. snow has covered up sure. most of the tracks. Um, but width-wise, it seems to have displaced relatively your size well either she's not that much more massive than us or there's someone else here but either way I think this is the way to go I'll turn to villain and ask um, did Omniduk say if he brought anyone else here recently um didn't ask I was about to go to Christopher Walken oh wow wow Christopher Walken um no, um, I believe I was one of his first contractings in a while. Hello, sir, sir, excuse me, sir Hooper 55. Thank you for the raid. Yay! Um, we're doing the finale of uh, Icewind Dale's Rhyme of the Frost Man. We're avoiding the finale. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it's going to oh, be yeah, done today no. either way. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, he hasn't received a contract other than myself. Okay. Okay. I, I guess you can get here with a boat, if you knew how to get here. Yeah, you know what? It's really cold out here. Um, let's, can we move? Uh, it might be better inside. If anything, Probably we not, could... but let's go. That is a relative <laughs> term, or something. but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to follow this? 
Does anyone know where we're going, Axel? You follow this? Follow the path. Okay. And follow the path you do. And it is... As, as the colloquial saying, it is difficult terrain. Um, just due to the fact of the snow you have to trudge through. And you take step after step after step. And by the time you reach the point, um, the point, you reach the end and the base of the point that meets up with the main island. Um, you just see wide expanse. Some rocks that peer out every now and then just due to their size, but there is no vegetation and by your looking around, you do not see any life. Oh, this is dreadful. <laughs> and as you press on forward and forward, again, the dark surrounding you, but this time everyone can see, but no warmth from Azar's light. Eventually, after 40 minutes or so of following this path, you can see about 20 feet off, just a dark silhouette peering out of the ground. It's small, unmoving. I'll just, not getting too close, we'll just take a, like move off to the sides here and figure out what it is, looking at whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you look over, and as you start to approach, the silhouette itself doesn't move. But you see just slightly off to the side, just a quick scurry before the scurrying burrows deep into the snow. Does the scurry remind me of the little creatures that we've encountered in the forest and such? Little creatures as in like foxes and the no, the little ones that have blessed the us Chewing previously. Girl? The twing ah, she, she doesn't she doesn't know the name of them, but mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever found the name of them, but like the ones that Renner talked to that blessed him and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um no, this seems to be more uh, quadruped. Okay. But small. Uh, I was saying there's uh, I don't know, some sort of animal over here. Uh, anybody want a pet? Ah. How do we know that that is, is it, not a uh, spy? Is it friendly or? I don't know. I'll, I'll go look, see if I can find it. <laughs> uh, here, take some of this, and I will pull out my seemingly endless supply of knucklehead <laughs> trout. <laughs> some bribe oh, yeah, fish. If there is anything we got in 10 pounds, it is knucklehead trout. <laughs> so much fish in this bag. Fish and curses. <laughs> and because it's so cold, it stays well. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as you get closer to this silhouette, it looks like a hand sticking upwards. And within it, you can see a dark gray sphere with just two little specks of light inside. Okay, Donovan, there's a dead person holding stuff. Don't take it. <laughs> and I'll, just, I'll look for whatever the creature was. Okay. Um, 
I would say easily enough. You can see it as you've gotten closer. It's kind of nestled like at the base of where the arm is just kind of like wrapping around and it's is it like, eating it. No, it's just like holding on to it and you can see a small white weasel. I, oh, it's cute. Big black Here. eyes. Just I'll offer it some of the trout. <laughs> and it just mm. very warily. <laughs> and, and then scurries behind the arm once more and you can just hear that. Uh, while that's happening, I'm ritually casting Identify on the, uh, mm. on mm-hmm. the orb. Yeah, I want to examine the hand on the orb while mm-hmm. does that. So 11 minutes. Okay. As 11 minutes, two minutes into this cast, Velen pops up and just says, Wow! Is that you, Professor Scamp? And you hear the orb just start to go, Vroom. Ah, yes! Velen, good to see you once more. The orb is speaking? Yes, hello there. I have not made your acquaintance. Is someone's consciousness inside of an object, or is the object itself sentient? Oh no, the the object itself is sentient. It's, it's a... No, you can stop now, Donovan. It's the Professor Orb. Professor Orb. His name is Orb. No, this is Professor Scant. The object is a Professor Orb. The Orb is Professor Scant. Yes, he's a Professor Orb, basically a sentient orb that uh, houses knowledge and is able to think for itself, but uh, is pretty young. Hey, hey, Professor, how do you... You know, kill a uh, frost maiden. Oh. And then you just see the two little twinkling lights for a little moment just like revolve around a bit. Oh, well, yes, I don't have any knowledge about killing gods. <laughs> Do you know where Oral's house or whatever is on this island? Oh, yes. Well, uh, Nass here, like, and you see the two lights just kind of drift down. Nass here, uh, was, uh, making her way over there, too, as is Valen. Uh, hey, Valen, how's it going? At which Valen points out, like, wow, yeah, um, yeah, Nass, uh, was one of the, uh, people that, um, that came up here, part of the Arcane Brotherhood, and was also looking for <laughs> Lost City of Yethrin, and uh, I believe uh, she's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all really don't have a good track record, do you? You should reconsider that. <laughs> well, uh, I- I'm still alive, as, uh, as uh, nature has proven me right. <laughs> How does one kill Professor Orb? <laughs> <laughs> At which point you see the little <laughs> lights revolve within. It's like, well, I mean, you could just, like, break me, but that would be really, really rude. Got it. Interesting. Have I managed to get the little animal to come close enough for me to give it scratches? Oh, yeah. Do an That's the most important thing happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
17 or a 10. I'll take the 17. 17. With the promise of more knucklehead trout, you watch as the weasel begins to slowly come over once more. And instead of just grabbing and running, it grabs and is willing to stay. At which point, Velen points out, it's like, wait a second, that's... That's Nasus familiar. Uh, Zelenor, that's that's interesting. Uh, Professor Scan, I thought you said he was dead. Wow, we're, we're really mixing up the voices. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Wow. wow. He's like not dead. Wow, wow. wow. you know, I really needed wow. the wow right before the sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it helps. It's wow. helpful. Uh, Professor Scan, I thought you said Nasus dead. Um, yes, and by all biological means, I can see and feel that she is, in fact, dead. That doesn't make any sense. Elspeth, weren't you talking about reanimation recently? Would you, may this seems as good a chance as any to attempt it. Okay, clarification for the player here, too, though. Professor Orb is in the hand of this Nass? Yep, like hand, like so, like if I kick some snow around, I will find a corpse. Mm-hmm. Great. How long do they seem to have been dead? Do I have any way of being able to tell? Probably ask Professor Orb. Professor Orb doesn't seem to know what he's talking about. If the familiar's alive, but the wizard's dead, so Donovan starts up again. He's going <laughs> to cast on the hand on the actual creature, which would, uh, I would learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Oh, okay. Good. And can so I do a medicine be... check while that's happening? Yeah, medicine check. Sure. It's gonna be an 18 on my medicine check. Nice. Nice. As you kick up some of the snow, are you being, or like, are you touching the body at all, or are you just kicking the snow around? I'm, I'm... Forensic investigator style, trying to kind of uncover the body without touching it too much. Uh, I am also very cold, so I'm trying to work somewhat quickly here, since mm -hmm. I'm now even more in the snow than I was previously. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. And as you uncover more of her body, um, perhaps due to the cold, sure. her body is definitely dried out. But the visage that you see before you is not rotted. It has not fallen right. away. It has just really pressed itself into the bone. And freeze-dried. Yeah, ice mummy. Mm. Cool. So uh, I start thinking, I start thinking, just in case Elspeth might be able to hear me, I just start thinking, spellbook, 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 spellbook. <laughs> you see that Elspeth <laughs> As I'm doing the like... ritual cast. And then just sort of like makes her way down the torso to where like a side bag or a backpack might be. Because mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm this point, I'm just going to try to uncover as much as I can while I wait for Donovan's spell to pop so that he can tell me if there's any particular spells affecting this. Like, you know, if there's some sort of suspended animation thing happening here. Mm -hmm. And as you dig deeper and you find what seems to be a side pouch. Um, the latch itself very much frozen over. Okay. Do you attempt to open it? Um, I'm just looking to see if I had anything that would 
assist me on doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna gen- gingerly give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any finesse to this, so I would say just the straight strength. Well, we all know how good Elspeth is at strength checks. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a 13, so that'll be a 12. Well, <laughs> even oh, with wow. your shaking hand, you're able to take your uh, your mace and just aim it <laughs> right at the lock, and you say, like, pop, 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 pop. And as you do, chipping away, it explodes and I die. <laughs> <laughs> you see, very slowly emerging from the bag, just a more full face, very similar to the one that you just examined. And she's like, um, excuse me, I don't really appreciate that. And she will attempt to possess you. Can I have a charisma saving throw, please? Every time! Do we have, do it, wait, do we have that card? Which card? The chari- no, we don't have the one that gives me advantage on charisma. We stopped giving it to me after I got with my girlfriend. Uh, this is not a this is not a physical attack, right? Nope. Uh, Do we see sorry. this? Yeah, very like as you're giving the scritches, you look over and you see a head just like emerging from the bag and this spirit lunge in. I would like to try to cast something before it can do that. Unfortunately, it does get the drop on. Is this? You're focused on the weasel. Is this a saving? It's a saving <laughs> throw. It's a saving throw. You get plus five because you're near me because of my aura of protection. Oh damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a cleric, which means for some inexplicable reason, I have I have good scores on charisma saving throws specifically. Uh, for right. this situation. <laughs> for uh, so that's going to make it a an eighteen. 18. With Dorothy's extra five. If you didn't get that extra five, you would have been possessed as this ghost just like lunges towards you and through you. And she's like, Elspeth is so done. (laughs) Yes, uh, yes, I've done this before. Could we just have a talk? I wasn't trying to. We're trying to figure out what's going on. I'd like to assist if possible, but now you're kind of being the rude one because we had every impression that you were dead and we were trying to help. Since apparently you're here, would you like to just have a nice casual chat? I'd offer you tea, but I don't know if you can consume any. Unfortunately, no, that that would be very greatly appreciated. And she looks all of you over and she lands on Velen and she's like, Hmm, Harple, Blantamir, hello. Hmm, I see you're traveling with one of my previous compatriots. Wow, yeah, this is, uh, this is fascinating. Well, you're a ghost. Yes, okay, could we cut the chit-chat? We're on a bit of a timeline here. So, we're trying to find the Frost Maiden. How far did you get? I mean, you are this far, clearly, but <clears throat> anything you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> <laughs> so done. <laughs> done with ghosts, done with the cold, <laughs> done with all of oh. it. Roll me a How much burn damage does that do? <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check at advantage, just due to your bluntness. <laughs> due to how much I do not care. Oh, God. 
It's not great, but... Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it's a charisma skill. I don't have any points in that. Um, that's only a seven. Seven. Okay. She looks at you a little... This... Distrustful, it might be the word. Um... <laughs> uh, and you can see uh, this human younger uh, woman. She has just like uh, kind of like a bob haircut, but covering her eyes are some goggles. She has her hood over her and she holds a quarter staff in her other arm, in one of her arms. Mm-hmm. And she slides the spectral goggles up. Ah. <sighs> Well, as I'm sure that you and your compatriot has learned, uh, we're trying to find um, a way in the Yithrin, and I heard that 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 key to that entrance is here, and unfortunately when I booked passage on a ship, (laughs) who would have thought that it would um, hit an ice flow and uh, capsize? And as I crawled up here and I saw that I was here, I died. Fascinating. Never would have expected an iceberg to sink a ship in a place that's entirely covered in snow and ice. You know, that would have been a good thing to think about. Also, I was thought that maybe people who would sail these waters would know how to sail these waters. Are they, kind of, are they communicating telepathically, or is she actually is this? Oh no, she's speaking she's out loud. We understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, what was your name again? Uh, Nass Lantamir. Nass. Um, while lying here, have you been sentient and coherent this entire time? Yeah. And I tried going further up, but then about two hundred feet away or so, can't move anymore. Like, towards the center of the island. Watch, and you just see her float for a few seconds, and then eventually she reaches a point where she just, like, can't move. And then she floats back to you. Has it, is it always this foggy? Have you ever been able to see higher during... It seems to be a uh, aspect of this island. I want to send my dancing lights in the direction she went and see if they also stop at the point where she did, mm. or... To try to figure out if this is like a magical barrier or if this is something about how she is tethered. Yeah, and you have to walk a bit to get to the point that she was yeah. able to float away. Um, but your lights pass with ease. Fascinating. Well, there's either some sort of uh, barrier to keep undead away, or there's um, or she's just tethered to her body. Could kind of go either way. The dead are tricky like that. Hmm. So, should we bring it? The body? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Nas, do you think you can add anything of use to us? Do you have any information you could share? or <laughs> Is your information about the same as what everyone else has said, which is that supposedly there's a key to the lost city of Yithrin somewhere in the Frost Maiden's lair, which is presumably somewhere around here? Hmm. You see her think for a moment. While she's distracted, I'm going to touch her body and cast Identify. Like, it kicks off. You touch her body and cast is Identify. Um, There is no magic that you can see affecting her. 
Yeah. But she looks at you. It's like, um, I'm right here. Yeah, we. I, I started this like ten minutes ago. I just <laughs> I had to, you know. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta finish what you start. That is literally my body. Yeah, you would like us to just to cover can... it up in snow and walk away again? Well, I don't. Okay, that's untrue. I did try and possess you. Mm-hmm. You did without any preamble or anything like nice. that. We are in a rush. Nati's gonna start like kicking snow onto yeah. the body. Yeah, like yeah, just think... kind of as a conversation. <laughs> what do you want? Are you come? Are we trying to figure this out or? I okay. Look, look. I can't. I, as you can see, I can't. I don't know how to go. Unless maybe I don't know if I have to like hitch a ride or something. Why don't you? Can you go inside this? I just point to the weasel. We can bring this with us, oh. easy. Huh. And she very gently floats over. Selenor, is that okay? And the weasel looks up at her and just gives a nod. Okay. And you watch as the ghost gently just floats in. You can see the um the weasel just kind of like sees up for a moment, its eyes flash blue, and then relaxes a bit. <laughs> Did okay, it work? Out, right? <laughs> Am I talking weasel right now? <laughs> yes, you're like, talking you're so weasel. Cute. You're so cute. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, still giving us pictures. <laughs> okay, 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 stop, 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 stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, See the back leg going. Oh, God, this is going to be incredibly distracting and annoying. All right, so we've got the talking weasel. We've got the Professor Orb, which, if somebody hasn't already, Elspeth, I guess, will pick up out of the corpse's hand. Yeah, and you watch as the fingers just, like, pop off. Sorry about that. Mm. It's fine. Um... No offense, I'm not going to do any burial rites now because that might actually send you into the halls of Kellenvor to cross over. So if you want to stick with us, I think we should wait and do that on our way back. Unless you'd like to go now, in which case I'm happy to perform the rites. Oh, Ghost, uh, have, you, have you seen the, uh, uh, the, the Frost Maiden leave yet recently? And you see the weasel get up on the hind legs. First of all, it's Ness. Okay. Na- oh, I'm sorry, Nast. Not weasel, not ghost. Nast. Got it? Got it. Good. <laughs> yes, I have seen her float across the sky. And you just see this weasel. <laughs> with two paws pointing up and over. Yeah, she was floating over above the sky. And yeah, she does that every night. Um, Nast. Right. Can we... <laughs> Do you mind if we, uh, would you be able to do what you just did to this little weasel if we do come across our adversary? Maybe something um, bigger? Yeah, that's possible. Great, you're coming with us. Uh, oh, of course. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Shall let's we? Let's go then. We should mm-hmm. go. Yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's, go. let's go. Yep, let's go. Yep, let's go. We can walk and talk. Walk and uh, talk as you do. Uh, Donovan, check the bag. Uh, <laughs> did you just mind yeah. that to me? 
So uh, Donovan will be last to go <laughs> as everyone kind of, and he'll just kind of stealthily, he's, you know, and he's going to, he's going to hide with his uh, cloak of elven kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then make me a stealth check. Even if she doesn't have a spell book, maybe she's got like eight potions or something. That'd be yeah. convenient. 23. Ooh. 23. Oh, you are definitely hidden, sir. As folks begin to walk away, you rifle through real quick and you see um, a leather bound book of a skin type. You're not quite sure what it is. Um, but on the spine, it says Lantmere's Traveling Librum. And maybe skin. <laughs> um, Probably. These people are the worst. <laughs> and you find good amount of spells. You find clairvoyance, cloud of daggers, counterspell, detect magic, detect thoughts, find familiar, melts acid arrow, tensor's floating disc, and thunderwing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I did not write those down, but uh, I'll just pocket the book and or you know put it in a bag and continue on Mm -hmm. as well as any you know if there's anything else in there and uh let's see what else did she have did she have anything else don't know if i'll like i don't know i went i'm not i'm not looking to actually like rifle through i just want to be like grab whatever's quick and easy and then Mm -hmm. look at it obvious on top that's worth grabbing yeah just quickly grab the book um yeah, and as you walk away, you just watch as one of the zombie kobolds is just kind of walking right behind you. Okay. But yeah, as you begin to walk with a new companion, <laughs> um, you, be, you continue to follow this path once more. <clears throat> and As you do, you eventually find yourself going up a bit of a hill. And once it plateaus, you can see off into the distance this, what it seems to be the center of this island, this little peak. And atop it, it just seems to be a small, at your vantage point at the moment, a small silhouette of a thing sitting on top of it. But framing this pathway up and towards, you see along your left and right at the top of this plateau, just sculptures of ice. And they are immaculate. The fractals, the lines indicate a very skilled hand. And they seem to be moments of just creatures in action. An elk leaping up, a dragon seemingly just about to bear down on an invisible foe. You see just one, two, three in a slightly curving motion, massive jellyfish that have just been held in place. They, they're almost like uh, snapshots, which just how detailed they are. 
I thought you were going to say they're almost like bumblebees. I know. I was. That's what I was waiting. <laughs> you see off on the far end, just a massive collection of something. You're not quite sure. Um, I want to look at. I'm going to say the leaping elk, mm-hmm. and push my, like I'm currently just maintaining the detect thoughts from the telepathy slug. Um, so I'm just going to push the thoughts in that direction and see if I get any sort of sense of sentience from it or any response. Mm-hmm. Or if it is sense? just ice. You don't gain any sentience from it when you send that thought out. Um, but now that you're closer, make me perception or investigation check. Which one's better? I think perception's better. 22. 22. You look closely and even by your estimations of a skilled artist, this is way too detailed to be anything but a literal snapshot of this creature in action and with that perception check you kind of position yourself in different positions among these sculptures and particularly with the dragon bearing down Mm -hmm. you get the sense that it was frozen right at that moment i don't think these are just sculptures i had a yes are there any vacant or um, are these on pedestals or are these just actually just like? Oh, no, they, they have been. If they themselves are the creatures just as they are, they have been exemplified as mm. pieces of art. And you walk around and the creatures definitely draw the eye because they are much more dynamic. But you do see at some points people. Mm. Yeah. and very almost simple scenes a person eating some food at a table a mother and a child just holding hands as they seem to be going for a walk destruction I'll, and creation are we walking through a um like a trophy case currently I think perhaps we are. If not a trophy case, then a sort of memory garden. Hmm. This is really creepy. Can we go, please? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Elspeth is going to linger a little bit, possibly drop behind the group, and kind of walk through because she is going to look at all of the sculptures and see if she sees any that look like her dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Investigation check. You know, because she's here and she's got to check. That is a natural 20. Nice. A 22. You begin to walk around. And as your compatriots start to leave you behind, you start examining the people. Very quickly, you can tell the ones where it's like, ah, this person was just a 
going on the hunt. This person was grabbing some food. This person was just sleeping. Mm -hmm. You see one particular statue, sword in hand, both hands in a fighting stance. And you can see coming off the blade itself almost a sense of something other than the blade itself. Mm-hmm. And you are only approaching from the backside. And as that dread slowly starts to fill your chest, you come around. Do you touch it? I think she probably does. You touch it and you bring yourself around. And it's a woman's face. That immediate like sink in the chest that is simultaneously like this is horrifying, but also the relief. Right, right, right. Uh, and once I feel like I've spotted any humanoid that is the right, you know, height, shape, anything to possibly be just screw to catch up with everybody else. Yeah, is you screw and catch It's ice. Or frozen ice. Ice. But not people frozen. These are sculptures. With, based off of Elspeth's investigation and looking at it, these seem to be people frozen. So it's not ice. It's actually just frozen people. I wonder if these are the sacrifices. That's a possibility. Some of the people that are just walking or minding their business. Obviously, you know, the, the dragon could have been the trophy from a fight, but a mother and child just walking wouldn't have posed a threat. And as you contemplate this, you just hear off in the distance a loud howl. Uh, That's not great. Far off, but so loud that in its reverberation, you're like, that's not a wolf. Right, yeah, let's hide. Go. I'm going to hide. <laughs> well, hide while you keep moving, because we shouldn't keep be moving. out in the open if that's going to um, be getting any closer. But yeah, you begin to continue to walk. <clears throat> and as you go up further and further, the elevation slowly starting to rise. You come to the base of what is the center of this island. And you can see in the fog, at this point, a little hard to make out the details because you're just at the base. But it looks like a head staken out of the ground and spikes coming off of it in a radial placement atop its head. But the fog obscures it from further detail. Okay. This is like farther than distance. We're not like walking by a head. I got it. I got it. Oh no, no, no. It's not like it's not like NAS where you saw it as 20 feet away. Like this is 
this is the peak of this okay. island. Right. And cool. Huge, right? Huge, massive. Huge. Huge head. Huge head. Huge head with a crown, perhaps. Perhaps. Like a giant. I hate this. Or, or bigger. <laughs> bigger. Bigger. Well, we gotta get we gotta get out of here. We let's just get this over with. Have we, we haven't seen a tower. We haven't seen a, a, a residence. We haven't seen anything. Nope. That's her sculpture garden. So we've got to be close, right? I suppose. But didn't someone have a vision? Oh, I was, I was that Renner or was that Elspeth? Uh, I don't remember. I, by, that... by this point, we'll say that, that Elspeth has filled Narfi in. Copy. Yeah. That. Didn't someone, didn't someone saw a vision of like a, a tower of some sort, or like a... I, I only saw her inside a place. It could have been almost any... It was fractal and icy, and it, there could have been anything. It could have been an ice palace that she conjured oh. out of the snow, or it could have been a fortress of the Duragar that she covered with ice right. the way those sculptures were done. I, I, I only saw it very briefly, and I don't... All right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. I was just no, to... you're not. You're not upsetting me. This entire situation's just upsetting. And in knowing, do something. Well, in knowing what underwater storm giants look like, would I be able to pinpoint this in front of us as something along those lines, or is oh, it still too far away? Too far away, but even in that sense of scale, because especially under the ocean, you. Yeah, I have a pretty sizable perception of like what is big and what is small and what is far away and what is close. This is big, bigger than a storm giant. Let's approach it. I I think we should approach this. And that that's probably her lair. Inside the head. Yeah. And anyone likes that creepy you, stuff uh, can make a perception check. Yep. Are we all doing it? Let's all do it. 30-20. Nice. I'd like, can I make an alternate pitch? Mm, Can I make a history check to see if I can think of any stories I've heard or books I've read that might hint at what's going on here? Yeah, you can. The Book of Giant Heads. (laughs) Look, as we've established, we had weird shit in the library. (laughs) (laughs) Just like random, like, oh yeah, in the desert over here, there's a giant head. There's these two stowed legs just standing <laughs> in the desert for no reason. Um, that wasn't great anyway. 17 on the history. 17. Uh, what people get on perception? Uh, 14. 14, 30, 20. That's all. 13. 22. 22, okay. <clears throat> starting with Elspeth, as, as your compatriots are starting to look out and about, you're looking up at this thing and nothing is clicking in the noggin for you. Donovan and Azar, now that you're on a higher elevation, you can see out in the land before you, and the fog seems a little bit thinner here, so you can see further out. And you can see where you came from on that southeastern edge, and it is a long point that just kind of meets up with this almost from what you can see, circular portion of the island, and there are several other branches that do a similar jettisoning out from the island. 
But for you particularly, Azar, as you're looking this over and you see over in the northwestern direction, you see a small figure. And it is not rushing, but coming directly to your area. It seems to <laughs> be beelining for you. Jellyfish uh, um, lining right towards us. <laughs> guys, there's something coming this way. How far? It's far. A couple miles. Okay. Um, but it it's is... A, yeah, it's a ways off, but it's coming like right for us. So it probably knows where we are. Does it look like a tiefling wizard? No. <laughs> it is... It's small by your are <laughs> based on distance, but it is... Because you can see it, yeah, I mean, it's big. It's furry. Giant wolf creature. Any kind of creature that we've seen before. We've heard mm. a lot of crap. We've heard stories about giant furry creatures that live in the uh, the wilderness here. Is it running on two legs or four? Hmm. Looks like two and four, kind of a loping. It doesn't look like one of those things that keeps trying to just completely blast us with the cold, right? The ones that come after us to kill us every time we touch something we shouldn't. Oh no, those ones are just, those ones are different. Those are small. They have lights. Just, just checking, because those things are particularly nasty. Yeah, so this is like a giant Yeti or something coming in. Maybe he's friendly. Uh, Would Donovan <laughs> have enough time to create yet another dome before it got to us? Yeah, yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say, how fast is this thing moving? <laughs> Can um, I? Oh, it's not running per se. It's not like, but it is coming in your direction. I'm gonna don't. Yeah, I'll I'll start doming it up. God, I gotta learn how. I need to learn how to do these not rituals. This is ridiculous. You know, I've been thinking that if we survive this, I might try to go um, see if I can apply to study at uh, Blackstaff Tower. Would you like to come? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, does Narthy recognize it as an ice troll? It is not an ice troll. It's not. No. Okay. Right. Well, looks like we're. Um... She's starting to. <laughs> not knock in one of the uh, arrows that uh, as from the uh, cross or the longbow that Azar gave. Like, all right, looks like we're preparing for a little um, arrival of something. Okay. And I will also say that you saw the sculpture garden down there. As you are now on that higher plane, you can see other sculpture gardens littered throughout. She's a collector. Uh, well, maybe maybe she didn't create them. Maybe that thing did. Oh, good. Now we've got two things with just a yeah, that's massive just amount of ice magic that we have things. to deal with. <laughs> oh, so okay. So it's not it's not you're not going to be turned to stone if you look at it. Okay, we just got to survive the elements. Okay. I mean, we don't actually know that. Maybe she can turn things to stone with just a gaze. She's a goddess. Yeah. Um. So spells can't. Um, here's the thing about the dome. Uh, spells can't pass through it. Oh. But natural effects can. So like dragon breath could come through it. 
Well, so let's all it is get in like a- and hide, and hopefully it won't see the dome because it'll look like a snowbank. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we I think we gotta run towards that thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna uh can you cast and run at the same time? Nope. Nope. Nope, got a sense. Then uh <laughs> all right, everybody. Are we staying here and going in the dome or are we making a break for it? How about we just stay here and see if it doesn't come to us, then it doesn't know that we're here. Right, surprise round. Well done. Okay. So magical effects can't go through it, but like <laughs> breath weapons are natural things. Right. Anyway, okay. do it. But so you it quickly is warm and dry. Start, yeah. <laughs> you start lighting this, uh, or start doing the rune, start doing the pages, and <laughs> um, <laughs> as you start doing this, you cast it. How many people can fit in there? Ten, I believe. Um. Gosh. Uh, no more than nine creatures. Nine. I don't have to be in there if it's if there's too many. If it's a zombie. No, we'll leave the zombie kobolds outside. Uh, got it. Got it. Uh, They're expendable. <laughs> it's like, you can shoot weapons through it. <laughs> as Velen is um, seeing what you're casting, taking stock of it, it's like, okay, wow. Well, um, you two stay outside and just like kind of pushes the two zombie kobolds, just sliding them out just a little bit. That's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Keep going, Donovan. Um, at which point the dome whoop, lights up or swoop up. Yeah, make it look like a snowbank. Nice and white. And then the two zombie kobolds are just kind of standing there. Like, send your kobolds away. Bury yourselves. Huh. They look. They look at Velen, and she's just like, oh. lays down in the snow. I'll, I'll just like go and I'll just like push some snow over them and duck back inside. Yeah. So, you, so uh, uh, all of the friendlies can come and go as they please, mm-hmm. except for you. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh... Yeah, Velen's just like. Undead, very great at um, doing stuff, but otherwise, um, not very smart. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. As this dome goes up, a couple minutes pass before you see coming up the hill a massive Yeti bigger than anything you have ever seen. It is huge. And it is lumbering in that direction towards you all. And it kind of stops about 30 feet away. And just like. Kind of sees the two little mounds by your hut and begins to just step over. I'll softly say to the villain, like, do you care if those things get eaten? No. Okay. 
and it smells it's like rot and grabs two hands into it and you can hear that and it grabs it and just squishes both of them in the hands kind of looks at the giant mound there just can you all make me a stealth check <laughs> you get advantage because you can't actually oh, yeah. see us oh yeah. sweet Stealth? Nice. Nice. So natural 24, 27. 27? 31. 31. 31. 31. 21. 21. 21. 21. Oh, nice. Nice. Roll for the stupids. I was going to say, for <laughs> once, we all rolled good on a yeah. thing we needed to roll good on. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened this entire campaign. So. <laughs> this might be the first time. As you guys can just barely see through it out, and it's just like sniffing at the dome, one of the kobolds. <laughs> and just starts running off into a different direction. Try and grab it. <laughs> you just see it just like trying to get out before it's just like <laughs> about 20 feet away. The hand just grips it by the hand or head and just goes. <laughs> Again, Bob. quite like civilian. You can just bring that one back, right? Does it does it yeah. have that? <laughs> Continues to sniff through the air. <clears throat> and begins to lumber in the direction of the sculptures. The ones that we just came from? Yes. But you wait. And you wait. And after a solid few minutes, you feel like it does not seem to know your presence. So we're going right, to stay okay. very quiet and we're going to keep moving that way. Yes? Wonderful. Let's go. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to. I'm going to wait until everybody leaves and starts on their way just to make sure that it doesn't turn around. Mm -hmm. And once, once everybody's out and walking and it hasn't turned around, then I'll drop the dome and follow. Okay. You wait, get a good sense and just begin to make your way. At this point, <clears throat> You've gotten basically to the base of the top of the hill and you can fully see the silhouette now is a massive skull. Whether it's sculpted or natural, you are quite unsure. There is a crown that sits atop its head, almost like massive parapets, but more gruesome standing up and above. And the way it is placed so perfectly up top, it's almost as if, if you were able to look through the land itself, maybe a giant of a giant would be standing atop it. But it is currently just ahead. And you see 
um, winding up the stairs that go towards this sculpture or this fortress. You can see dotting the sides of it, more sculptures, abstract. The pieces just flow and intertwine and some of them explode off with shards that seem to be defying gravity and they seem more representational rather than literal, but they dot along the sides of the stairwell that leads up into the skull fortress. And as you're looking at these stairs, you see smack dab in the middle, seated, legs kind of spread out, her staff just resting along her shoulder, two gargoyles left and right, her arms bridged together, looking down at you all. Avarice, the albino tiefling, just thinking, <laughs> wondering when you all would show up. So good of you to wait. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was told that um, there might be some answers here and Seeing as you've brought Velen, and Nass, is that you? The weasel just kind of twitches on your shoulder as are. <laughs> yeah, just like put its arms. <laughs> Two legs, really distraught though, really cute. <laughs> well, it seems we are both racing for the same thing. Really excellent brotherhood you all have going here. I can really sense the camaraderie and friendship amongst you. Well, some of them are backstabbing bitches. Yes, wouldn't know anything about that. Hmm. Well, I'm just here to fight Oriel. Yep, pretty much. Hmm. Well, I or guess. Do you want to help? Or... No, no, no. It's not do you want to, it's are you going to, or are you going to just be in the way? Honestly, I think I might be in the way because for you, Lady Elspeth, someone's very unpleased with you. Hmm. Is that why you're here? To uh, let me know that I've lost favor? Uh, it's sweet of you to assume that you haven't had it in the first place. But as she stands up, pulls out her staff, gurgle, gargle. Let's get them, boys. And that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, I, I was... gotta reset the old giveaway. Oh, giveaways, giveaways, giveaways. I always knew it was gonna be my fault that the party got <laughs> killed. Just wasn't sure how. <laughs> Sorry, gang. Okay, well, this will be a good point for uh, Thomas to make sure that the map is up on the screen. <gasps> oh, there's a oh. map. Oh, wow! Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get it all figured out in between. Uh, so on the, on the break, 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 
So enter hashtag chaos for a chance to win a playtest deck. Of the deck of inspiration. Deck of inspiration. By Thomas Cook. Oh. Yeah. And we'll um, be yeah. back. We'll be back in a quick five to 10. Just get this set up. Um, I put it up on roll 20 and uh, you guys can move yourselves about a bit to make sure you're in a good position. And yeah. We'll see you all, all right. Day. See you in a few. <laughs> As a DM, you spend hours preparing your adventures while your players bring them to life. It's time to reward your great players with great inspiration. The Deck of Inspiration takes the 5e Inspiration Rules mechanic and adds dramatic, game-changing boons to your campaign. Turn a regular hit into a critical. Bow rush through your enemies without provoking attacks. Use your reaction to smack a wizard's hands and interrupt their spell. These and many more are part of the Deck of Inspiration. Each deck contains 55 cards designed for four different level ranges. 1 through 4, 5 through 9, 10 through 15, and the epic level deck 16 to 20. Back this Kickstarter today to bring some inspiration to your game. Hello, everybody. We're just going to get into a fight. So, I'd like you all to roll initiative. Right. All right, starting with 25 to 20. 21. Nice. 21. 20 to 15. 15 to 10. 10. Oof. Yeah, oof. 14. Oh. 14. <laughs> it's like, oh then... no. Narthy, what'd you get? Five. Five. Okay. And also in initiative, Tamarant. One. The deck of inspiration. Yay! Ooh. Congratulations, Tam. Tam also just made affiliate on Twitch. Ooh, Woo! Congrats. Nice congrats, Tam. Woo! Uh, I did say gargle and gurgle were behind me, so we'll just make them like that. Cool. Okay, so top of the order, Azar. Okay, well, um, hex on the white chick. And I'll just move over here to put us in a less convenient Ailey all of them range. Let's be right over here. There we go. Okay. And uh, Eldritch Blast. Pew pew! Now that will be for the Eldritch Blast a 14 on um, what's your name? On average, the yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, does not hit. All right, second one. All right, that's better. Uh, that is a 17. 17 hits. Okay. That's seven force damage plus d6. Yeah, three necrotic damage. So um, seven force, three necrotic. Uh, seven force three necrotic. Yeah. Cool. So the first one you watch as it comes straight at her 
and then you see a small icy shimmer as it just impacts a few inches away from her body. But the second one catches her right at the same spot and just presses deeper in it. At which point, <laughs> the kobolds with <laughs> a dirty 20 are just like, Get them, boys! <laughs> Break Amazing. forward. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And they both, with their singular javelins, okay. are just like, <laughs> and they both throw at Avarice. Oh, not shabby. Um, plus, oh, dang it, it's a plus zero. Yeah. <laughs> so one of them just collides with the stairs. The other one is able to find purchase on her. And 1d6 minus 2. Um, <laughs> for 3 damage. I am yeah, that's not pretty strong. Good. That's very good. <laughs> and the one kobold at the center who threw that is like, Hey, hey, I got you! After which, Avarice just gives a very, very light smirk. <laughs> She's like, hmm, then I think I've got you, as she points her staff forward, and using five of its charges, will cast a Cone of Cold. Yep. Which, let's see, do we have a measuring thingy? What, what is, <laughs> what is uh, the dice? How to roll 20. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I didn't prep this part. Uh, marketplace purchases. Um, animated. So I get... Who's doing that? Is that... Okay. Yeah. Did I get everybody, or is it just... How far? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, yeah, you're gonna hit everybody. She could get... Well, the base is equal in length to the distance from it, so it would be half as wide. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it would go from the middle here to where between Narthy and um, Elspeth and between Donovan, she, she could aim it to get all of us, but it would either miss me or miss Donovan. Okay. Yeah. She's more interested in this kobold at the center that was kind of being a dick, so I think it wouldn't get Yeah, she can definitely get both of those. Yeah, so it doesn't get you, but it gets everybody else. Yeah. So everybody else, I need a constitution saving throw. Uh, and then Elspeth and Azar have a plus five because they're near me right now. Uh, I got bad news. Uh-oh. So... Is it catching me or Donovan? Because it can only get uh, not not you, Azar. Oh, it'd be better if you got me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I might ask for a D six. Um, yeah, I'm similarly in bad shape, but you should probably take it because that sounds like you probably rolled worse than I did. Well, seven is my total. I have nine. And that's only because of Narthi's aura. So, but it's easier for you to maybe get 15. I can't even get 15, and that's probably where this is at. That's a fair point. Do you Let's give you a d6. And I'll bring you up if you go down. 
as is the grand tradition. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can beat this. Twelve. Oh, okay. Um, Narthy, what'd you get? Uh, I'm just trying to remember if I get my own aura of protection. You do. Yeah. You do. I do. Oh, and I have 20, 23. 23. 23. Okay, then you take 34 half to 17, but because you're resistant to cold damage, you are at 8 cold damage. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Elspeth, 34 cold damage. Donovan, 34 cold damage. Um, both of the kobolds in so just... Yeah. Mm. Are wiped from it. And Velen herself also takes uh, some cold damage. So I'm going to take 34 cold damage? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Good thing you've got that amulet of health. At which point. So just back up the stairs, making room for gargle, gargle and gurgle. <laughs> gargle and gurgle. <laughs> Howard! I'm still right here. At which point it is Donovan's turn. I uh, yell out, Azar, are you going to get close? Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, step. Wow, do I have... I'm going to step, I guess, here and get some cover. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hold an action until there she is threatened to fire a arrow. Okay. All right. That's Donovan's turn. Velen's turn. Oh, geez. What is Velen going to do? Like all academic wizards, she has like two useful fight spells. <laughs> yeah. Firebolt? Fireball? Can that go on right there? That would. It's going to nope. mage hand slap her. <laughs> <laughs> she will reach into her pocket and pull out a small wand. And using the wand of magic missiles, Fire. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> fire two charges for. What is it? For Can I bonus action hide before the end of my turn? Uh, go ahead. Over there. Stuff check. I'm like, it's a dirty 30. <laughs> You're one with the snow. Yeah. 14. She fires off. Well, he uses two charges, so four magic missiles go and hit her for a pretty, pretty good chunk of damage. Okay. Next up, Elspeth. She's looking straight at you. Yeah, I'll bet she is. Hate her so much. <laughs> <laughs> um... Spell in a cantrip. Okay. Um, sure. All right. Let's play this game. Elspeth is going to say kind of quietly under her breath, just 
enough that like her party members who are kind of nearby will hear her just go if it comes to it don't you get yourselves all killed on my account this was my fuck up and then she's going to bonus action summon her spiritual weapon which is the giant scales of kelimvor mm-hmm. um let me double check the range on that 60 feet yeah so i'm gonna summon that like above avarice okay looming over her head um that gets to make an attack when it first appears right mm-hmm. oh yeah great so that's gonna be sorry i was on the wrong page so that will be 24 to hit 24 hits for oh not bad today uh for 11 Radiant. Okay, 11 Radiant damage. Oh, sorry, 11 Force. I'm sorry, it's a bludgeoning weapon. Smacks her with one of the sides of the scales. Boom! As you smack her across the face and she looks over at you, you see her eyes flare with an icy blue. And I would love for you... Oh, no, wait. Does she have a reaction? Yep. Okay. Just checking because I still haven't taken my action yet, so just making um, sure. Yeah, no, there there is no save for this one on the first instance. She looks directly at you and she's like, "Do you like to see you now?" And you all watch as Elspeth go Fuck. gone with a puff of snow. She's gone. Elspeth, you are there. And then as you blink, you're in this frit like compared to Icewind Dales, it's not too dissimilar. It's still a frigid <laughs> expanse, but even it's though just you a can different see- frigid expanse. <laughs> you can see out and it's just spires of ice all around you. And just <laughs> blackness as if you're in one of those space domes. Ice fire peak? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crossed over. I'm assuming this is a like mildly familiar as far as places that I've seen before in my dreams, oh, where there's the place and then the void beyond. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for the moment, you're incapacitated. Just within this place. Cool. I'm just gonna hang here, guys. Please don't get <laughs> killed on my account. My bad. Also, take my bag if I die. It's all got all the good shit in it. And now that I'm reading, at the end of each of its turns, the creature can make a charisma saving throw. Uh, cool. Would that count for this turn or my next turn? Because technically I still haven't had an action left on this turn, the reaction cast off of the middle of my turn, so... Yeah, so... But if I'm incapacitated, I can't do anything else. Yeah, you can't do anything, but it is the end of your turn, so go ahead and make me a charisma save. Last five. I don't. Uh, I'm on a different plane, no, so it doesn't count. But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> but my cool thing. I know. That's the only thing she's good at. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. The vengefulness against avarice. You're just like, bitch, and then you <laughs> just <laughs> pop through, and you're. Poof. 
back in spot. And she's just like, oh, okay. Just staring at her. Yeah. Good to know. One, sorry, one more question, though. Because I did just plain jump, I'm assuming that was some degree of a banishment situation. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that my spiritual weapon dipped when I went out? Because oh, it's is... not because it's not a concentration spell. This yeah. is always the weird thing about spiritual weapon. Because um, it's it it lasts for a minute. It lasts for the duration or until I cast it again, and I can move it around on as a bonus action on my turns. So. Okay, and it doesn't say anything about incapacitation or anything. It does not specify, but because it's not concentration, I would assume that it could theoretically hover there. It just wouldn't take any actions if I don't command it. So, cool. Yeah, no, it's just there, and it's just like, oh, she's back. Just <laughs> gently tilting back and forth. Cool. Um, cool. At which point it is gargle and gurgle's turn. Oh. Maybe I should have stayed in the other place. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been safer. Yep. Uh, she's like, Head nod towards you, and they both fly towards you. And they are both going to take two attacks against you, so four attacks in total. Oh. Oh, wow. That's oh. <laughs> very <laughs> So, ooh, does a 13 or a... Is it? I can't math right now. Ten? No, neither. Okay. So one of them tries to slash and bite at you, and they both miss. Then the other one, much better, 16 on both. Those are both hit. Okay. So two attacks on you. Both. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Full damage at um. 18 damage. Wait, no, that's not math. 12 plus 2 plus 16 damage. 16 damage in total? Yes. Okay. Still up. Are you up? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They fly down to you and bite at you. Next up is... Nass. Ooh. Weasel. <laughs> Standing... Wait, can I... I'm so sorry, can I, can I retcon something? Yes. What? Which one of them is the one that hit, that attacked and hit? Hmm. That does... That... It Makes does it affect difference. you. Um, in that it does case, for my interception, yes. Mm. Let's, um, one to ten, one on the left, eleven to twenty, the one on the right. Okay, so I think I can still. If a if a creature hits a target other than me within five feet from me, I can. Oh, intercept. Uh, Elspeth yeah. is ten. Feet I'm away. ten feet away, so you, you are? can't. Yeah, you can't intercept. I because I have to be adjacent to you. Oh, this is technically 10 feet, this little yeah. corner. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's I fine. Would... I'm still up. Okay. 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 Atop your shoulder, Azar, you just watch <laughs> as the weasel begins to do things with its hand, and you watch as a ray of frost blasts the, uh, the gargoyle right in front of you. Immediately distracted, like... I the ghost wizard can cast through the this is fascinating I've never seen this kind of magic smacked in the face with a gargoyle <laughs> uh Ness what is your 
how much to hit? Where is it? Oh jeez. Oh jeez. They oh, give her spells, but don't tell us how much it takes to hit. I would it, sh say it should be at least plus five. Yeah, so plus three, plus in. Okay, plus six. We'll say plus six. That, yeah, that's plus six. Okay. And Ray of Frost, it's just standard Ray of Frost. So. The weasel, not the body itself, not used to casting spells, lets off a Ray of Frost and then it just gets yeeted back and lands over here. I'm trying to catch um, it. <laughs> make a deck. Slide a hand. Instead of catching what, missiles, you're catching weasels. <laughs> uh, Did you say slide of hand? Yeah, slide of hand, sure. Trying to catch it. Twelve. Well, <laughs> it just goes <laughs> and over the wall of the um, steps. Good job, though. That's like, I'll help in a second. But she's just, <laughs> she's right here. Um, next up, Narthy at the bottom of the order with Azar on top. Now, since uh, Buddy is engaged with uh, Elspeth, if I still leave this area, I'll get an attack of opportunity or no? You would, yes. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to one, two, three, four, five, and then dash here as my action to engage Buddy. But I know I'm going to get an opportunity attack here. Okay. That gargoyle <sighs> will take a uh, swing of its claw at you for uh, 12 to hit. Nope. Yep, and you just slip oh. by like a current and just What's swim JP? upstream like uh, a salmon. Donovan's reaction. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Do that. Fire away. Am I hidden? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't it's get the number that you rolled. 30. 30. Oh, 30. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> you are one with the snowbank. She's actually uh. a royal. <laughs> it, it turns out that cloak we got makes you look exactly like a drift of uh, frosty snow. It's weird. So 18 to hit. As you are set it off, just out of the glance of her eye as you are coming into her periphery, she sees it and just goes... Oh, wait, no, she used a reaction. Never mind. <laughs> Bitch can try. <laughs> For a sneak attack. Nice. Wait, wait, turn a hit into a critical? Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'd give that to the paladin, but. Well, I would say, who cares about the Frost Maiden? I want to get rid of this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five, ten. Did Mark move back for you all? I moved back yeah, because I technically that. there's a. I know we're in the midst of Donovan's moment because it was a reaction. So I'll do mine when. That's a reaction when you get close enough. Yeah, no, oh, he's, he's waiting until yeah. you get close so that he gets sneak attack bonus, bonus damage. So. You guys are the best. Oh, someone moved me. Thank you. Let's see, 16. So are you using a critical strike on this one? Yes. Okay. 20, 32, 44 points of damage. Nice. <laughs> As you strike her straight through the shimmering cold of the armor, she's like, and as you get up close, Narthy, she coughs up some blood straight into your face. <laughs> uh, 
Right. Well, so as Narthi's running up, you actually see she's she's charging. So she's going to use her new feet that she just got. So she's charging, moving in a straight line. She's going to be like, is this what beelining is? As she like kind of runs <laughs> with, her, with her trident towards uh, towards Zephyrus. And it is a, hold on, what is this to hit? Uh, if you are using your movement and your action to dash, I don't believe you can attack. Uh, it's part of the charger. Uh, Is it a bonus I mean, action when you charge? No, it says if you uh, hold on. Let me go here. Uh, when you use your action to dash mm-hmm. and move in a straight line, you can choose between making a melee attack or pushing it away. So that's what I was going to do. I was going to melee attack. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Can I now add on something to the attack though, or no? Is that yes. considered something? Okay. So then I'm going to use the melee attack, uh, which was a. 16 plus 5 plus 8, whatever that is. 16 plus 5 plus 8 is 29. 29 to hit. Um, That hits. And then I'm going to, can I combine my Divine Smite upon that then? Yeah. Or no? Okay, yeah, we're going to do it as high as as we can. That'll be an extra 5d8 damage plus my attack. Let's see here. We're going to melee this mother. So (laughs) I'm just going to do it in roll 20 because I don't want to... So that's a 16 plus 4, so that's 20 melee damage. 20 melee damage. Ooh, nice. And which smite was this? Uh, this is, let me go back to it, this is going to be divine. Okay. Does it, or sorry, it was a branding smite, right? No, it's a divine smite. It's divine just smite. a base smite because that's yes. the one that doesn't take uh, an action to cast. Correct. Or a bonus action exactly. to cast. It's my the bonus other. action has been used for the charge. Mm-hmm. And it as she coughs damage, though, yeah. blood onto you, and are you stabbing with your trident or swinging? I think she's just gonna, yeah, come in. Yeah, just on the back, and you catch her, mm-hmm. and just. <sighs> she's not looking great. Um, but next up is Azar. Uh, I'll say to the two gargoyles, "Watch this. Leave, or I'll come back to crush you." And I'm going to go over to our new friend, Avarice. Mm-hmm. You're like, I like everyone. I don't like you. And uh, she's going to hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 19. 19 hits. All right. Um, so that's going to be lots of die. Um, five. Bludgeoning damage. All right, so that is uh, eight bludgeoning damage from my staff, and on top of that is another five poison damage, and on top of that is another five necrotic damage from the hex. Okay. You smack, and. How would you like to do this? I would like to hurl her down the stairs so that she lands in between the two gargoyles. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, go away. You swing down and catch her on the neck and you feel that crack as she comes tumbling down. Landing by gargoyle and gurgle. Dead. Um... 
you make that threat, make a, uh, make an intimidation roll. For someone with crap charisma, she does a lot of intimidation rolls. <laughs> right. So this is intimidation. What do I got? Plus one. Uh, I'll use presence of dragons to re-roll that. Because <laughs> that was a one. Oh, that's much better. That's a 15. Nice. They look at you and they look down at uh, Avarice. And you can only see a sense of loyalty in their eyes. They seem like they're ready to stay. I can move back down the steps a little bit. Okay. That's Avarice. That's not my turn yet. The monk's turn never ends. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) One's like, okay. Uh, So I'll move back down the stairs a little ways. And. Okay. And uh, for my other attack. I will use a breath of the dragon. I'll acid the one um, on the left. So he needs to make a deck save. Uh, what's the range on that? 30 feet. 30 feet, nice. Okay. Um, Acid attack. Okay. Dex? Yes. Ooh. Uh, an 11. Fails. Okay. So he did. Ooh. Uh, he takes 11 points of acid damage. Nice. And then for my um, bonus... <laughs> no, wait, no, I would ha- I have to use... No, I know what I'll do. I will uh, bonus attack, wings unfurled, and just land right here in between them. Okay. <clears throat> you land there with your spectral dragon wings just floating slightly off of the shoulder blades. Um, but you stand there ready and yeah ready to continue i was about to say it's avarice's turn but she's dead so donovan <laughs> it's your turn oh look um you know what there's one closest to me i'll just uh, i'll shoot it okay is this a regular bow will i i'm gonna actually i'm gonna run up i'm gonna walk up to it and how, many, how far is that 10, 15, 20, 25. I'll walk up to it and I will booming blade it. Booming blade, noise. Oh, shite. 14. 14. Does not hit. You swing wide and you hit the ground next to. Um, which one is this one? Gurgle, and the snow just erupts with a kaboom! And then it just ticks in your brain because I think you're sm- you're, you're you have a higher intelligence. That noise. Well, it doesn't go off. Oh, it only goes off when they move. Oh, when they yeah. move. Okay. Yeah. So you strike the ground and it just goes. Boom. Next up is Velen. Who's going to use? Let me guess. The wand of magic missiles again. 
hell not? <laughs> <laughs> it hits. Um, she will use a uh, she will use a ray of frost on the one next to Donovan, which is plus six. Snow! <laughs> it's some snow. Um, cool. Next up is Elspeth. You are you have two gargoyles there, and a dead. Uh... I can deal with the dead avarice once I deal with the once the gargoyles have been dealt with. So I will leave that for the time being. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, one of the gargoyles is injured, right? Um. Yes, one of them. The one on the left. Great. The one that's injured needs to uh, fail a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Okay. Oh, that definitely fails. Awesome. I love to hear it. So that's going to be, oh man, 17 necrotic damage as the bell rings right in its ears. And you can just see cracks just spread across its face as that sound just reverberates through its head. Um, okay. Which takes us to Gargle and Gurgle. Or is there anything else you'd like to do? Nope, I can't get my... Uh, well, I'll go ahead and move my spiritual weapon 20 feet closer. I can't get it all the way to them, so just... One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Just summon it's it. coming. But yeah, well, the focus is on you, Azar, because you killed their... Master. So, first one is going to be a 22 and a dirty 20. Yep. And then, let's say that one is on the left. So, 22 and a 20 for, ooh, um, 14 damage. And then the other one is going to also attack for a 14 and a 23. Oh, one of hit. One of those hits, okay. For five damage. Okay. Yeah, they just continue to rend into you as Avaris's body lays limp by their side. Next up is Nas with Narthi on deck, and Nas will just come around. He's like, okay, come on, hands. Pause. <laughs> yeah. There was another ray of frost at Gargle here. Or a... And it just clips the side of its stony shoulder and just <laughs> shoots offwards. Oh, this is very close. But <laughs> as with traditional NPC allies, James does not roll well. <laughs> Unless it was El or Indra. Yeah, I was gonna say, Imdra did great when she needed to stab me. Just saying, we should have brought her along. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, uh, Narthi with the Czar on deck. All right. Uh, Narthi, finding joy and success in her past charge, is going to do the exact same thing. Okay. To this one right here. Uh -huh. uh, but in this one, how are they looking? Um, the one on the left is looking pretty meh, but the one in front of you has not taken any damage. Okay, then instead of damaging, I'm going to push the target away 10 feet. 10 feet? Uh, yeah. does it need to make any saving throws? 
Uh, it doesn't really specify. It just says uh, when you use your action to do this, uh, you can either attack it with a melee or push the target up to 10 feet away from you if you choose to shove and succeed. Oh, succeed. Okay, so oh, shove is a uh, strength check. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Against what, though? It doesn't really say what. It's My own? Against strength rolls. Yeah, opposed strength. Copy. It's athletics gotcha. versus athletics. Gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> oh, so I roll two. Yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a 22. 22. Ooh! It's a little pint-sized. <laughs> As you push into um, Gurgle here, there is quite a bit of resistance, but you are able to, like, press your shoulder in as well as, like, get your elbow in there. Doing the full linebacker push, like, shoulder, elbow, and head, just like, boom, and you knock them back 10 feet. They rolled a 21. It was quite close. <gasps> oh. But as it gets knocked back, and he's just like, the stony wings just crackling like. <laughs> That's them. Uh, Azar, you're up. Okay. I remembered to roll for my concentration, and I just made it. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay. And uh, I turn to the one over here. It's like. Why don't you people ever listen to me? I don't. I tell you to leave, and I swack him, and you never leave, and I whack him again. And it's like you really just need to leave us all alone, and I'll kick him. So I'll go for uh, my attacks. Yeah, <laughs> and if, yeah, and I kick her, sir. <laughs> that's a twenty-four. Hits. Uh, that's a seventeen. Hits. Oh, natural twenty. So screw you. I would leave it. <laughs> all right, so. That's for the staff. That's uh, nine magical bludgeoning damage. With wait, these things are made of stone, aren't they? Yep. Regard, yeah. So doesn't matter about the poison damage, uh, but get the necrotic damage. Uh, and six more points of necrotic damage uh, for the first attack, and then. Oh, yep. And four, seventeen magical bludgeoning. I mean, seven magical bludgeoning plus uh, five necrotic. And then it's uh, seven acid with a punch and uh, two necrotic. Okay. And I'll shove him five feet away from uh, Elspeth, and I'll stay where I am, like directly away from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With this barrage of attacks, just like <laughs> you watch this chunk after chunk after chunk just rest off of Gargle here, and you see the wing eventually just on the right side crack, and the section that you struck just this massive fissure divides it in two, and you watch as the top half just the legs just kind of stand there before toppling over. Cool. That one's gone. Leaving Gurgle, but next up is Donovan with Bellin oh. on deck. I'll take a step forward and stab it without casting a sonic spell. Okay. For 19 to hits. 19 hits. Uh Oh, it's still threatened. Yep. Oh, let's see. 10, 15, 16, 20 points of damage. 
20 points of damage. Nice. Um, Non-magical. Non-magical. Um, as you pierce in with your rapier, the skin is hardy of the um, gargoyle, and it doesn't do as much damage as you would have hoped. And then I'll just stand there. Okay. <laughs> you stand there. Next up is Velen, who sees that the gargoyle is right in front of her and takes a step away. <laughs> Doesn't reach out for her. Pulls out the wand. <laughs> <laughs> and she shoots two charges, aka four darts, at it for. He's rolling well with these. Nice mystics. 15 damage. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> As just like nearly point blank, just like. As you can see, little indentations getting pressed into the stone. It's cracks spreading across. At which point, Elspeth, it is your turn. Great. Speaking of Elspeth, <laughs> Jay Matthews with 1,000 bits and Vanna Lossman directing them straight to Lady Elspeth. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm gonna need those, I'm sure. Um, I'd like this uh, ugly fucker to also fail a wisdom saving throw, especially now that he's been injured. Huh? Uh, oh, wisdom, not of course. Too bad, not too bad. Uh, that's a 15. Uh, I have to double check what my actual... That uh, that's gonna be just under. It's 16 ah. now. <laughs> cool great so he's gonna take uh 14 necrotic damage as the bell rings 14 Ooh, nice and i will once again pull the um spiritual weapon another 20 feet closer because everyone keeps shoving him away i can't get to it <laughs> like, for my just, magical bludgeoning just like Could maybe move back a little bit <laughs> Huh? Like kind of walk in there like Lumiere, just like, guys. I mean, it's hovering. It's just like this very like creepy, like everything I do. It's just this creepy kind of black light glowing <laughs> set of scales hovering in the air. It's like the worst Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so basically after the fourth generation. Yeah, um, pretty much. Ooh. I have opinions about Pokemon. All right. It is gurgle's turn it's gonna move forward and still try to attack you azar because you done killed it hey i can attack then yay because he moved into my range womp, womp. that'll be another 20 womp, womp. another 20 23 23 hits all right and uh... That'll be 11 points of damage, and I shove him back towards Velen. Spiritual <laughs> mm -hmm. weapon's never going to make it. <laughs> just as it's about to reach out and catch you with a claw, you just poof, poof, shove it back with your staff. And it's just like... <laughs> oh, well, it has two attacks, so it only moved five, so... <laughs> yeah. Try again. Try it again. Try again. <laughs> But like, and I just dare. Come on, come on. I really like the idea that <laughs> Elspeth is just standing perfectly still, and just keep leaning back as this thing is <laughs> just, just ducking. 
<laughs> An 18 Probably. does hit, yes? Yeah. Okay. For five damage. Alright. As this one, like, you knocked it back and it's, sh- like, its right arm just went <laughs> falling off. But then it just lunges at you like a shark and tries to bite down and grasps on your shoulder. <laughs> and as it bites down on your shoulder, um, is, is your thing active at the moment? I think. Uh, Mage armor? Yes. You all watch as the teeth kind of sink in, but there's this heat, almost like that heat mirage, just emanating off of um, Azar, and it is only slightly puncturing in, giving her some protection. But it is latched on there, just like... You realize being close to me is a really bad idea, right? <laughs> you say that as Nass comes over with Like, get him, Nass. <laughs> She's just like, come on, come on, come on, Elsinore, we can do this. <laughs> Throws. I say, I'm going to be so sad if the killing blow on this thing comes from the goddamn ferret. Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> As finally, one of these icy blasts are able to <laughs> launch itself, doing nearly full damage at seven. And this one, because of the cracks you had made into it, blasts off the left wing, but it is still crunching down and tightening its jaw around Azar's shoulder, taking us to Narthi. Are the are the scales tangible, Elspeth? No, they're spectral. They're not? Okay. Uh... Okay, Narthi's just gonna kind of watch this occurring and like be like, "All right," seeing this like thing going on, uh, and is just gonna step forward. Are they above? Uh, oh yeah, they're they're hovering right above. I will step forward, heads. and I'm just gonna take a couple of attacks with my trident. Pretty some, some Go ahead. attacks. That's a nat twenty for one of them. Hell yeah! Okay. To hit, and then that's a t- dirty twenty to uh, hit the second one. So for that first one. Yeah. Claim your kill. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't... It's. She's pretty nonchalant about it. I think she's going to be like, all right. <laughs> stabby, stabby. It's pretty... I'm over it. That. <laughs> and in the most nonchalant manner, you grab it. And as you do, you watch as the scales kind of just move on their own. And then just pair up with your trident and just goes... And you watch as the head just... Well, actually, not the head, because that would rip off the star shoulder. The center of it just goes... As the rocks just go... And you watch slowly as it slowly crumbles away until only its jaw is just lodged into your shoulder, Azar. But it is dead. This pop love. Why don't these stupid things ever listen? We weren't even here for them. They had nothing to do with us. All you want to do is go fight or only get in our way, just just muttering, just being really annoyed. Uh, Ow! Is anyone else really cold? I'm like freezing. Oh, everything's the absolute worst. I think I might pass out, but there's something I should do first. Um, and I will walk over to Avarice's body, reach into my bag pull out the amulet of the black swords and walk over and a and a copper coin put the copper coin under her tongue 
shove the stone, like jam it down into her jaw and just lean down and whisper, say hi to daddy for me. Kick her and head up the stairs. <laughs> okay, you start to head up Done. the stairs. Um, I'll take her wand. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Take her spell. Take our spell book back. Yes. Yeah, you can take <laughs> the body. You, you find the red spell book, and you can just see that faintest hint of bad poetry. It's a welcome <laughs> sight. It's a welcome sight after so many weeks without it. Um, and then, yeah, there is also her staff that is there. Yeah. Oh, it was the staff? I thought it was a one. Okay, I'll take that. Does it look like only a, like a staff that does Kona Cold, or do you, does it look like it might be... You might be able to um, choose. Roll a, roll a Arcana check. Uh, how about no? How about six? Okay. You know, magic is new to you. And you look at it, it's like, damn, that that does some Kona Cold. I bet I could, I bet I could do it again. <laughs> yeah, that thing's magic. Yep. We'll find out in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, you take the spell book back. Um, you get... Do, do you take Avarice's spell book? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Spell book party. It's going to be casting scrolls out of these things, just burning these books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... I don't know if I like. I can get it. It's but... we're not going to get to. We're it. not going to get to it now. So yeah. we yeah. just want them for posterity. If we survive, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get fun with it. Yeah, and she has more magic on her. Like she has prepared. These are the ones just in the book that I would. There's yeah. other stuff in there too. Cool. Okay. So. How, how fast move. does everyone look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we go on, I, I, I took like 34. Uh, I feel like 34. Cold. Uh, so. Uh, Elspeth, Elspeth is like fully bleeding and does kind of look like she could pass out if, say, hmm. she took a pretty aggressive hit or anything think, like that. Well, we, we know Oral's going to be gone for a while, so short rest before we head inside. Uh, yeah, I could do the dome out here. Um, yeah, that might not be. And then we oh. just we watch for her to go, maybe. Well, I like to get inside before she gets back, if we could. Oh, is she out or is she here? No, no she's out. She's the I point out at the sky where you can see the gently glowing overall. She's like she's oh, okay. gone. she's gone all night. Well. For a few hours at least. She was gone, or did they did uh Mass just say that she's usually gone at this time? We know that when she casts the she leaves to cast the spell flies on her and flies across the sky. And when she's casting the spell, that's when you see the lights. So so long as the lights are showing in the sky, then she's not here. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we see the sky right now? It's very faint, but you can just see the Hint of frails on the lights above. All right, I guess let's get inside and prepare an ambush. Yeah. Okay. So, short rest or get inside first? Get inside for a short rest? Get inside, short rest. Okay. Get inside, see what we've got to work with, if anything. Short rest while we come up with a plan. Okay. Okay. 
up the stairs we go. Uh, are, are these like normal size stairs or are they still giant size? They are still giant size. They are more <laughs> they're more gentle than the um than the ones at the docks. The docks seem to be just like to get up to the higher height. This is more grand. It's definitely more wide. Um, but the height of it is still pretty high, but two feet compared. Okay. Um, so like you do have to lift your legs. Narthy, it is a bit of a you can see Velen struggling a little bit, but she's making her way up. Um one second. And um you begin to wind up these stairs that on little platforms off to the side, you can see these abstract pieces of art. Some represent a flow of water just in a nice curving motion. Some are fractal explosions of what could only be seen as abstract. <laughs> um, there's also some that look like floating snowflakes that they just kind of intertwine and dance with one another in movements. They are um, just gradually moving, especially for you, Narthi. Some of these, um, some of these sculptures, you look at them, and while they are frozen in time and in space, they give you the sense of movement of water and if you were under the water and you it like it gives you the feeling of seeing a current mm -mm. nice and these yeah, i hope we don't end up in the water at some point these sculptures do look like they're made of ice right at least yes. ostensibly okay just especially compared to the snapshots you saw right. before these ones seem a lot more crafted Noted. Mm -hmm. uh, I will resist the temptation to use one of to use my spiritual weapon to try smashing one. I want no. I've been wanting to do it this yeah, whole no, time I, too, I, though. I, but I'm like, no, no, we probably shouldn't. We probably yeah, shouldn't. no. But I will keep the spiritual weapon like kind of trailing over us until it dissipates out at the end of the minute. Just, um, just in case. If you guys don't mind uh waiting a bit before we get too far i'd like to cast detect magic on our on, on our way in but it takes me 10 minutes i could sit down for 10 minutes that was a lot uh so i'll pray gonna, while you cast so once once that's done uh, i want to just check for traps and um detect magic and maybe even if you know silver thread alarm spell that kind of stuff yeah you start doing that. And as you rise higher and higher up these stairs, the fog not gives way, but you can see through it more and you can see what this giant head is. It is, it appears to be a giant sculpted skull sitting atop of this mountain. It has the indentation of the eyes, of the nostrils, high cheekbones, and what can only be said is grisly extension that comes down into what resemble teeth. 
you can see these horns now that resemble a crown, but they are definitely embedded into uh, the skull itself and then coming out at like a 45 degree angle before coming straight up, giving very, very ominous look of gruesome parapets. Mm. Nothing stands at the peak of them or at the tips, but they hold with frost and a blue, almost teal-like complexion that is at both haunting, but also very beautiful. And as you ascend these stairs, Donovan, you, before you, oh, well, you ascend these stairs and you come up to a large door at this nice little uh, landing area at which you can begin to cast your spells, you detect magic, you place some alarm thread, you check for traps. I'm looking. We want to rest here before we go inside. Uh, Wouldn't it be better to rest inside where we're less exposed? Don't know what's inside. I say let's see what Donovan finds. If Donovan seems to find something, perhaps outside, but I think we should go inside as well. Yeah. If possible. How tall is this structure? This structure is massive. For um, how should I say this? For comparison. The door that you see in front of you is about 20 feet high. Mm-hmm. Um, and going up from that, it's maybe four or five uh, doors to the top of the skull. And then the crown just keeps going higher. Cool. I'd like to jump on top of the skull, please. OK. How high can you jump? 135 feet. (laughs) (gasps) Do your wings come out for this? Yeah. (laughs) Just Superman. (laughs) You all watch as Azar just leaves you and her glowing wings just become obfuscated by the fog before you just land on top. Having to like, kind of like spider climb between two of the um, crown bits before just like and you're on top and you can see uh, at the word top I keep saying top um, <laughs> on the roof of this building a massive nest yes, I'd like to look around real quick is there like a door in or is it just a nest up top there is a way in um, down below I will, okay, I got the climbers, so I want to, uh, atta- I got two more lengths of rope, and I want to attach them to the grappling hook and use my hammer to, like, nail that into the ice solidly, and then drop the rope over the side. Mm-hmm. You drop it over the side, and you all see as she had left, and then what comes in her place is a rope that just goes... This, this is our expect us to climb. This is, wait, outside? Or she didn't go inside and open the door for us? 
I don't think she wants us to go inside because she doesn't know what's there. I also don't know. She knows I'm bad at climbing. I don't see how this is supposed to work. I will just uh, fall and break my neck. How high <laughs> is it? Is it more than 100 feet up to okay. where I am? Or less? Uh, it is It is more than... Er, uh, it's a, it would be about 80, 90 feet. Okay, I'll jump down. It's like, there's a door up there. They probably don't guard the back door. Does she have any guards? Do you think she lives with anyone? There wasn't anyone up there. There's a big nest. Well, why don't we just open the door? Oh, I haven't you, gone through that door. Did you detect anything, Donovan? I don't think so. I'm gonna click on my brain brain slug and uh, (laughs) see if I detect any thoughts. You know what? That's a good that's a good idea. uh, Thing you do that first. Yeah, yeah. You think to the slug and you watch as it just kind of like contracts a bit and then just holds on. And you open and your don't eyes. Like, and... I don't like the sensation. I'm going to go with it. Like it, it, it does. It's a living thing and it contracts um, based off of your thoughts. And it um, sends out a radius of trying to hear for things. And you just really bear down and you just hear. Donovan's thoughts. Yeah, to say Donovan's very surface <laughs> thoughts. And then you just draw the room here. Good, good. That's nice. Very good, very good. And then you just hear Narthy's voice of just being like, are we going to go in yet or not? <laughs> and Azar's yeah. just like, I have a rope. We could go up. <laughs> but yeah, aside from that, you don't hear anything else. Well, you all are a cacophony, but I'm not catching anything other than all of you so perfect um sure are you all going to haul me up at the end i don't again i'm i have historically fallen off of everything i have tried to climb do you want to go up i just ask everyone well we want to go inside i guess yeah there's a way inside to get inside I'm going to try the door. See if I can open it. You reach and you grab the door? Yeah. You get the sense... <laughs> well, actually, um, roll me an athletics check. <laughs> um, five. Want to inspire that? Oh, that never mind. No, There's no okay. handle. You gotta let yeah. grab it. <laughs> <laughs> um... You look at it, it's not locked, but just due to the sheer mass of it, you try and push it open, doesn't open. Is it made out of ice? Yes. I can melt through it if you want. Wait, the door is ice? It's not wood? Like a hole. Is the whole thing ice? It's all ice. Well, uh, so it's going to be extra cold inside. Right. Um, 
No. Can I destroy if, if I think we might have talked about this in the other campaign. If I want to destroy water, does it work with ice or no? Um, Donovan, did you go let detect magic go off? Yeah. Or did you stop? No, okay. I let it go. Okay. <laughs> there aside from the sculptures that are doing their own fucking thing. <laughs> um, the ice here is faintly magical. <sighs> like because all of it? From the structure that you can see, it does feel that way. So the whole thing's magical ice. Great. Hey. God's sakes. Up, uh, so grab the rope and do it. I was going to say upstairs. Like, a test climb to see if she can even get a purchase. Yeah. Don't. No, I'll, I'll take you. It's okay. There you go. Or else, what you do is when you're holding it, you wrap it around your foot to put a push up. On it. So yeah. I don't think you I'll understand pull out a how kit. strong I'm not. This? I have a climbers sure. kit. Anybody want this? If you're not good. I will. Oh, ask villain. You can't fly, can you? Oh, what? No, no, I can't. Um, okay. unfortunately, um, and she, she presents herself, and she's she's not an old lady, but she's not young anymore. Yeah, that's why he's magic. Um, unfortunately, uh, I don't have um that capabilities at the moment. Okay, and I'll just. No, go to um, Elspeth. Like, okay, hold on, arm around her. Like, come on, just gonna carry and fly up to the top. (laughs) Like Megara from Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But you land up there, and you, as Azar says, there is the nest there. There is stairs that, uh, without a door, but stairs that go straight down. But you can also see stuff in the nest. Yeah, let's go take a quick peek at what's in the nest. And juvenile rocks. If if they are uh, climbing (laughs) up, I'll like pull the rope to help them get up fast. And we'll just say everybody eventually finds their way up easily, um, including Nast the weasel who hitches a ride in someone's hood or something. You can see that bag of cursed objects. Be careful with that, a magic user and a bag of cursed objects. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so as you reach the rooftop, you also see this gigantic nest, which is about 30 feet in diameter, made with different um, rocks and um, bits of that. You can see parts of ships that have been like nestled in here. Mm, excuse me. To make a uh, to make a home for what you can only assume is the giant bird that Oreo rides on, mm. and within you see a five foot tall egg. Uh, five foot tall egg. Egg. Okay. It's a uh, silvery with kind of scales, scaling on it. There are different. Um, you can see little uh, little rocks here and there. You see a carved harp, which surprisingly has not been damaged, but it is very pretty. 
And you also see some pendants and a chest covered with bird poop. Would Azara recognize the egg as a dragon egg? Very quickly, you would know that to be a dragon egg. A silver dragon egg, particularly. Okay, coming back for that. <laughs> uh, I want to go investigate the chest and the pendants and things, see if any of them look useful or go. that we Sorry. should avoid. Um, like look down the steps just to make sure there's nothing down there waiting or coming up. Uh, yeah, you look down, make a perception check. Uh, for you, Elspeth, uh, you find a... Well, there's a lot of junk in here, but sure. through some looking, you find one with uh, bloodstone in the center of it Great. and an electrum chain. Looks pretty expensive, um, especially compared... Or, but also there's that harp. Then you see also this oh, yeah. wooden sea chest that is uh, covered in bird poop with a heavy padlock. Uh, Donovan, do you feel like picking this lock or should I try to get Nathi or Azar to oh, smash yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Might as well be quiet. I just know I'm bad at both of those things, but I'm... Yes. 30... 28. 28. You don't even take out your tools. You see this and it's age and time. It's just like you take out and it pops off. And within you see 320 gold. Lots of gold. Um, you see a gold ring with a black pearl set in what looks to be a uh, whirlpool surrounding it and a spell scroll. Oh. Or a scroll case. Case. Uh, lots of treasure. You... Hands it over to Elspeth. Um, and the scroll case. And tr- quickly open it up. Yeah, Plans you look inside it. and within. This would be outside your realm. Make me an arcana check, technically. Can I look Go over his shoulder and check. also make Six. a check? Huh? Can I also look over his shoulder and make a check? Yes. Would you get Donovan? Six. Six. That's my arcana. That's got to be decent, right? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. You look at it, Donovan, and you're like, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> but you, Elspeth, you're like, you look at Donovan, and he's just got this grin on his face, and you look over, and you look at the scroll. It's mass cure wounds. Oh, I'll be taking that one. <laughs> it's a it's a pasta recipe. You can tell because there's like eight paragraphs of a day in the life of a Tuscan. Yes, anyway, I'll, um, I'll 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 be keeping that one. You said mask your wounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, just clarifying. Um, also, maybe we should get away from this nest. Yes, this, this is, is a very big nest. This is definitely what we come back to after we've dealt with everything else because that egg uh, looks valuable and also like something we shouldn't just leave on its own. That harp is probably worth a great deal of money. Um, do you want this pendant that's probably incredibly valuable? Yeah, sure, uh, sure. Right, I don't know that it's okay. magical or anything. Uh, uh, the ring, I, I, it's, it's either valuable or it's magical or both. I don't know if your detect you know magic is still up, but it's, it's it's not. But if we if we have time for a short rest, maybe after that I'll do another round. Just here, just put it all in the bag. Just put it in the bag. We'll check it later. Bazaar, what'd you get on your perception check? Twenty five. Twenty five. 
you try and like listen out and you try and look down the stairs and it's even with your dark vision it's pretty dark in there it's um, um, devil sight so i see him brightly right. um but you don't see or hear anything until you hear some footsteps from behind and you just watch as Narthy just passes you and goes down the stairs. She looks bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, Narthy, you go down and in. And what you find yourself, um, the words, the steps just spiral down for a bit. Do you keep going? Yep. Mm-hmm. Donovan and Elspeth, as you're talking about magic items, you see that Zara's just looking down the hole and you don't see uh, Narthi. Uh, we should care. They're about to go get themselves ambushed. <laughs> yep. Was um, in any of the things, was there an alarm spell? Any of, the, in the, any of the spell books that we have? Let's see. Avarice. Let's see what you got. Nothing there. What does Nas have? Nope. And then I need... Oh, God. What's his face? Uh, there's, no, there's no alarm spell in that one. I have that list. Okay. Thank you. Zahn. Right. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, bad guys don't take any uh, utility spells. Apparently. Nope. And before hitting the stairs, um, I'm just going to re- go to the dragon egg, throw a couple of loops of rope around it, and just haul it up onto my back and bring it with me. Nice. <laughs> just like, actually, <laughs> actually wait, uh, Azar, um, yeah. if, yeah, if we actually, if we take this stuff, do you think they're, they're going to know it's missing and therefore know that somebody is here so we won't be able to ambush them? Maybe we should leave everything and come back for it. Like we should put the chest back. Uh, what is your carrying capacity, Azar? Uh, well, I can drag it if I have to. Because uh, uh, the dragon egg is 150 pounds. Ooh. I can definitely drag it. Hefty boy. Uh, drag on, Azara. Drag on. See, I have eight kinds of stuff. I just, I just wonder if we should leave it there so we can actually ambush her. I can carry another 120 pounds of stuff. Okay. So you just hoist it up. It is wrapped around tight. Nartha, you keep going down the stairs. Donovan, not stupid, not stupidly, but yeah, she's gonna continue. Uh, as well, just for the record, I, I think uh, I think Donovan might have a point about not making it super obvious that we've gotten in here, but uh, you two work that out, uh, and Elspeth is gonna kind of scamper off and follow Narthy so that Narthy is not alone. Because <laughs> if there's anything we've learned, it's don't split the party unless it's Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> It's Saturday afternoon. Azar's still walking. 
Oh. All right, you're you're just dragging that. Uh, okay. Um, how big was the harp, by the way? Sorry, as I'm trying to keep mental track. Was oh, it like was it like big big full size harp? Okay, just check. Not like a not like a hand lyre, like Whoa. a big seat. Okay, just just a Great. Yes, yeah, so that's probably a magical bard's instrument that <laughs> would be incredibly useful if I had ever learned how to play an instrument. Anyway, moving on. You all follow along. So, Narthy, you're going down, not as you said, uh, stupidly, but um, at a slower pace, at which point Elspeth kind of catches up. And sorry. I'm sorry, Lady Elspeth. I just. No, 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 you're, it's, it's all right. Uh, we have a tendency to get ourselves very distracted with <laughs> trying to figure out if anything around is ever useful. It's just not that. I have a very, very bad feeling and familiar feeling about this place, and I want to get out of here as soon as possible. Something from where you come from, or something since I, you've I been can't, here? I can't quite put my fins on it, but it's like there's something here that reminds me of the deep, deep, dark oh. area. I don't know what it is, but... So I apologize. No, I'm let's press forward then. Descend here as I would, descending underwater and hoping for the best. As you go down the stairs, you eventually find yourself on a level floor. The ceiling, 30 feet high. The width of this room Diameter-wise is about 100 feet, just all the way around. Um, you get that it's basically the width of the head of this skull. Mm -hmm. And eventually you two also show up with Azar's newfound friend on her back <laughs> and um, Velen falling behind. But it appears to be as you look across the way, a throne room. Or, how should I put this? Yeah. Yeah, a throne room would be a, an apt description. Does this look like the room I saw through the mirror? That, that. Actually, sorry. Oh, Let me rephrase. This is not the throne room. Oh. Okay, this is not the throne room. It is it seems more like a living quarters. Got it. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the throne room. Like like uh, like it, but this is this would be like an antechamber, like something off of a more major area. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, in getting a sense, it's probably in the brain area of the skull. The brain uh, Is it all icy? Like, is everything just made of ice still in here? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It is all icy. And you can see here that there are, there is a very large bed off to the side, which given the, uh, what you've seen around this area, it, it would be giant sized. But you can see out onto the other end, and I say the brain cavity area because right there are the two holes of the eyes. They're not as 
big as the indentation would indicate, but they are they're essentially windows there. Um, but yeah, you see a bed and it is immaculate in the sense that there isn't really anything to make a mess. Mm -hmm. Do we see, see two um, stairs that um, would like come up around mm -hmm. on the other side. Mm -hmm. And like when you would reach the top of the stairs, you'd be able to look through the eyes essentially. Is the bed elevated? Oh uh, yeah, in the sense that it is tall and high. Is there space between the bottom, the base of the bed and the actual ground that we could yes. go under? Ah, sorry, for like maybe a, um, a short rest for a few people perhaps. If you so choose. If people want a short rest, I think maybe this is a good place to do it. Yes, I think that's not a bad idea. We could use those um, windows to help us keep watch of things. Yeah. What was that taking? I said we'll pro probably hear the bird land. Yep. That, that's a big nest. Yes. Short rest. Take Short an rest. hour. Sure. Yep. Uh, are we putting up a dome? No, okay. unless we think we need it. Uh, is it is it super cold? Oh, it's about the same temperature. Uh, yeah, then we'll put up the dome mm -hmm. somewhere off in the corner or something. And unless the dome fits under the bed, <laughs> <laughs> you look under. Or how tall? No, wait, it's fifteen yes. feet, right? Yeah, yeah it's fifty. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So find a find a place and put it up, and so that's ten minutes, and then. Does Oriel have a closet? <laughs> you see, off on the other end of the bed. Um... It's just a tall boy. <laughs> yeah. Just uh. Again, it's it's empty. There really isn't anything in here, aside from the bed. Does it look like a giant bird could fit down the uh, stairway that we came? No. No. Okay. Good thought. Good thought. Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you rest up. And as you get into the dome, particularly you, Donovan and Elspeth, when you get into that warmer space, space you can feel your lungs just have the ability to fully expand. And you guys can take a short rest if you so choose. Yep. Boy, I rolled bad on my hit dice. Let me know what you're looking like after the short rest as well. I mean, spend them all, right? Yeah. Probably. I'm doing it in chunks to see. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. 19, 12, 17, 21, 6 hit die, okay. Oh. Oh, there we go. Uh, That's better. Wow, you get to add your, uh, That's nice. yeah. add your constitution modifier to it. Mm-hmm. Which definitely helps. 
Yeah, rules are garbage. I'll let this information slip okay. because it's not like you're going to do another short rest in this time. Um, if y'all didn't do the dome, Donovan and Elspeth could not roll dice. Yeah, I was going to say we would. Yeah. yeah. Uh, during this hour, uh, do I attune to the staff? Oh, so you're the one who's taking the cold staff? Yeah, I took it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, it is a uh, staff of frost. With, uh, two staffs. <laughs> with two staffs. I will say staffs. the staff of frost has um, what's it called? Uh, five charges on it because she's five of it for the staff of frost. Calls. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, no, you are a warlock. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Yep. What? Oh, you're Sorry, a warlock. You're talking. So oh, okay. a bunch a bunch of those staves and things have uh, spells that can only be used if they're on your class spell list, and that's why Donovan and I, despite being magic users, can't use a bunch of this stuff because <laughs> they're not on our lists. You all rest Ooh. up. Cool. And um, cool. Yeah. Okay. Where do you guys go next? Down, down, down. Oh, I presume that when she gets here, she comes to her bedroom, right? And the bird lands in the nest upstairs. There's a door or opening in stairs to come down. I still feel like she's jumping in here. We need to see what else is in here, though. Yeah. If she's got, I don't know, say a bunch of a skeletal army that's posed downstairs that she just has to like raise with a flick of a word. We'd like to know that before she gets here. So we should go. I'm sure we could ask Donovan to pop another dome after we've taken a look around. Can uh, Narthi, Narthi's going to peer down through like down the, I know down the stairs mm-hmm. and see if does it open below us or is it a, another room like this one where it's like down and then it's like sectioned off like sections or can we continue to see down to the base of where this skull would be? You look down the stairways and you can see that both or do you go to both or just one? I'd go to the I, other I one. Yeah, there you go. We go to opposite sides. With the combined knowledge, you look down and you see that it curves down and lands onto another floor. Is there another exit point down there? That we can uh, from see your if... viewpoint, you can't see it. Okay, so it's probably below us if there is. Um, I'll, I'll take the ring off and offer it to Donovan and Elspeth. One thing can have it. The ring of war? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I will wait and confer with Thomas once he's back as to which of us will take it, but one of us will take it. Yeah. Oh, I sorry, I didn't see the other one. No, that's fine. Um, uh, do you want to go one way and I'll go the other and we'll see what's below? I believe that's the best way to do this, yes. The the staircases, just to be clear, James, they they meet at the same point? Yeah. Below? Yeah, so we'll just s- split and then meet at the base. Okay. And as you begin to down, or descend down the stairs, this is where we're going to take our break. Oh! Ooh. Um, because 
internet do people are here and huh. I don't want to lose a uh, connection. So this will be a longer break folks um, for lunches and snacks and stuff. So essentially when I get my internet back is when we will reconvene. So um, stick around in the chat. I'll probably hang out in the chat once I've refilled my beverage uh, and uh, we can theorize about how many of us are going to die. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. See you all in a bit. And uh, oh, enter a hashtag chaos into the chat right now to uh, get the possibility of your own playtest deck of inspiration. Yes, it's going to happen very soon. So type in hashtag chaos and we will see who wins that and what is down these stairs in a few. So catch you all then. Hello and welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, Y'all were already here. I'm the one who's uh, who came back. So thank you for your patience. And uh, we're back into it. So what has happened so far? Our heroes, they went from Icewind Dales, the mainland, into the Sea of Moving Ice by a awakened sperm whale named Angajuk, who took him on a bit of a tour of the deep sea. Northy, nothing too new. But for our land-dwelling friends, it was a whole different world under there. They were taken to an island that they have learned that is probably where Oriole resides. And the trails of the Aurora Borealis, my window is open, Aurora Borealis, that <laughs> is... Sorry, when you said your window's open, I thought of the Aurora Borealis Simpson scene. The Aurora Borealis. <laughs> no one? Anyone? Okay, never mind. I'm with you. Okay, thank you. Continue. Sorry. Well, on the island, they found the body of Nass, the last of the Arcane Brotherhood who uh, made their way to Icewind Dales to find the magical city of Yithrin that we will never hear of or see. Maybe. <laughs> um, it's a one shot in the future. Shots. Stick around. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, uh, they found her body, but her spirit lived on. And she thought to try and inhabit the body of Elspeth, didn't work, but instead they convinced her to inhabit the body of her familiar. So now they have a magic casting snow weasel. Because <laughs> why the hell not? They went into one of Oriole's uh, ice sculpture gardens, which are not really sculptures, but instead are snapshots. Um, people, things, creatures frozen in time. They made it to the stairs of this giant fortress where they fought avarice because what, we got to wrap that thread up at the very least. Um, and then <laughs> they entered said fortress, not through the conventional way, AKA the front door. No, they went on top of the building thanks to Azara's ridiculous jumping height. Uh, they found a silver dragon egg, which she strapped to her back. Meanwhile, they went downstairs, took a bit of a rest, and that's where we pick up with Narthi and Elspeth both descending from this floor down to the next floor. And there they see, once they reach the bottom, compared to the circular room up top, which is probably, or not probably, at the eye sockets of this giant skull fortress. <laughs> This one's more rectangular in shape as you reach the bottom and as it stretches out, you can see more sculptures, 12 of them 
to be exact. You can count them as they are lined up in rows of six down the hall. And you can see mirroring that line, there's three doors on the left, three doors on the right, and a massive door down the center. But you see these sculptures and they're, they're different compared to what you have seen, but you're not close enough yet to get too much visuals, but they are not as abstract as the ones you saw lining the way up. We want to smash these things for smash. All right. Smash. Um, uh, investigate first, smash yes, second. I agree. Just in case. All right. I'll take in, the last. In case it comes up, I'm leaving the egg upstairs. I'll prop it up in a corner. Okay. Got it. <laughs> it's big. Um, I'd like to go take a closer look at these statues. Are they? Same. Do they seem to be something in between the frozen snapshots and the abstracts? Or yeah, tell me about them. Tell me about these statues. Compared to the abstraction of the ones outside, and compared to the hyper realism of the snapshots you saw in the gardens. These are more naturalistic compared to the abstract, but less detailed. They seemed still skillfully done, still beautifully made, but they are... Well... Oh, oh there it is. Oh, very no. Are you back, James? James? Oh, it's that router, the router. Uh, get, get him back on the phone. Get You get that technician on the phone right now. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, new router. It's going to be so much better than the one you just had. That sounds about right. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, there it is. I'm like, what? There it is. Oh, no. <laughs> we well, just we just hit the we missed the end of that sentence. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not as real, hyper-realistic as the snapshots, not as, not as abstract, as, definitely not as abstract as the abstractions. These are made, and by your estimation in comparison, Elspeth, they do look, if not carved by hand, at the very least shaped in the way they're presented. This, no. No, 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 no. And we should let's investigate one. Uh, uh, Donovan, can you can you um, detect magic? Ten I mean, minutes now. I'll I'll wait the ten minutes. I just don't want to start destroying these things until we know if there's anything beyond just. Uh, yeah. Donovan starts uh, <laughs> ritually just... casting. I need just listening and looking for things to come and kill us. So you start ritually casting. Does anyone, or sorry, what are you doing exactly, Azar? Just look, just looking around and listening for like footsteps or anything coming to kill us since they were concerned about things being downstairs. Okay, roll me a perception check. Um, Elspeth, Narthy, what are you doing? I'll go uh, right, you go left, check doors. Sounds great, yeah, that's just what I was going to say. I'll check for traps and look for <laughs> things and see what they will meet at the big one in the middle. Yes. So, uh, roll perception check for Narthi and Elspeth. Investigation check separately for traps. For each door? Yeah. Or, like, we'll just 
Feel collective like collectively okay. whatever this one role is so dirty 20 perception dirty 20 perception 16 for my investigation am i in uh that's what it was right correct investigation 16 okay. mm -hmm. uh natural 20 for 22 on my investigation nice okay. <clears throat> azar you're keeping an ear out and as you hear the Um, as you hear your compatriots walking down the hall, just you just hear their steps reverberating in this 30 foot high, 50 foot across. Oh, geez, am I bopping out again? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. It's okay. Just after every eighth word, just pause for a few seconds and then keep pick up where you go. <laughs> okay. yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be better. <laughs> Seriously, I swear. Oh, that timing was so perfect. <laughs> it James on our end. Went, yeah, you went. It's gonna be better. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, our... uh, <laughs> I just, you know, just start laughing at me and then I'll get the sense that it's, it, it keeps crapping out. Jesus Christ. Are, do you have full, uh, do you got full bars? Do you have full bars? Uh, currently, I have um, three out of four. Okay. Woo, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. Well, we'll see how well we can do with this. Yeah. Um, maybe if I'm more calm with it. It'll actually just. Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so you start walking through, and all you hear are the steps of your friends. Meanwhile, Narthi and Elspeth. Um, who was taking left? Who was taking right? Okay. Right. Narthi was going left, and Elspeth going right. You go store by door. By door. You don't feel or see any traps. You make it to the center one, the large one, kind of matching the door at the front and it's ostentatious. Isn't this the door at the front? The back side of that door? No, I don't believe so. Is it? Is it? Came in on the side with the eyes and went down some stairs. Are the doors made of ice? Or are these yeah. like wooden doors? They are made of ice. Yeah, no, the, it's, the whole building is made of ice. Gosh, yeah. yes. All right, this is probably then the front that leads out to where we came from. But we can't, we, we must be higher than. I'm sure that these doors must lead down then. These on the, onto the sides, right? Probably. But as you walk through and then, oh, Donovan left. I say, of all the times for me to not have taken the keen mind fee, nothing that I considered where I could have just understood the dimensions of things inherently. Whatever. That's Donovan, you finish casting Detect Magic once more. Other than some of the magic 
holding up some of the pieces within these sculptures. There's no magic here. That is pinging off the brain. But you do, if you would like, you can look at the sculptures. They're yeah, all different. I'll look at the sculptures. Yeah. Or at least the first one. Tell us what schools of magic you find. <laughs> oh, I guess technically it would be transmutation for the ones that just have the pieces that are yeah, floating in space. Um, <clears throat> the first one you go up to, it seems like a feminine figure bursting out of a wave. And it's not a calm wave. It's crashing down on an invisible thing as it is, but she is essentially coming through it. On the second sculpture to your left, you can see a bolt of lightning, an approximation of, and a masculine figure, older looking, seems to be emerging from it. Do you keep going down? Yeah. You look to the next one, third sculpture on the right side. There's a, what seems to be a wounded animal laying on its side, but emerging from that gash seems compared to the other two more beast-like, feral, feline, but not any cat you've seen blood dripping from its hands, and it gives the sense of perpetualness, like it's always dripping. You go to the fourth statue. It is another feminine figure. Looks slightly younger than the one from the wave, and she's emerging from what appears to be a snowflake. So I... But these statues are statues. Um, That's good news. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't know. You know, I, 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 I fear that they're going to be come to life or something when we fight Frost Maiden, or we hit them and then they come to life and fight us now. I suppose we can find or out. Just ice statues. I would say with what you can see with your detect magic, you don't get any sense of animation possibilities from this. Do, do any of us recognize these deities? Yeah, I was going to say, can I, can I do like a history or a religion to see if I can yeah. identify what any of Let's these figures with, are? Let's go with Elspeth, religion check. Narthi, when you see the one with coming from the wave that's the one i was going to wanted to check religion check with it okay okay with advantage okay 13 history or religion you said religion Religion. okay uh so 16 is the highest i got on that uh also a 16 16 okay yeah the one coming from the wave really draws you in narthi and as you approach You know Persona to be god of the open sea, the sea itself. This is not her. 
this one is coming from the waves directly. And you know of her name to be Umberly. Umberly. She is the goddess of destruction, particularly of a wrathful sea. Mm. And the other two escape you just due to your knowledge, but Elspeth, you do know the other two, and they are revered in more, <laughs> yeah, the sea bitch. That's one of our colloquial names. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the other two, especially knowing the other one is Umberly, if you all are chatting about it. I'm sure we'd um, be discussing yeah. it loud. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other two, are, one is Talos, god of Fair a wrathful sky, and Malar, the perpetual hunter. And the fourth one, emerging from the snowflake, unfamiliar to you, though given the but circumstances. I feel like I've got a pretty good guess. It is also Oriel. Yeah. I want to take a quick scan around the other statues real fast once I kind of make that connection and see if I spot uh, any of the more maliciously aligned death gods. Death gods. You start to look through these statues with a greater sense of purpose and you see one depiction of the four of them wreaking havoc if you will on the world it's much smaller more detailed sculpture you see one of umber lee and oriel back to back you see one of also oriel seems to be stopping a wave hmm. And then the following one, it's, it's a bit of a shift compared to the other ones, which seemed much more almost heroic in their depictions. But you see a fleeing Oriole as Umber Lee leads a charge with Malar and Talos coming after her. You go further down and you just see Oriole hiding in a cave. And this, mind you, isn't the what you've seen Oriole to be, the owl head with the horns, wolf hair, and cloven right. hooves, and arched legs. But you see her hiding in a cave. You see the same small figure in another sculpture looking at the sky and... Roll me a history check. That is a... Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. The way the sky warbles and twists in this sculpture, you can only see it as in previous depictions in like illustrations from the Abbey. Um, depictions of the sundering as Oriole herself just watches the sky just rip itself apart. And then the last two sculptures, you see a disc almost divided into four. On the northern side, it seems like a frozen wasteland. But in it is, there's a sense of beauty. To the east, there's a massive glacier 
And when you look inside the glacier, you swear you can see a large disk and possibly a city underneath. You look to the south and the only way I can describe it is a Rothko of a mess at the bottom. And then to the west, a beautiful sea, frozen, but held still. And then the last sculpture, one that is very, very familiar to you. You see Oriole in her current form, riding atop a giant bird, bringing the night sky over the land. Creation and destruction. The gods cast out one of their own, and in so doing, created a monster. Right, well, we're royally fucked. Oh. But I don't think we need to destroy these unless you just want the catharsis of it. I don't <laughs> think they're going to do anything to us. I think they're just her memories of who I, she yeah. was and what happened to her. I feel she's going to be angry enough. I'd rather not destroy her artwork and have her start off at 11. Yeah, this is going to be bad enough as it is. You don't think she'll listen to reason. We couldn't just ask her to leave. From everything I know of the gods, and I'm not saying that I'm necessarily the best example, but I have talked with a couple of them recently, and some who wish they were at that level... It's always worth the shot, but I don't know that we've got anything worth offering that's going to make it worth her while. I can certainly supplicate, see if my gods can give us any assistance or ideas, but I think I think we've just got to do what we're going to do. What kind of traps can we set? For the gods? I mean, we're, we're going to have to fight spells and everything else. Well, have we um, given up uh, Have we given up trying to reason with Arya? No. I just... I just... What are these other... So I know... I only know Umberly. What are the other two? What are the other two's names again? Umberly, Talos, and Malar, you said? Mm-hmm. And, and these are vengeful gods. Yes, they, um, I don't fully remember, it's not completely in my area of expertise, but there's some stories and legends that say that they sort of banded together at a certain time in their quest for a certain vengeance or chaos or whatever you want to call it. And by these depictions and what you said, this means that she, or they, Ariel, was once united with them, and then cast out. That seems to be what this shows. I don't, I don't know for sure. I could be misreading it, but that's the impression that I've got. Well, I mean, maybe she's so terrible of a deity that they're like, we can't stand you. Get, get out of here. Are you familiar 
with Umberly, Talos, and Mala? I know Just of Umberly. I know in Baldur's Gate, we the sailors used to give an offering before going out. I'm not terribly familiar with Oral, other than what I've seen of what she's done here, but if she's the worst of those three, we don't stand a chance. Our best hope is that she was cast away from them because she was the best. Maybe they just don't like ice. I mean, possible. I also am developing a strong aversion to the cold. And I Um, am of a race that lives underground on purpose, so... So if, yeah, if we're going to, um, so if we're going to fight, we need to make this as, we need to fight as dirty as we can, like set traps, whatever we can do to, to. I don't suppose anybody thought to pick up like large amounts of kerosene or anything like that while we were picking up supplies, did we? Absolutely not. Oh, I breathe fire. I didn't even think about that. You've got one bear trap. And I, I imagine regular regular stuff isn't going to do anything to her. Who I could go back. We go back to her bedroom. I could look out for, I mean, going to see the bird coming a long way away or hear it, right? And then run back downstairs. And when she comes downstairs, we just hit her with everything. Well, perhaps we should look through these other rooms first. Perhaps there is kerosene, or perhaps there is some type of something we could use for... Uh... I don't think she would have anything fire-related here. It's... It's, it, it's, it's not a bad idea, though, to see what's in there. Let's just pop all these doors open, take a peek, see what's in there. <laughs> At the same time, yeah. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> pop open all these doors if we're able. <laughs> um... I do have one flask of oil. For my no, I've no. got I've got incense. <laughs> I've got salt, which melts water, ice, but it's just a small pouch, not much. <laughs> Throw it in her eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the goal. That's the goal. Caltrops. All right. Oh well, you um, know, caltrops work against anything. So and ball bearings. Oh, oh no. Ooh, I could put the ball bearings on the stairway. <laughs> We're going to show girls this. Yes. <laughs> going to hold oh, in her house. Yes. <laughs> but I do think we should look if if we are to surprise them. I still if if Ariel was cast out, perhaps we can lure her into perhaps more of the um forgiving gods and try and reason with okay, no. I mean, I, I, I mean, think about what she's been doing here. She's been making this perpetual night. She's been but we don't killing know why. all these people. She hasn't, um, she hasn't brought she's, direct harm, though, has she? That's been they, the dragon she, and the Duragar that have been correct. I believe she demanded sacrifices. Yes, but those sacrifices have changed. Some places were just putting part of the trout harvest out. I think certain... Never underestimate the evil of humanity, Donovan. Yeah. 
I'd like to open all the doors on the right hand side and see if there's anything in those roofs. As she's as she's talking, I'll do the same thing on the left hand side. Just kind of open, open, open. Um. Oh. Strength checks. Strength <laughs> Damn it. Doors. If okay, oh, this is the, if the door handle doesn't open, or is it a handle They're or what? Giant is it size. Like? They're Are giant they like... size, so you have to push them. Azar, could you help me with this? I can already guarantee this is going to go very poorly for me. Nat 20. <laughs> nice. That's my strength plus two, right? Uh, roll with advantage, because I will assist. One. Unless that's a is unless that's a disadvantage for me trying to help. That's 16. 16. Donovan, you want to help him out on the right ball? Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Throw throw your dice in there. See what happens. Fourteen. Fourteen. Narthy with vigor. It's just like boom, boom, boom. You look over to your other friends, and they're <laughs> one one at each door. <laughs> struggling to open it, and you're like, oh, jeez. You walk over. Boom, boom, boom. Right. First off, um, let's start with the... Uh, start with side. the doors that aren't going to kill us. And not going to open the middle door, yeah? Not the big center ones, not yet, no. Okay. You open up the left side and you look inside and atop it, you see almost what is a... Uh, like an island table. You see some uh, a dugout area where there would be a. You okay, Matt? Uh oh, did we lose Matt no. too? Matt might have froze. Oh no! It's contagious. Let's go to the right side. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Let me just get this in my brain. Oh, we we lost Matt. Oh no, it does catch. Okay, so on the right side, the first room you open up, you see a an armory of sorts that is filled with racks of weapons. Most of it rusted, most of it cracked and dried, and most of, or not most of them, all of them the size of giants, none of which you could hold. <laughs> Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Pay it's no a green screen behind the curtain. I wasn't in the studio. What? Oh, I can hear some reverb on someone's end. I think oh. it's on Matt's because he just came Sorry, back guys. in. Yeah, I was. You're good, you're I was good. Give me a few moments, everyone. Sorry about that. And as Thomas rearranges the stuff, um. Yeah, so that is the first door on the right, which is an armory. Second door, you go in and you see living quarters for multiple people, almost like a, a what's the word, bunker? Barracks. No, barracks, thank you. Yeah. Barracks, in which there would be, oddly enough, uh, giant-sized bunk beds, which, you know, you look at it as like, that's actually a pretty interesting feat of construction. But then you also consider the people that would inhabit it 
would look at it as normal wood. Um, okay, he's back. You open sorry, up guys, the, sorry. You open up the third one. And it's dark in there. As everything is, it's dark in there. <laughs> I should also say that. Everything's dark in here. There's no light. Um, but since all of you have dark vision, you can see in the back corner just the light breathing of a very, very old frost giant. But as you open said doors, <clears throat> you open said doors, you see him turn his head and he's not looking at you. And he's like, Death, we meet at last. And he tries to feebly get up as he tries to push off his axe. And he's looking, again, not at you. But he's just staring out. He says, Dearth, Dearth. Who? He said, Dearth. What is oh, he death. death. Oh, death. Death, we meet at last. No, we're not for you. We are your saviors. Donovan. We've come to rescue you. Donovan, shut up. Say that. And he gives no response. He just says, If you are here to kill me, come at me. I will show will... you the power of Earthguard. And he's just staring mindlessly out. Elspeth is going to reach into her pouch where she keeps her incense. She's going to crumble off a bit of like the burnt end because she's got like one of those little, like cones of it or whatever that she reuses. Uh, and just kind of like crumble it between your hands and just kind of blow it into the air to create this like scent of incense and just kind of whisper under her breath. Oh, please don't make this any harder than it has to be and take him if it's his time and is going to try to pull the door shut mm-hmm. and like shoo everybody out. You're going to try and pull the door shut. Athletics, please. Yeah. Is is this is this giant like chained to anything or do we see no. them like are they they're just okay. But as you crumple that incense, you see his head just Yes! Come for me! And he starts uh, not even walking. I think lumbering is probably the best word. He is really old and he's moving very slowly. But you try and close the door. Got a 12. 12. It's slowly inching as you just struggle to pull it. I'm not even worried about getting it fully closed. I'm just trying to kind of shoo everybody out and get it enough closed that as he's lurching around, he's not going to stumble through the open door and like smash into us or the ice sculptures accidentally. Enough Mm -hmm. that he's more likely to catch the back of the door and fall against it. Okay. And close you all it. see Elspeth trying to close the door. Does anyone help? I'll help. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and help y'all roll. Athletics. Eight. Eighteen. Eighteen. Twelve. Twelve. 
by the combined strength. <laughs> by your powers combined. <laughs> I'm helping. My full adrenaline as I'm trying to pull this door shut, like, dear God, Callum 4, please help. And you watch as Urshgard brings up his axe, come for me, and he's lumbering towards it, and just as he's about to swing, the door is enough shut that when he swings down, you just all get, boom, pushed back by the force as the door closes, collapsing in on itself. And he's just like, you can hear very faintly. Please, please let me die with honor. Please. And he just starts banging against the door. Palm. Okay, we can come back for him later. Let's, let's get out of here. Okay. Well, that's door number one. Um. <laughs> door number one. What's behind it? Um, in the other three rooms. First one, you see, uh, when Matt, you uh, phased out, first door is what looks to have like a um, uh, kitchen island table in the center, some counters, and a massive dugout portion that's with the rusted metal that is sitting alongside it, a roasting pit. And you get the sense this is a kitchen. Okay. You go to can the I, second one. Oh, really quick. Can we search for any oils or something that would be um, fuel? Go ahead, investigation check. Sure. Can I also investigate and or assist? Yeah, you can investigate as Please. well. Please. Um, you're probably better at it than I. About a 13. Uh, not with that roll, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> so what'd you get? Uh, that was a total of five. Five. I'm very distracted trying to pray to Kalimvor to give this uh, giant his sweet release of death. Meanwhile, Narthi, you go into the cabinets and there before you, about, about your size, is a jar. And you're like, hmm, what's inside? You open said jar and instantly, even throughout the cold, you just kind of smell this strong stench of, you would know this, Rancid whale fat. Oh. Rancid whale blubber, I should actually say. Great. It's rancid. It will burn. Right. But it's, you know, like when Winnie the Pooh has one of his dreams and he sees a giant pot of honey. That's kind of like what's happening with sure. you right now. It's just like, it's, mm. it's, it's a lot of fat. Got a rumbly in my tumbly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just mentally note this and then also well, actually uh, Donovan and then mention to Donovan who's looking for things to burn. Yeah, uh, so come in. W- what is it? Rancid whale blubber. It is ignitable, um, though it is rancid, so I'm not sure if it's uh, still good. But um... uh, I'm going to find something to scoop some out with and mm-hmm. put it on the ground. I'm going to just start testing to see uh... if it does burn. Smart. So then I'm going to strike up a torch and then on the little test strip I'm going to put the torch to it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You put the torch to it. Um, 
Um, the outer portion of the blubber does take after a bit. It's very cold in here and not necessarily damp, but it is very cold and that does reduce the effectiveness of the heat. Um, but it does take. However, after a moment, you realize it's not the blubber itself that is catching on fire. It is the oil that is, mm. is excreting and it is going through quite quickly. Mm. But it is burning up some. Uh, the other two doors, you look inside and they're actually connected. They are um, a giant feasting hall. Hmm. One very long table, about 30 feet long, 10 feet wide, 10 feet high, carved from ice and surrounded by dozens of chairs. Uh, but much like other parts of this place, it doesn't seem to be in use. And we're on the ground floor? Or like the bottom floor of where we're oh, at? Well, you can understand, yeah, it is. Oh, uh, okay. This is so strange. Um, yeah. I would feel like, Azar, you'd be keeping an ear out for this. Yeah. But as you do... Azar's listening for wind beats. Very slowly, you just hear... All right. Back upstairs, guys. All right. Is it worth shutting the doors, or should we just go? Let's just go. All right. Um, has in this space, this down below space with all these sculptures, does any of this look familiar like the place I saw in the mirror? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. And were there, aside from the the doors that resemble the front doors, was there were there any other doors out of this space? No. Okay. But as you are making your way towards the stairs up top. You hear a as the doors on the far end of the hallway begin to open. And they do not lead outside, they do lead down. Uh, something coming out of them? What's happening? No. We heard wing beats from the top. Mm -hmm. And then this door is opening. Yes. I'm gonna hide. What is this? Hide where? Behind a, I don't know, behind a statue? <laughs> Pretend to be a sculpture. Um, we've, I got, mean, which, we've got five which, open doors. Yeah, yeah, which we're on the main, this main floor. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. gonna go in the, the dining hall. and Or behind the staircase. Hide right behind the door. Right behind the door, okay, go ahead and Roll me a stealth check. What are the other three doing? How, how, so when you say the door opens, is it one door that's opening this way? Is it a door that's kind of like this? Is it a, how does the door open? Um, yes. Away from you. It's it double. Does double doors open, opening double away doors. from us. And it's away from yes. us. And then when you look over very quickly, yeah, I was going to say, kind of like ascertain, it does seem to go down. But nothing is on the other side from what we can ascertain. Uh, no, it just starts going down. I'm going to go over and look down the stairs. I'm going to go with Elspeth. Okay. 
I should I'm going to rephrase. It's not like side room. Oh, sorry. I'm going to hide in the side room since I'm not going to. Okay, stealth as well. The door is open. There's a bit of a landing, and then it goes down. It's not just like boom. Mm. Should rephrase that. Huh? And down. Mm. Is it a single staircase or is it another one of these kind of split and single spin? staircase? Again, giant size, so quite large. Can we see from peering over the landing? Can we pe- see a end point? Unfortunately, see. so it just goes into a dark abyss. Um, uh, there is an end point. You just don't see what's inside. There you go. Got, Got it. it. Got it. Do we stay here? Does one of us go down and see what's there and then come back? If we heard something from up top, that why would this open? Is it a mechanism? Is there something? You know what? Narthi's going to run as fast as she can to grab some of the blubber. Is the torch still lit? Sure. Well, uh, no, because I would have. I'm hiding. I'm just. Do you have a flint? Do you have a flint? Yeah. Yeah. So I strike it up again. So she's going to just take this gloop as it ignites, race back as quickly as she can, even if she's burning her hands, that's fine. And then she's just going to drop it like off the landing. Does that make sense? I'm kind of close to that door. So I'll just like, you run up with the blubber, we light it and you throw it. You drop it and it lands on a step. It's it's their way down. It's not really a landing to look over. It's just a straight staircase down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you have a flat part where the door opens. And then the staircase. It wasn't just immediate. Staircase. I'm at a misapprehension. I, I'm no, sorry. That's I, not, I, 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 I realize what you're doing because you were doing the same thing I originally did. So got it. 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 Um. <laughs> so then, North look, North look to. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, I was a little. Nope, you're right. Um, I say, I want to go down. But... Meanwhile, oh, as you say that, uh, Azar and Donovan, what'd you get for stealth? Twenty-four. Nice. 19. 19? Uh, very... Not purposeful, but slow steps. Coming from upstairs? Coming from upstairs, slowly winding its way down. Meanwhile, Northy and Elspeth, you start to hear that. What do you do? Uh, tap Northy on the shoulder uh, with a uh, guidance cantrip. Mm-hmm. Ron, I'll stay here. I'm the only one visible. She's the only one. I- I'll talk to her. I'll see what happens. Go, 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 go. And kind of shove Northy down the stairs. I mean, not actively, but like, like indicate (laughs) that she should go and see what's down there. Face plant right into the blubber. But no, you send Narthy down and um, yeah, you give her guidance. Narthy, you're just barreling it down. Yes. Before going, we'll pop her head out and then cast. uh, What is it? Hold on. (laughs) I have a feeling something's about to happen. Bless to everybody in the, in the, uh, here. Except no, wait, not everybody. Elspeth, Donovan, and Azar have blessed. So they have been blessed and then run. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I, I don't know that there's any point in trying 
to hide, so I'm just going to wait. You stand by the open doors and you watch coming down. First you see a hoof, then you see, oh, what, are, what kind of legs are those? Like the- Goat's legs? legs? Goat's legs, thank you. <clears throat> Covered in lupine fur. And <clears throat> trailing behind is a cloak that you can only describe as ever shifting ice. You see two taloned hands. A fluffy body that leads up into an owl face that curves around two horns. Oreo the Frost Maiden. She How looks at tall? You. Right now, she looks to be about seven feet tall. Okay. In this form. And she walks down. Her eyes kind of glazed over, not really focusing on you, but they're owl-like as well. And when she meets the bottom of the stairs, she looks all the way across the hall and stares straight at you. Elspeth sort of takes a deep breath and gulps a little bit, tries to keep it, you know, suppressing back the, like, immediate kind of fear instinct. And is going to look and say to her in Celestial, I'm terribly sorry about what happened to you. I don't suppose you'd be willing to talk about it? Narthi, as you rush down the steps, it opens out into a very large throne room. And the architecture, similar to what is up top, but it has been... um, Reupholstered, redesigned. Refurbished. <laughs> so furnished, thank you. Yeah. Furnished with more sculptures. But for you, you look and you see, and they are all semblances of waves that have just been frozen in their peak of movement. Every single one, just bits of waves here, left, right, down the center, all the way to the throne room end. And you just see these waves being held in space, locked from movement. And as you say and extend this invitation, Elspeth, you watch as a flurry of snow just whips around her and she's gone. And standing before you, Narthi, you see this large creature, owl face, horns, cloak of ice all the way down, and hooved feet staring, towering over you, just staring. A lady. Lady, oh my gosh, how do you pronounce her name? I got so distracted, I got so nervous. Ariel. Lady, yeah, Ariel. 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 Hi. Been waiting for you. No, um, uh, Lady Ariel. And then uh, she will, she'll do like a bow. Uh, I am, I am Nathi of the sea. 
humble servant to the goddess Persana. Uh, kind of, I want to see if any reaction comes from this. Uh, we have you, traveled. Hmm? As you bow down and you say, humble servant of the god Persana, her hand just <laughs> reaches out to your throat. And you feel this cold, and you're used to cold, but this cold just emanate from her hand as she grabs tightly. Rephrase. She reaches down for you, and you see that she's trying to grab you, and this cold hand (laughs) really pricks up your scales that you just barrel roll backwards as she tries to grasp. I'm assuming a fort, well, a natural one won't hit you. No, 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 that doesn't oh, hit yeah, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but she continues to just stare. Can I take a shot at her? She's down the stairs. Do I hear Narthy speak? Oh, yes, I'm saying it. And also, I should have specified, I want to say it as loud as possible to, to okay. kind of dictate to the peeps up top, like, I see you right in front of me is yeah. pretty much what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much what I'm trying to gather. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, can, can I can I hear from where I am at the top of the steps? Yes, you can hear that. As Oriel, before you, Narthi, with another flurry of snow, <sighs> teleports back to the other end of the throne room. Still staring at you. But I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Oh no, my goodness, it's done. <laughs> I'm. We tried. No, I, I shouldn't. I, I loved watching your face, Alondra, when I was like, humble servant of the goddess. You're like, <laughs> like it, well, because it's either it. very much going to work or very much not. It's just like, oh, there's no middle ground here. <laughs> well, probably not the best, right? It, it wasn't the worst choice. <laughs> I just tried to, I don't know. Is, a, okay. is an elderly stumbling giant a potential ally or just a battlefield? Remember what, <laughs> just remember what happened to Renner. That's awesome. <laughs> so, R.I.P. Renner. Oh, boy. Uh, 25 to 20. 21. 22. Nice. 21. Let's see. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that leaves um where am i what is that that is you just did 25 uh, to 20 so 25 to 20 20 to 19 to 15 no 20 20 to 19 only 20 to 19 (laughs) 20 to 15 15 to 10 14 13 (gasps) oh Final fight, and I get my favorite spot. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's fine. I've rolled two natural 20s already, so I'm going to die. <laughs> Northy. I think that's everybody. Yeah. Okay. James, what cards do we have before? You have emergency seal and guiding light. 
Oh, okay. Oh. Did we already use the other one? Yes, we did. Critical yeah. Strike. Yeah, yeah, we did. We yes. did. Do we, we did. Do, so we've got a stack of bits. I'm just wondering if we want to uh, try and get a card that maybe gets us something. I'll I'll put in my two bits from J. Matthews slash uh, Tiana to buy another card. Nice. It's probably more worth it than trying to use them on rerolls the way I roll. I either roll very high or very low, and there is no middle ground. So, yeah, let's I buy a card. Shuffle this up. Okay. I swear to God, if you pull a tonic of charm, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I know that's not what it's called anymore, but I know in my heart. Okay. Um. Oh, that's not helpful. That was a bad shuffle. Let me let me get two different cards. <laughs> yeah, if it's two of the same one, please replace one. Okay. Oh, that's another card in there. <laughs> okay, there we go. Let's do that. Okay, you have. I I already know which two. Or well, maybe not. Let's see. You got restoring mana. When consumed, the magical potion causes a temporary first level spell slot, which lasts for 10 minutes. Yep, okay. Quicker thinking, use a reaction to invoke disadvantage on an attack against you or a creature you can see within 40 feet. Okay. You're definitely not going to use this one magical key. When this key enters a lock, it automatically opens a regular or magical Yeah, no, lock fuck it. 10 or less. And then forgotten lore. You know any immunities, resistances, and vulnerabilities of a creature you can see. Forgotten lore. We've never mana? used that one before. Forgotten lore and restoring mana. I mean, right now I'm just assuming she's immune to cold. Mana. Yeah. Is it is it worth trying to learn her resistances, or is it better to take the two that we know are going to be beneficial and just figure out through process of elimination? Like, we can figure out resistances real quick. Just hit her with different elemental types and see what works. I was going to say we know she's a goddess, so. She's going to have a lot of languages and a lot of resistances, so. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, so that was that was Restoring Mana, Forgotten Lore, and what was the third one? Because we're definitely Quicker not thinking. taking the key. Quicker thinking. Use a reaction to invoke disadvantage on an attack against you or a creature you can see within 40 feet. I think, I think quicker thinking would be good, because if somebody gets hit... You can try to negate it with a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, let's take quicker thinking for sure. Okay. And let's take. Do we want to get back a spell slot or do we want to get the auto knowledge? Let's. I think forgotten lore. I, at this point, yeah. I don't think yeah. the spell slot's going to be worth it. With yeah. We're all full up. We'll take forgotten lore. Okay, forgotten lore, <laughs> which tells you all of their immunities, resistances, and vulnerabilities. Yep. I think. Do we want to just burn that one right away? Too? I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna say. Yeah. I think Elspeth's gonna like. If nobody else wants to, I, I'm gonna burn that yeah, right ahead. up front. Okay. So. Cool. So you're gonna burn it right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I want to know what's up. Obviously, immunity to cold. Oh. Shock oh. face. Shocking. Shocking. Um, also, maybe a little bit interesting. Uh, immunity to poison. Noted. Good to know for Zah. And huh, how can I how can I twist this? Uh, is there anything? Hmm. You get the sense because she doesn't like the sunlight. 
at the very least. She might not like raiding. <gasps> okay. <laughs> oh, look, a paladin. <laughs> if only we had a paladin and a cleric in the party. Weird. Okay. okay. So, is there anything in there that says can only be hit by magic weapons? No. Yeah, your raker is going to do more work on this than it did the gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> so, You two are upstairs. Donovan, you're in the kitchen, which is the closest to the um, door, or the, you're in the, not the kitchen, the dining hall. Dining hall. Azar, where are you at? I was, I just picked a room somewhere down where everybody was. Not really sure what the order is. Okay. Um, just near everybody, but hidden. The kitchen? Yeah. That's nearby, sure. Yeah, we'll just put you both in the same room speaking of the same room you 500 bits just entered your room thomas from duke flea um, for the players to linger a little longer <laughs> all right um so first up is donovan um i would say with action bonus action you could probably make it to the bottom of the stairs is that where she's oh. at She's on the opposite side of the yeah, room. She's, she's uh, below you... us. We don't actually know where she is, technically. Do y'all see the map? Oh, no. Oh, there's a map. Oh, a map. dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, geez. And those rocks are uh, the wave sculptures. Got Thank it. You. Got it. And the three of us um, are still up top, so we're not yes. in real relation. We're just because we're on the upper level. Cool. And this floor, the floor is all one um, consistent space, right? This isn't actually water, or or is it frozen ice water? And this is uh, it looked cool. It's a water throne room that I found on here, um, but it's it's ice. It, all of it is. Everything's ice. Got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Map. <laughs> so yeah, I would say movement and bonus action. You could probably make it to the bottom of the stairs. Hmm. Okay, give me a moment here. Um, so, but I won't be hidden if I do that. Nope. Um, well, it's, it's not great. But I can't see her and I can't the only way to fight her is to go down those steps. At the current moment, that's what you might ascertain. Oof. Yeah. Well, then I am going to movement. Bonus action hide and then dash. So I'm actually, I'm not going to attack this round. I'm just going to try and stay hidden and get into the room. Okay. Yeah, uh, roll me a step. They have disadvantage on their... Ooh, that's shitty. That's 18. 18? You slip on down. Okay. You slip on down and try to hook a quick right in. 
Um, and I know with this map, it's a singular entrance, but we'll say there's three squares here that people can come into, but you quickly just slip off to the side. Okay, cool. Next up, Azar. I would say also similar. Well, what is your movement right now? 45. 45? We'll say it's 60 feet to get to the bottom. Okay. Um, I will move and I'll uh, bonus action to get down there and off to the side. And I'll uh, just uh, eldest blast since we're still so far away. Yeah. And you just do you uh, hook the same way as Donovan went or or is that uh, oh yeah go you can left a little okay. bit. Okay. But yeah, you fire off two Eldritch Blasts. <laughs> go ahead and roll some attacks. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, I got less. I am blessed. Uh, D4. Okay, that's not bad. Um, 17. 17? 17 hits. 17. First is one point of damage. Second one is. uh, 15 with everything. 15 with everything? Nice. No, no. Does that hit? That's the second blast. Oh, second blast. Yeah, that that hits. Okay. That's four times better. Four points of force damage. Okay. So sorry, that was five points of damage total? Total, yeah. Okay. Okay. You watch as these two, one of them just catching off on her cloak that instantly refreezes. The other one getting a bit more impact on the chest, but still just... And she stares at you. And on initiative 20, she looks at Azar, who is coming. She looks at Narthi, who's there. You, all, you also see her look over to where Donovan is. Uh. Oh, no. Oh, no. But because you are the one who hit her on initiative 20, she just, with a flurry of snow, teleports right next to you. And regardless of teleportation, I still get my attack of opportunity. Because they simply have to enter my reach. They don't have to move. Oh, interesting. It's written differently. Oh, that's a lot better. Um, I, that's a 19 on the die. So hit. 19 hits. Um, and there's no... It's immune to poison, so that doesn't matter. Okay, that's 11 um, magic bludgeoning damage. I'll push her five feet further away. Okay. 11 damage, and you push her five feet away. Yep. Um, but that was initiative 20. Next up is Naz at initiative 19. With... Can I say she's riding my shoulder? Yeah, she's still there. <laughs> and she's looking right at Oriole and um oh, that's not helpful. What? 
Was that the noise she was making? <laughs> I did fully forget that we had Naz and Velen yeah. potentially involved in this fight. Yeah. So yeah, I need that's you you could, but you also don't have to. I'm not sure if she's helpful or harmful at this point <laughs> in the game. Um, but yeah, uh, Naz having ridden on your shoulders, like, oh, shit. Um, one thing you will note, Donovan Thomas, um, she looked at you. Okay. Right at you. Uh, Naz atop your shoulder is just going to be like, come on, come on. And you watch as as a thunder wave emits from her hands. Uh, and Oriel needs to make a constitution saving throw and makes it. So that is a 3d8. Ugh. Too many tabs open. <laughs> I don't need the her house anymore. You're fighting her. Um, Thunderwave, right? Three, two to eight. For seven thunder damage. And she's kind of pressed up against this lip here. So she just kind of doesn't really get pushed back any further. Okay. That's Naz's turn, who will stay atop your shoulder at the moment. Oriole's turn now with uh, Narthi on deck. She walks forward up to you, Azar, if you'd like to. Oh, wait, no, you took your. That's my reaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is she going to do? Yeah. She's just going to reach her hand out towards you and just this icy grip grabs onto your neck. Also, did it was discussed, Donovan or Elspeth, who got the uh, ring? Mm. Of warm. You want to roll these? Sure, let's roll off. Three. Well, Oreo reaches down towards you. Ooh, that's not too great, but does a 19 hit? Seven. 19 hits. Okay. So you take 13 cold damage as she just grabs onto your shoulder and you just feel this cold emanate through your body. The heat shield that, or the, the mage armor that your, um, your god pre- prevent, presented to you helps a bit, but it is still very, very cold. Okay, next up, Narthi. Right, well, I... Um, Narthi is going to run directly at this creature that has a hold of his arm right here and do a couple of attacks with the trident. Okay, go ahead. Right. All right, that will definitely not hit. Our second one is, well, it was a 12. 12 won't hit, right? Well, does not hit. Yeah. Uh, this is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. Wonderful. Uh, so we'll smack this one here. Where are you? <laughs> All right. Well, so this is a six to hit, but we'll bonus action cast a spell. And hearing that 
maybe is not a fan of the uh, radiant damage is going to cast a third level branding smite alongside with this. Okay. Uh, so two extra d6, three plus six, which is nine radiant damage. Okay. Uh, and then also, uh, I don't know if I don't know if Ariel's been teleporting or going invisible, but this target now sheds a dim light in a five foot radius, cannot become invisible. Okay. Sorry, I'm struggling with math at the moment. There we go. And how much damage do you do with the regular trident? I don't remember what I said. I think it was, it wasn't much. It was like six, maybe I think six. It was very minimal. Sorry, maybe chat remembers. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say six. Yeah. And then so nine. you lunge forward and you are able to make contact. Or first you lunge forward and she dodges and you catch the cloak, but then you wheel it around and on the back end you stab forward and you make contact and quickly just inject some radiant energy. Is it's like at which point is it the end of your turn? Mm -hmm. Um, as she takes on that damage, she just teleports away. To here. Is she still glowing? She's still glowing. Yes, she's still glowing. Okay. Using one of her legendary actions. Mm. Next up is Elspeth. Um, you're at the top of the stairs, so great. 30 feet of movement to get to the bottom. Yep. Uh, 30 feet of movement, get to the bottom. Do I see Donovan as I'm running by because i know uh, what's your passive what is my passive what is my passive 14 14 you do not see a donovan okay um okay then i will uh run down to the bottom of the steps take a quick moment to assess the situation um, God, I'm so bad at things in general. Donovan, you're next up. I think I will bonus action call up my spiritual weapon. Mm -hmm. Um, let me see. Where would you like to stick it? I would like to, yeah, I'd like to put it right, like right above where she is right now. So okay. next to her, one above, um, as my big spectral scale appears. Uh, do I want to attack or do I want to attempt reason? This is the question. Because I just came into this. Fight. Oh yeah. Reason, reason, reason. Did you did you hear all of the, the screaming and fighting that happened? I heard a lot of sounds. I heard a lot of sounds as everyone ran by me and then things were happening downstairs. Um yeah, sure. Let's take the let's take the swing. Take a swing. Uh, that is, uh, I've so uh, this is the downside of being a spellcaster. There's so many things that it, I have to find where they are in my thing. That's a dirty twenty to hit. Dirty twenty hits. 
for 10 force damage. 10 force damage. Um, and then I guess, oh man, this is kind of dirty, but I'll try it anyway. Um, yeah. And then I guess I'll, I will kind of shout to her and be like, please, we could, we could talk about this. We can help you if you want help. And as I say that, that will count as my word of radiance. And I would like a constitution saving throw, please. Constitution saving throw, dirty twenty. Yeah, that will pass. So mm-hmm. there's like a like a little bit of a fizzle of that kind of black light <laughs> radiant damage from my hand, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. I believe it sounds something like. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I mean, I my heart was only <laughs> half in it. It's not surprising that this failed. <laughs> uh, Donovan, you're up. I'm going to ready in action, ready in action to fire an arrow as soon as the creature is threatened. Okay. All right. Azar, you're up. I will threaten Oriel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, um, going uh, with my new staff. Azar's just like full of staffs today. Dual wielding staffs. Not just the one. Okay. I, I was joking about that. Okay. But it's such a funny image. This tiny little monk just twirling these giant stabs in both hands. <laughs> Chain the guard all, all over again. Giant nunchucks. There we go. Okay. Um, that plus three. 16. 16 to hit? It does. Okay. Do you uh, move yeah. forward? Oh, wait. Um, hex first, then attack. Okay. Oh, why am I drawing? Yeah, I'll... Let me go grab her. There we go. So, hex and that is the plus three is uh, that is six bludgeoning and four necrotic for the first attack. Okay. Uh, and that I'm not really hot today. Plus that's plus eleven plus seven that's eighteen. Five bludgeoning plus five necrotic, and uh, go ahead and flurries of blows this because okay, why not do it now while you're still conscious? That's my new motto. (laughs) Do it while you're still conscious. That should be on a t shirt. (laughs) That is my personal uh, t shirt for sure. Uh, that's a tw- 25. So that's um oh nine. Um I I'll just fire, why not? Mm-hmm. Plus another three necrotic. Okay. And then natural 20. Yes. Nice. 
what I'm looking for. So that's, uh, that's plus three is a uh, 10 fire plus ooh, five, uh, plus another nine necrotic. Necrotic, okay. You come in swinging with your new spider staff going crack, crack. And just as- uh, Frost staff, not spider Oh, frost staff. Um, it doesn't do any frost damage, right? No. Okay. Just two cracks away. And then as Oreo kind of staggers back, you get in two strikes with a fist and a kick. It's like, boom. You did some hefty damage. And she's and Wait. teleports once. Uh, before, yeah. as soon oh, as yeah, it was ahead. threatened. <laughs> 11. Eleven. Can we give him a D six. Give him a D six. Yeah, do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You got the bits, bro. That only gets me at max. Well, we'll find out what happens. Try it. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Oh. oh. <laughs> She's not wearing armor, bro. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nine, twelve, fifteen, nineteen, twenty-two, twenty-six points of. Nice. Piercing damage. And as you see this barrage happen and you see the flurry of snows begin to envelop her, you fire off an arrow. And just as she teleports, you watch as your arrow goes inside with her. And as she backs up 30 feet, you see that the arrow is sticking out of her chest. <laughs> and she's just looking straight at you. Um, uh... I'm going to, then I'm going to move. Oh, wait, no, I, I did. Yeah, that, that was, was your held yeah. action. Ready to action. Um, so that was initiative 20. She teleported on initiative 19. Naz just kind of, let's see, can she do any support? Uh, Naz, I don't suppose you just have just a massive amount of healing spells stocked in there, do you? No, sorry. And then she just wizards. She's going to do a little to the side, and you can watch as a little spark just kicks off onto the right side of the throne room, and Oreo's head just kind of cocks with that owl-like tick, just like, and then tick back. You just wait until I go, Ness. I'll get you the message. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be best. Um, at which point it is Oreo's turn with Narfi on deck. Seeing this configuration happen, you see her take her oh. arm out and just start to weave it up in a circular fashion over her head. And this gets everybody. Yep. You watch as it appears overhead. Um, Oh, no. Why, why did it do that? Oh, okay, thank you. Hail begins to fall out of the sky. It begins to coalesce in small little things first before um, shooting down atop you. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> don't, don't forget your plus fours. It'll help. So that's two. 
plus eight, ten. Oh man. Sir, what was our what was our ad for you? Uh, uh four plus four. four. Okay. Or a D4, I'm sorry. D4. Oh, plus oh, uh, you mean uh, if you're within ten feet of me, it's plus five automatically. But I don't think anyone's within uh, no one's within ten feet. No, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I was double checking. Yeah, yeah. That's right, because we're blessed. Got it. Tracking. This is a saving throw. Yes, dexterity. Yeah. Do I get the plus? Uh, do we establish that? I'm sorry. I get the plus five of my own aura. I don't. I do. Okay. Is it all that. saving throws or? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all saving throws. Nice. Just paladin things. Woo! So that's a <laughs> that's a fail yeah. on Donovan's part. <laughs> I like that we've all gone Call of Cthulhu at this point. We're just like, <laughs> nah, it's a fail. No. Uh, what did what did people get? Twenty three. Twenty three. You pass. Eight. Eight. Nine. Nine. Fifteen. You did not pass, so um, you shall not pass. Everybody uh, take uh, six bludgeoning damage as R three. I take none. <laughs> evasion, and I'll, and I'll take three from evasion. Okay. So I take the six, yeah. Uh, you take six, yes. Yeah, and then cold damage. Um, I'm sorry. What am I saying? Uh, 14 cold damage. And Northeast half. Seven, yep. Half for Northeast. Yeah, and I get to have that because of the, I've got the Ring of Warmth. Got the ring. So. And I get to have it because of your patient. Okay. Uh, is, so what was the number? Uh, so that would be seven cold damage for you and three bludgeoning. Okay. Then, let me quickly mark this. Where is it? Here, nope, that's not what I want. Thought it would radiate out from the center. One second, y'all. Um, it's fun. It's good. So it's that space right there. Okay. 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 Drawing. So that covers the whole. That's a twenty-foot radius. Yeah. Hailstorm. This is all difficult terrain. It's all difficult terrain. Yes. So your movement is halved. I don't want to be that person, but I have to be that person. Did Naz make their check? Thank you. And she I only did advantage because she's writing. <laughs> oh, she did. I mean, she's only <laughs> got like three hit points because she's in the body of her ferret. Well, she got a nat twenty, so everything is great. Oh. Peachy. However, we have. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is also in the body of her weasel, who takes a hail just to the side, and it just and you watch as the uh, weasel just into the air, and you watch as the spectral form of Naz just like no gets yanked out of the space. So she did that, some damage, so hey. <laughs> at least she tried, which is more than we can say for some of the people we've met along this journey. And that is 
Oreo's turn. And next up is oh, Narthy with Elspeth on deck. Can I ask how high the ceilings are? Is this another giant, giant room? Yeah, I would say about 30 feet. 30 feet. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> this is good. Uh, Narthy's going to kind of smile and just be like, I didn't realize we were causing storms. And she's going to call lightning down uh, and cast her lightning moment. I'm going to cast this. So there's a storm cloud that's going to appear above uh, here. It's a 100 feet. foot radius. <laughs> it's at 660 feet. 60 feet. Oh, so 60 yeah. feet. 100. No, uh, it's 60. That's what I was like. Outside for call lightning, do you? No, it says only if the conditions, if you are a room that cannot accommodate the cloud, which I think is meaning the the radius, and because it's, it's ten feet tall and sixty feet radius, is that we're we're gonna get caught in it? If it's sixty foot radius, it's gonna hit everybody. The cloud um, is you call the lightning on a specific fu- spot. Okay, specific correct, okay. correct. But if the cloud the cloud should be big, I, this is up to you though, James. I don't know. It's if, sixty foot radius it says 10 feet tall and 60 foot radius i'm not sure if, if that all yeah that's, that's not yeah, gonna it's... work here oh it was it would have been so <gasps> cool though. it would have been so cool well then screw this uh balls you know then um let me ask this for the hail that's coming down now, no, I'm not going to do that either. Is the hail still coming down? That's no, what... it is, but just blanketed the area, making it difficult terrain. Hmm. Okay. I know you. I, I would like to add, I forgot that um, until uh, my turn, um, attack rolls against her have advantage. Oh, okay. Oh, also, noted. did you roll concentration for Hex? Yeah. Okay, thank you. First the time last, in the I didn't take any I've damage. actually remembered that. Yeah, I didn't take any damage this time, but the last went to... Um, well, no, I didn't have... I, no, I cast Hex immediately, so I would have had a roll for that. Right. How would you... F- okay, so how would you feel then if... Would create or destroy water, if I do cast that, could I negate some of the terrain in this area? Um, I mean, it is non-magical at this point, so yeah, I would say so. Okay, I'm just going to do that. It says up to a 30-foot ranged area cube uh, to destroy. So I think I'm going to destroy like a 30-foot cube of this terrain. So maybe we can get a little bit more vantage on it. Yeah, let's do that much. Let's let me get a. <laughs> let me know how you feel about this. Create a weird little kidney bean shape in yeah. the hail <laughs> terrain. I like it. I like it. How do you feel about that? Like this entire area here would be free to love it. Sure. Yes. Okay. I don't know if I can erase things. We'll track. It's yeah, fine. we got it. We got it. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. There we go. <laughs> you would think they would allow you to erase things. You can't. Uh, and then that's what I, that's all I'm going to do because they're further than thirty feet away. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm done. Yep. That's okay. All. Next up after Narthy is Elspeth. Okay, uh, 
ahead. Now I have to check a range thing real quick. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, great. Uh, bonus action. I'm going to go ahead and move my spiritual weapon right in front of Arl and take a swing. With advantage. With advantage? Yep. That's not super great. Uh, 15. 15. 15 hits. Delightful. Uh, what is the damage? Uh, that'll be nine force damage. As nine the force scales damage. Hurl in. Okay. So that was my bonus action. And then. For my action, again, I'm going to just look and be like, I'd really rather talk about this, but if this is how it's going to have to be, I'm so sorry. And I am going to cast a fourth level Guiding Bolt. Okay. Roll to hit. With advantage. Oh, is that also with advantage? Yeah, me... all attacks Ooh. until the end of my next okay. turn. Okay, let me, let me roll again to see if I happen to crit. I don't, but that is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. Sorry, I should have pre-rolled this because I was not expecting to make it because of my personal track record. Uh, okay. Um, that is 20 radiant damage as my black light bolt shoots out of my hand and <coughs> slams into her. Claim your kill. <gasps> nope, that's that's exactly what happens. She just, I'm sorry, I'd rather talk about this. And like extends her hand, and this bolt shoots out, and presumably the frostbite, like I don't know, gets hit, falls over something, and it's immediately the like oh no face, <laughs> and like starts running toward her, like oh god, did that just happen? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, full 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 movement. I I'm I've got like. I guess that's going to be 10 feet out of the difficult terrain and then the last 20 feet to end up and just start running toward her. Yeah. As you collide with her, you watch as the cowl, the cape made of ice just melts into slush. And almost as if the interior of her was made of a similar material, you just watch as the body itself just slaps down onto the ground this owl-like monstrosity just kind of crumpling onto the ground before you. And you run forward. No, 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 this wasn't, this wasn't how it was, oh, gods, oh, no, that's not, that's not what I meant to, ah! That was disappointingly ah. easy. You hear a ripping sound as three fingers, four, five, of ice just rip through the owl-like body and climbing out is a ice 
like female figure. That's better. This emerges from the body of this owl-like creature. Uh, are you, are you like, okay, as a bonus action, when, I, uh, when Narthi starts seeing that, can she try and telekinetically pull Elspeth away? Uh, it is unfortunately not your turn. Oh, so we're still in initiative. I was You're hoping we yeah. Shoot. And... Sorry, 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 girl. <laughs> no, what, what you see is the cartoon, like, running tor- forward, this thing, sort of thing, and then it's the immediate, like, spinning in place, like, okay. Yeah. And it's icy, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> and this it would be funny if it wasn't so terrifying. Twelve-foot maiden climbs out of this skin sack that was holding her in. She's completely made of ice with icicle-like blades stemming from her body, from her shoulders, from her hair, from her knees, and they continue to grow until gravity takes them and you just watch as they break off and fall to the ground as it continues to grow. And in this growth, or sudden growth, you watch as she just rushes forward. Right now it is Donovan's turn. As she rushes forward, the sound of cracking ice just... Uh, I'm gonna shoot an arrow! Actually, I'm gonna take... I can take 10 feet forward to get out of the... uh... Actually, no, it doesn't matter. I'm shooting an arrow. You shoot an arrow. Have advantage. Oh, that's... Yeah, Guiding Bolt hit also, so theoretically you have advantage for that as well that's that's do do we still have advantage with the new form that's the question what is uh what is the wording on that um jp for the advantage well this one's guiding bolt too oh guiding bolt guiding both of them would provide advantage because czar hasn't taken the next turn and guiding bolt gives advantage to the next attack that hits so this is kind of your call a different creature uh, then that's a miss. With a 10. This sudden body horror as it just climbs out and then charges forward. Eyes flashing blue. Very similar to the figure that you saw in the sculptures prior. A little more monstrous, but... Still... Yeah, it's just like, whoa, fring, whoa. Okay, uh, then I'm gonna... Move over here and get away. Hide. You know what? Bonus action hide. Why not? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, 23. I'm still hoping you can crack 40 on a stealth check. <laughs> with that I don't know. The most I, could, most I could get is 32. Really? I thought you could get more than that. Okay. I have t- plus 12 to my stealth. Okay. As you rush off to the side, Donovan, keeping an eye on her, you just see the eyes just track you. Mm. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not that much of a threat, so. And you just watch as ice just kind of coalesces around her and whips out in a very quick storm. And I believe everybody is within 30 feet of her? Yeah. Not Narthi. <laughs> Um, no, I am. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, could I have moved just a little bit? 
<laughs> that is your choice, or that is where you ended your turn. Yeah, that, that is. Um, and everyone will take four cold or four piercing damage. Excuse me. It's not cool. Just like these shards of ice just cut you. Um, but that takes us to Azar's turn. So, uh, do I have to move my hex back onto her? It is a different because hex sticks around. If it's a new form, it's a new form. Technically, a different right. Then I'll move it onto her and attack. Ooh, okay. And I'll say, okay, this makes more sense. I mean, they should have called her the Owl Maiden or something like that, but she really looked like this. Frost Maiden makes a lot more sense. Don't antagonize her any more than she's already antagonistic. Um, so, oh. It's like telling, telling people, you don't look like a George. You just I'm not going <laughs> to call you George. You just don't look like a George. <laughs> and Attack away. Uh, 17. The first one. And I'm just... It's going to be fire punches. Nice. Fire punches. Cool to know. Because she's made out of ice, and that makes more sense. Fair. That's fair. Four, um, seven fire damage. And five necrotic damage. For the first attack. Ooh. That's a... Uh, 26 to hit and a 9 max damage for the fire. That's the wrong size die. And 4 more necrotic damage. Okay. You let out this fury of blows. Just the fire cracking into her form before it reforms as if the ice just kind of glides over it, but you are doing hefty damage with those fire punches. Okay. Um, I'll take a step back. You take a step back. Um, she's going to reach back at you with... From her body, like, as you are moving away, she grabs one of the ice shards and just... As it comes out, it forms into a massive ice-like mace that tries to hit you as you move backwards for a 30-20 to hit. Yep. And you'll take uh, 11 bludgeoning damage and ooh, 11 cold damage. Halved. Okay. At which point it is Oriel's turn and you have seemingly grabbed her attention as she turns around to you. And she just plucks off just a tiny bit of one of the shards. And you watch as the gem in her hand begins to rotate very quickly. And she just sends it to you. Can I ask you to make a charisma saving throw? Attack me! Attack me! <laughs> uh, charisma save. I don't have nothing on that. So that is a 17. 17. You all watch as this gem is thrown towards Azar. And as it taps her on the head, you watch as with a flurry of snow and ice, she is trapped inside and the crystal just kind of stays there. Um, so 
just for your knowledge, you are currently stunned and trapped. And you can continue to repeat saving throws at the end of your turns. Oh. We are the crystal gems. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And she turns back to you, Elspeth, the cracking of her neck looking down. And she looks and says, The annoyance is gone. Let us continue. Are you sure you don't want to talk? (laughs) (laughs) At which point it is Narthi's turn. You see this floating gem in which Azar is held in. I know nothing of this. All right. Um, I'm going to approach. Uh, five, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Let's actually be here. And does she look like she wants to talk after seeing that, or was she being sarcastic? Arya, I'm gonna just yell it at at her and see if she's changes eye lines from Elspeth. She's staring down at Elspeth. Right. Again, we can still talk. And I'm going to try and and then I'm just going to attack. Are <laughs> 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 you going to move towards me? Or... Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, so I'm like 10 feet away from her. I don't want to be right up to her, but I am going to throw my trident at her. Oh, you're going to throw your trident. Well, uh, uh, first one is definitely not going to hit. And the second one... Well, the first one was a 14. I don't think that's going to hit. Unless it does. So uh, we have a bit... Oh, should we do a 14? bit? Let's add, let's add a d6. Yeah, okay. sure. Might as well. Oh, six. So that'll be a dirty 20. Dirty that was 20. nice. So we know and 20 then, hits. And the second one is a nat one. So uh, <laughs> probably not. So the you first throw one. this first one. Boom, you call your uh, trident back after it scrapes through. What's the damage on that first one? Uh, that's going to be a nine. Nine damage. Then you call it back and then you throw it once more. And she dodges out of the way, and she quickly looks at you, losing one of her legendary actions. She throws an ice dart straight at your forehead. Um, for a natural 20. Uh, let's disadvantage that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> with, a, with a card from the deck of inspiration. With you, yes. Woo. Kickstarter uh. launches on Tuesday. Watch our yeah. service. <laughs> Does a 19 hit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a nat 20. It's no, not that's, fine. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. not. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. So that's okay. One cold damage reduced by half, so one cold damage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. it would have been two. <laughs> it only would have been two. God. Damn and it. Four piercing damage. Okay. 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 Hey. And this one just cuts you on the side. <laughs> that is Narthy's turn. Elspeth. Well, as bon- and then bonus action, I am going to cast on uh, Elspeth. Uh, where was it? Uh, Shield of Faith, just in case. Okay. So that ups my AC to buy two. Yeah, two by two. Yeah. We we could have kept Azar from doing getting like <laughs> ten damage instead. We did. <laughs> Look, we don't know how this works. We've never well, fought that's... gods before. <laughs> I've had spirited intellectual discussions with them. That wasn't really a fight. <laughs> but next up, Elspeth, what you gonna do? Oh my. god. God, um, I'm I'm going I'm going to look and see if I got a response to my question. Are you sure you don't want to talk? 
as after she throws that one dart towards Narthi, cutting across the cheek, she looks down at you. Just staring. I didn't want it to be like this, but I'm not going to stand by and let my friends get hurt again. I'm sorry. And I am going to call down... Oh god, this is probably a terrible idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. Sorry to everyone else who's about to get involved. I'm calling down Flame Strike, which is a 10-foot radius. I want to call it down on top of her if I can. I would rather encased in ice. So go I ahead. would rather position it to hit myself than my other people. If there's if there's no way to avoid hitting people, then what I would will. You like it position. You can choose. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can get my measuring tool to. Does work. it go to a point or center? It goes to center. It's a ten foot radius. Of a point you can see, of or... a point I can, of a point I can see. So it goes to a point, which means you can do. Yeah, right there is good. Azar is encased in ice, so it's okay. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna put it in whatever. I wanna put it where it'll hit Earl and not graze either of my companions. And if that means I have to graze myself, I'll do it. Okay, using uh, I believe that's yeah Thomas's marker right at that center bit there. You can also yeah. um, move and take an attack of opportunity. I don't trust that. Because <laughs> I don't know how strong her attacks are. Yeah. So I'm just going to take the hit. So you're going to take the hit of Flame Strike? Okay. Based right on that center portion right there. Yep. God, I what? after we went through all that drama, God, I hope this hits. Mm. Oh, uh, no, fuck. It's a saving throw. Saving throw. We're both going to make dex checks as we dive out of the way. Oh, definitely hit his arm with it. <laughs> you're well, no, because you're incapacitated. So I'm going to take yeah. it. I have an OK dex. Yeah, but she also encased me in ice, so it might melt it. Uh, actually, wait a minute. I mean, you, you just need to get a part of her, right? I mean, you could put it right here and not get either of you. And it'll still hit her. Yeah. Does that work for you, James? Yeah, that's fine. Great. Then I'm going to plant it right there so that it hits her and doesn't graze anybody <laughs> Don- else. Donovan's like, no, no, no. Five feet to the right. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. Sorry. Just uh, right. as this column of file, <laughs> fire just like drops down and flares up. Does um, uh, 15 make it? No, the check She's is going 16. to use one of her legendary resistances to succeed. Okay, then she will only take half this damage, which is going to be. Sorry, I have to do some math. I did roll, I just haven't added it up. Uh, so she's going to take half of. Uh, 14 radiant, halved to 7, and then. 19 fire. 19 fire, okay. Halved to whatever. Okay. The radiant portion of this twisting spiral doesn't do the same amount you would have liked as it had done previously. But the fire this time around 
even though she is able to dodge out of the way, does do a significant amount. Interesting. Noted. All right. That's right. I am bad at the mapping right now. <laughs> do you need those numbers again? Uh, no, I'm just trying to do math. There we go. Nope, that's uh, fine. <clears throat> um. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay there because I'd rather draw her ire and keep it off of my compatriots. So. Mm-hmm. Donovan, you're up as this kaleidoscope of radiant and fighter damage just <laughs> strikes down at her. Part of her form melts before reforming. <laughs> like, every time you strike her, her visage, her silhouette becomes more shard-like. Still humanoid in standing, in shape. So I am going to move 510, 1520, 25, drawing my rapier and sticking her with a booming blade. Okay. Unbelievable. Ten. <laughs> Ten. Um, she sees you coming, even from your shrouded position, and you lunge forward. She drops back, and she takes out in response one of the shards from... Oh, well, actually, do you have any other things you'd like to do? I'm going to bonus action Misty Step. <laughs> Go up here. Okay. You Misty Step out of the way, but she uses her legendary action to do a wide swing Missing you and twenty-seven to hit you, Elspeth. Oh yeah. Oh. Even even with the the <laughs> even with the uh, bonus from Narthy. Uh, you'll even... take twelve cold damage reduced to half. Okay. For your ring, and then uh, only four piercing damage. Cool. Literally. As the swing hits you wide, and that would be Donovan's turn. Azar, at the top of your turn, you are just trapped in what feels like a demi-plane of cold, and it's not comfortable as you take... Twenty-one cold damage as you are stuck in there. Um, but it is at the end of your turn. You may try to roll again to get free. Yeah. And I'll bring out my metal die because this thing rolls more 20s than anything else I've ever had. Thank you, Triple Critics. Close. Uh, close. And thank you, Narthy. 22. 22. You see just a small little weak point within this chamber as she tries, as you're trying to just crawl out of the cold and just punch through, you appear out. Um, you may choose within 30 feet of this area where you would like to appear. Oh, nice. Can I appear directly over her? Okay. <laughs> in the air. Appear directly over her? Yeah. Just want to drop on her head. Mm-hmm. As you do, initiative count 20. She teleports. As you no, come on! 
Howard! <laughs> I would fall at the I'm... end of my turn before the initiative count 20. If you're in the air, the end of your turn, you immediately fall. does teleport out of the way. Because it is the end of your turn, so... Like, you, you roll to get out at the end of your yeah, turn. End yeah, of turn. but you fall at the end of your turn as well. If you're in the air and you can't fly, you immediately drop up to 500 feet. <laughs> DMG. That is the worst rules lawyering I have ever heard, <laughs> and I'm here for it. Well, I mean, it uh, makes sense. It's ours not, like, floating oh, up no, there. Yeah, no, I... yeah, you immediately fall. No, I support it. I'm just laughing. <laughs> you fall. I mean, technically you're over her, but I'm pretty sure you can slow fall for the 12 feet that you make the... Or if you do 30 feet. Yeah, it just negates up to 35 points of fall damage. <laughs> um, as that happens, um, she teleports, and it is her turn. Let's see if she... Okay. It comes over to you, Donovan. Oh. I'm really no threat to you. Have I... Have I, hit, I, I can't hit the side of, broadside of a barn. You coward! <laughs> get back here! <laughs> As you say, can't even hit the side of broadside of a barn. She just looks at you. True. And she holds out her left arm towards the other three, and you watch as this cone of cold <sighs> launches out of her hands. Um, constitution saving throw from Elspeth, Azar, and Narthi. Okay. Plus I'm just five. gonna. I'm just gonna look at her and say, "You're dumber than I am." <laughs> Wow. 23. 23 makes it. Narthy. Dirty 20. Doesn't make it. Elspeth. Wow. 14. Does not make it. Yeah. You guys all have resistance, though, yeah? Yeah. 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 So we'll just, we'll just, just like, <laughs> we'll just be like is, this. <laughs> is anyone looking seriously hurt? No. Fine. Seriously? No. no. But... Okay. We're fine. Well, we'll see in a second. Yeah. <sighs> 38 cold damage reduced to 19. Okay. I'm cold. Brutal. Hold okay. on. I'm going to cast Liamman's Tiny Hut. Give me 11, <laughs> give me 11 minutes. <laughs> that takes us to... Northy without Smith on deck. Um, right. Well, uh. Oh, God. Shall I aid everyone? <laughs> How bad does everyone look? How did that do you? Maybe a whale blubber? <laughs> yeah, we forgot the whale blubber. Top. I'm just under half. Okay. Um, do what you're gonna do. Right. I, I don't know. Um, I'm going uh, to attack. I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, I, you should, you should attack. I'm attacking. I, yeah, attack. I'm gonna. One, two, three, four, five, six, five, seven. I'm gonna go here. And I'll throw a trident at this stupid, icy, frosty lady. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Twice. So that would be a... 
21 to hit. 21 hits. And a 19 to hit. Both of those hits. Yeah. All right. That's a 8 plus a 9 plus, uh, so that's, how much is that? 8 plus 9. 17. And I will, for one of these hits, I'm going to Divine Smite as well. With some extra radiant damage. I don't know why I'm going Julia Child all of a sudden, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it feels seven, right. Yeah, We're seven, going to make a Julia base. So that's an additional thirteen of radiant damage because I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> you throw the first, boom! You get the get it back. You throw the second, boom! And then that as it makes contact, you all watch as radiant energy just go <laughs> again, taking off a part of her arm before the ice just <laughs> reformed once more. Anything else you'd like to do, Narthy? Um, let's see. Mm. Bonus action, I will try to shove the Frostmaiden away from Donovan. Okay, what does she need to do? Uh, strength saving, uh, strength you're, saving. You're not, next, you're not next to her? No. Oh, telekinetic shock. Oh. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, she also, yeah, she could do fancy things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think she will make that. 17? Nope. Sweet. Uh, so the creature is five feet away from... It has been pushed five feet away from Donovan. It's pushed back. As she does, her growing back arm grabs the arm that had fallen off, and she throws it right next to you. Next you to me? Watch, yeah. As you watch, slowly forming from the broken off arm, a where are you? Ice elemental. Before it can, before it can start growing, Narthy's gonna pull down her pants and start peeing on it. So it'll <laughs> melt. So it'll melt. So salty. It's salty. <laughs> uh. Unknown no. to you, Narthy, but familiar to yeah, no particularly Donovan, an ice nephit forms. Oh, 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 no. oh, fuck these. What <laughs> is it? What? What? What is it? Smash. 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 <laughs> um. Okay, that is Narthy's turn. Elspeth with Donovan on deck. I'm, uh, hold on, please. I need to gather a, bo- a bunch of dice to see if this is going to work. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. I hit everything. Um, Elspeth, uh, so first off, bonus action, I'm going to take my spiritual weapon over 20 feet, which should land it right next to her. I am trying to get it to ping, and I don't know if it's showing up, but it should get right next to her and be able to take a swing. Yep. Uh, that's gonna be a 15 to hit. She parries with one of her icicles that come off of her shoulder. <laughs> right, well, guess we're going to do this the hard way. Sorry, everyone. And I'm going to run directly up to her and throw a hand and I'm going to try to inflict wounds. Okay. Mm. 
What is my modifier? 24 to hit. 24 hits. I'm casting this at a level 4. Because we're kind of all or nothing at this point. Hmm. Uh, I don't like your shifting eyes, James. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel now, Matt? How do you feel now? (laughs) Stop it, stop it. (laughs) 34 necrotic damage. I'm gonna Again. fucking die, you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. 34 is exactly what you needed. Claim your kill. Um, It's literally like grab onto her and just as this searches through, just looking and reaching out, like probably talking in Celestial and reaching out telepathically, just being like, I don't know what happened to you, but if I can help, I will help you find peace. You just have to tell me what's happening as this just necrotic blacklight energy radiates out of Elspeth and into Aurel. It's like baby talking as you're smothering someone with a pillow. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> but with a lot more guilt involved. <laughs> and you reach and you grab her leg because she is very tall over you and just you watch as the necrotic energy just crackles up and through her body and she lets out a scream very similar to like when you press metal into um uh oh i lost the word water no the uh into dry ice reaches and reverberates out and you watch as the ground begins to swirl with snow and ice and it begins to cloud your vision and you open and you find yourself on an endless plane of ice and at the center of this scene place, you see a small floating blue crystal with a gleaming white light at its center. Crystal roundish at the top, coming down to a point and it kind of swirls down. And you said, you can help, you can find her peace. And you just hear in your head, Nothing you do will ever give me peace for what my sister did. And you're not even willing to let us try? Donovan, top of the order. There's there's no one standing next to it? Nope. Then I'm going to... You all can see the new map, yeah? Yep. yep. Oh, we're all, we're all on the celestial plane. <laughs> or this... Oh. I'm going to run up and booming blade it. 21. 21! What is it, AC? That hits. 
You know, I'm not the smartest person in the world. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Then I'm going to bonus action disengage. Okay. And move that. Okay. At the end of your turn, you see this swirl of frost and ice begin to coalesce around Oriel, and it just continues to whip up. Um, it's as you are standing there. Let's see, Donovan, you're the one who feels it the most as this constant shredding of ice keeps smacking your left face. Um, we'll see what happens afterwards. Um, because it is Azar's turn. Uh, quick clarifying question. Am yeah. I actually this far away, given that I was touching her when we teleported? Yeah, let's actually... You also feel this from... Yeah. That, I, just, I just wanted to check. That does totally change my damage output. Oh. Yeah. That's That's... Partly why I wanted to check, because if I'm right there, because if I had hands on her... Yeah, yeah, throw some of that sneak attack in there. Oh, that's better. 11, 12, 15, 17 piercing, or sneak attack damage. Sneak attack damage, okay. Much better than five. Yep, but this aura begins to whip up around her after this very well-placed strike from Donovan. Which takes us to his arms turn. Okie dokie. Smacky, smacky time. Mm hmm. <laughs> Thank you, mm -hmm. natural 20 die. I love you. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and so all my attacks and everyone else's attacks against her have advantage until the end of my next turn. Okay. 15 on the Four. So uh, that's 22 to hit. 22 hits. So that's the staff. That's 11 magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. And oh, I'd lost concentration when I was frozen anyway. Mm -hmm. but, and I haven't recast it, but this is a new creature, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, so, yeah. So, staff again. The Vantage. That is, oh, it's a D4. So the D4 is 18. 18 points of damage? No, no, to hit. Yes. Next attack. Oh, wait, 18 to hit? It does not. It's not hit, okay. And a flurry of blows, more fire. Let's see what this thing does. It's 18 plus 22 to hit. 22 hits. That's nine fire damage. Nine fire damage. That's a 22 to hit 22 for the hit. last one. 
And that is a seven more fire damage. Seven more fire damage. Awesome. As you strike with the staff, boom, boom, just getting in there as many attacks as you can. You start punching with fire and this ice, even with the warmth and flame in your hand, you feel it very cold against your touch. Okay. And so I'm, I'm just going to zip in and zip out, see what she does. Mm. Sure. Hmm. You can't, can you do a reaction? What is it? What am I saying? Can you do an opportunity attack with the ranged attack? No. No. Oh, good to know. She doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, but that is Zara's turn. Initiative count 20. She's just going to teleport right here. She still catches um, Elspeth and Donovan in this aura that is around her, and you both take 20 cold damage. Is that already halved? Uh, not me? halved for you. Okay, so then I will half it. Okay. It's doing good. And then for her action because uh. yes it is her turn so yeah. oh did so she moved so she's gonna take some booming damage uh yes. she teleported does that count the same uh, probably not don't think it does you could check me on that but I don't think it does No. Nope. Okay. So she teleports out of there and the flurry whips around her and you watch as the light inside of the crystal looks around at the four of you and you watch as it begins to intensify. <laughs> watch as this ray just shoots right towards Elspeth. Oh, well, that's still in. Um, that's a 31 to hit. <laughs> Weirdly, anything above a 30 misses me, but yeah, no, that fully hits. That fully hits. I, yeah. So, no. uh, go ahead. Oh, that will be 13 cold damage reduced to half. Okay. Seven. And then there will be another one of those <clears throat> right towards uh, Azar for a 28 to hit. Yep. And you will take 16 cold damage reduced to half. Okay. And that is her turn. That takes us to Narthi with Elspeth on deck. Uh, do I have a 60 foot radius available at this in this infinite plane? Yep. All right, Narthi's pissed. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Narthi's just gonna kind of like look down a little bit, left to this thing, and then she's uh, like a storm clouds appears behind her, and then is gonna go above. She's calling down some lightning for this stupid, stupid thing, um, <laughs> and uh, there is gonna be. I'm just going to five feet around anything around this point. 
uh, has to do a deck save, but since there's nothing around it, we are going down to uh, okay. destroy that stupid thing with some Dexterity lightning. Dexterity saving throw. Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. Does a 18 make it? Uh-huh. Ah! Yes. <laughs> 17 <laughs> is the... 17 oh, is no. the thing. That's Save okay. for half. Uh, yeah, yeah, you still get half, and it was 3d10, and that was, wait, 10, 8, 4. What is that? 10, 8, 4, 22, 22. so 11 damage. So 11 damage, but is not, whatever, it's fine. But it's still there. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, yeah, let's, uh, bonus action. No... Yeah, I'm gonna. Or would you like to? My divinity channel. I'm gonna walk up to who's looking real bad right now. Elspeth, I'm assuming. Very bad. <laughs> so I'll walk up and then do. Oh, this is an action though. It's not a bonus action. I'm don't just hanging by her. I'm just hanging by her. Then no, for a don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay, I'm just hanging there. That's all. You hang there, and as you do, you watch as the crystal or the gleaming light inside begins to dim and then flare up in a blinding light. I need Narthi, Elspeth, and Donovan to make wisdom saving throws, please. Oh, oh wait, nice. I'm great at those. I love good. this. I'm good at this, too. Oops. 17. Okay. Elspeth? 26. 26. Marky. 31. Did I hear a 31? 31. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. This Wisdom, you said, right? Wisdom? Yeah. Yeah, 31. 31. Team gods! <laughs> Donovan, did you also add a 5 to whatever it was? Because you are within 10 feet of me. Uh, oh, that's right. That makes mine yeah. a 31 also. <laughs> He's 15 feet away, unfortunately. Oh, he is? I thought he was 10 feet. No. Oh, I'm on the other side. Oh, I should have ran close. Sorry, I should have ran close. Well, as if she gave herself away with that slow (laughs) dimming. You're all like, oh shit, close your eyes. And you close your eyes and none of you are blinded. (laughs) Score. Okay, that was uh, Narthi, Elspeth, you're up, and then Donovan on deck. Cool. Um, Elspeth is going to look at Narthi and just say, Thank you, and is going to run directly at uh, Arl and just put her hand up and just go, I'm sorry for what happened to you. And I'm going to inflict wounds uh, again at fourth level, but this time I am also going to channel my divinity into it. That is a 24 to hit. For a total of 50 necrotic damage. Because I pre-rolled this one. (laughs) To save us time. You watch as this cracks, very similar to the maiden before, just crawl up this crystal before the light inside begins to shunt it out and the fissures begin to heal themselves once more. But that was a... Hefty bit of damage. Mm-hmm. You did roll that with advantage, right? 
So I critted her on my turn. Um, I did not crit, so. But thank you for the reminder. But as you run up... Yeah, I'm just standing there with my hand pressed up against her. Elspeth will just take whatever comes at this point. Yeah, she's going to shoot you. (laughs) Yep! Okay. As if the shock of the energy from it reverberates into her, she tries to aim down and just (laughs) shoots up and away from you. Missing. Shit. Okay. Next up, after that, is Donovan with a Zar on deck. Now I'm going to take a step forward and go, who's a good frost maiden? And booming blade. <laughs> or a 24 to hit. Nice. That did almost get the spit take. Good job. <laughs> 24 hits. Uh, 10, 18... 22, 25, 29 points of damage. Eight of that. Um, what does Booming Blade do? I <laughs> know. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's Thunder, right? I thought it was Thunder. I think so. Yeah. I don't know if that eight is Thunder. So if the dice have eight sides, that means that's the D8 damage. Oh yeah, one D8 thunder damage. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, then two more D8s if it moves. Mm-hmm. Hey Donovan, claim your kill. <laughs> well, I think I already did. I just go, who's a good frost maiden? <laughs> <laughs> You stab into it, and after this entire time of trying to land a broken <laughs> blade, yes. you are able to stab into her. That squeal happens once more, but it is faint, higher pitched. It wants the light slowly dim away. And you watch as the ice just shatters. Can I have Elspeth, Donovan, and Narthi make a dexterity saving throw. Dex. Okay. Ooh, 14. 14. D- dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, this feels fitting. 8. 8. Is that plus 5? Uh, 13. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, plus 5. Not you, yeah. not you, Donovan. Not you. <laughs> not you, not you Booming not Blade. <laughs> All of you will take 17 oh, oh. piercing damage. Elspeth goes unconscious. As the ice just rips across your bodies. You watch as the flurry coalesces before your eyes and you are once more in the throne room. Bonus action healing light. <laughs> we only exist to bring back Elspeth. Yeah, I, I'm mm-hmm. gonna bonus action dash to get away from this thing if it comes back a fourth time. <laughs> um, how much do I get back, Azar? Uh, you get a oh, w- wonderful whole d6s of damage, four <laughs> health back. 
for. That's enough to sit up and just like. <gasps> well, then I'll. Uh, if I'm near you, you're getting 45 HP back. <laughs> With my lay, lay on hands. So I'm just gonna be like, this can't happen again. <laughs> Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elswith just sits up panting. I'm assuming, as you're not describing yet another form that we won. <laughs> and the building itself! <laughs> yeah, it just turns We're in its head! God damn Find it! Our way out of its skull. Uh, the island is the Frost Maiden. Now, as you stand there, standing over Elspeth. Slight chuckle as she is the one to go down and come back alive. <laughs> Oh, I think that's it. She looks around as she just starts laughing, like hysterical, like terrified laughter as she realizes what just happened. <laughs> as you laugh, the joy and mirth, the ecstasy of what has just transpired reverberates into the ceiling, into the walls, and they begin to shake. I run and get my egg. <laughs> you, you start to run, and as you do, you see cracks. I don't care. I can fly. Again, I can run really fast. The ground. <laughs> Dorothy, Elspeth, Donovan, you feel the beginnings of the shakes as you can see snow beginning to fall from the ceiling, ice beginning to shatter and crack. We should go. I think we should probably not be here right not now. Here. Yes. Let's just go. Let's just go. You start to run, and the ceiling starts to come down. And the walls start to crumble down. Um, I'd like everybody to make some uh, acrobatics checks just to stay up. What do you say? How many times can I fly? Six. Nine. Nine. Two, uh, uh, sorry, uh, four. Four? Oh, no. <laughs> Do I have to make the check if I'm flying? Uh, if you're flying, you're... F uh, no, I would say you would also have to avoid the falling ceilings. Okay. What's my flex? So you said it's a... Uh, what kind of save? Or... Uh, acrobatics. Oh, acrobatics. Okay. Uh, 7, 3, 10... This is 26. 26. Donovan and Azar, you definitely... You, Azar, began to weave up this um, hallway, up the stairs, going, darting straight for your dragon egg. Donovan, you hop up the falling <laughs> staircase. You turn around and you see Elspeth and Narthi just trip and fall. Not so bad that you guys can't get up, but you do lose them a little bit, Donovan, as you continue to run, or? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll continue to run. Yeah. Uh, North, uh, sorry. Elspeth is going to hit Narthi with a guidance and just be like, go, it's fine. Don't wait for me. I'll make it or I won't. It's fine. And just pat her on the back with the guidance. To which, okay, no. If if Donovan hears that, he's going to stop. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and definitely <laughs> help. Yeah, Narthi is not leaving Elspeth here. So she'll get up and just say, great. And then attempt to <laughs> put her over her shoulder. And then kind of like limp her way. Just fully princess me out of here. God damn it. And more of the ceiling and the walls begin to fall down. 
as this palace seemingly held up by her life force is slowly crumbling away. I'd like everybody to wake. Make one more acrobatics check with the group of three op operating as a group. <laughs> it went out of one dice box into another one. <laughs> Does that I... still count or is that a reroll? I don't know how help? that works. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is earlier, like I had a I had an 18 that rolled out of the box. I'm like, oh, I better roll that in the box too. <sighs> and that tracks. Two? Eight, 18. No. Oh. Seven. 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 Do you want Narthy yep. to roll with advantage because I'm over her shoulder, or do you want me to roll separately? Uh, you gave her guidance plus D4. I did give you guidance, so that's oh, plus D4. Oh, thank you. You're right, you're right. Oh, whoops, D4, 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 sorry. <laughs> Eight. Let's, let's add a D6 to that, though, because that might okay. get us up there. Yeah, for sure. I did roll Nine. separately, so, okay. Nice. <laughs> do you want my separate roll, or do you want Narthy to roll once Okay, uh, I rolled a 15. 15. And what'd you get, Azar? 25. 25. You zip on through your spectral dragon wings, allowing you to cruise past. You see one of the bits of falling ceiling, and you see it come down like an icicle. <laughs> you just dodge out of the way, and you see the egg slowly warbling as the floor begins to buckle. And as it's about to fall, you just grab it, <clears throat> and you still flying upwards? Oh, that's where the goddamn bird is. I'm going back out the window. I'll go out the window. I'll go out the, um, the eye holes. Whatever, I'll fly out one of those. Zoom out one of the eye holes. Um, Narthy, Elspeth, Donovan, you three doing your best to get out of there. It's a pleasure if there's, a, you if there's an ice door in front of me, like shooting firebolts at it. To... <laughs> you're running and you're just like, ah! <laughs> as ceiling is falling down, crushing all of these sculptures made by the hands of Oriel, her history being eradicated as this building collapses in and on itself. And just as you see, the front facing wall that holds up the face, the facade began to lean towards y'all. You run, getting up the stairs, you see the eye hole, and poof, die hard right out of there as it comes crumbling down. You land in, mm. not snow, not ice. It hurts. Yeah. Um, but you make it out. You guys okay? Yeah. I said, just holding my precious dragon egg. <laughs> <laughs> Now can you go get that chest full of gold? <laughs> what chest? We can come back for it later. You all There's a harp up there. <laughs> you all look up towards Azar who checks in and you are okay. And as you do, you have to blink for a moment. Cover your eyes. Because just as you're looking up, the darkness, almost like oil being hit by soap just as the sun pierces through blinding you as you have had it for months not seeing it in its full glory as it just stretches across the sky blues 
cyans. It just reflects the waters of below, up top, clouds. Sun. Nice. <laughs> I imagine it's just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it oh, is Jonathan, that put your thing, put your cloak away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Elspeth just throws an arm over her eyes and just starts laughing again, like in that just hysterical relief. Hmm. Go ahead. I guess, uh, we won. Donovan's kind of like, we killed a god and I'm still broke. We can come back for it later. <laughs> I don't think it matters right now. I, um... We should go. Let's get out of here. Uh, no, nothing. could you... Could you maybe call us a ride? I, I, I'm sure we're not in danger here, but I'd really like to not be here right now. If that's all sure. right with you. So as, Narthi, as everyone has been kind of like, Gah! with the sun, Narthi's looking out on the, uh on the sea of moving ice and seeing the sun as it kind of, as you said, goes out. She's seeing the sun start to hit some of the the icebergs and whatnot. She's starting to see, as she sees it, she can actually see the plankton and the plant life and stuff start to slowly respond out here in the sea of moving ice. So for her, this is kind of like a, she's having a very cathartic moment right now. She's like, this is what, and she starts to see in her mind, like, the currents start to flow in different ways and things. She sees what's happening. So when I think Elspeth says, do you mind if it's, a, if I'm so sorry. Yes, yes, Elspeth. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to, if you could call us a ride, I think we'd all like to be not <sighs> here right now. I, I understand, I understand. She'll walk down towards the shore, hop in, boom out sonar. <laughs> yeah, and as you all, or making your way down from the now ruined fortress. You can watch as the fog also dissipates away from the island and as you're walking down it it does look like a giant snowflake with the different six prongs aimed outward in the different directions. But on the south eastern direction you can see way off in the distance the cliff sides of Icewind Bales and the sun mm -hmm. just <sighs> gliding over it as the darkness turns away. Northy, you jump in the water. It's not warmer, per se, but just the perceived notion that sun is once more finally giving life again to the, the sea in this ever-trading bond that they have. There is a warmth in it. You call Angajuk, who pulls right up, takes you all in, and because no need for the serpentine, you get to just beeline straight <laughs> back <laughs> to the shores <laughs> of Icewind Day. Takes a day. You arrive at the now familiar bell with the arch. You walk along the dock and it's anticlimactic. You brought back the sun and 
We're just standing here at the, what is perceived to be the edge of the world. Request. Shit. Oh. Now I'm going to have to stay here. <laughs> Why would you have to stay here? This is a silver dragon egg. Can't raise him in the desert. Need cold. That sounds like a personal problem, honestly. Yeah, that's what I said. I have to stay. I, I gotta go back to that island. <laughs> Why? There was a chest with gold in it and a harp, and... You know what? You will have fun. I'm going to go find Imdra and... Actually, I don't know, do a lot of things I've thought about, and then try to uh, find my father and punch him in the face for not telling me anything. If anyone wants to come, you're welcome. Uh, sh- uh, sure, I guess I can help. I just gotta store this somewhere. I'm sure we can find some place with cold storage. I don't Maybe know Mark how- can sit on that for a while. That would probably be a good place for him, honestly. We'd know exactly where he was. He couldn't get into any trouble there. Imagine how great it would be, too, if that dragon hatched and it thought Mark was its mother. On second thought, Azar, you should stay as close to that egg as possible <laughs> for as long as possible. Oh, I'll probably be long dead before this hatches. They take a long time. Anyway, Fair enough. Uh, Nothing. Which way's back? Thank you <laughs> for your help. I assume you're going to go back to your people, but uh, we couldn't, truly couldn't have done this without you, and I'm so sorry about your brother, but I'm glad to have known you. I am glad to have known all of you as well, and I am, after questing with you all, I have seen why he took a liking to all of you. I truly will miss you, but I, I must return to my lodge and bring back the good news that the currents are back. And the sea of moving ice shall be moving once again. Soon. If you ever need assistance, we are the last people you should call on, but <laughs> we're always uh, willing to help. Yes, I shall always remember this time with, with you all. Yes. Uh, I do Donovan hope... Will oh, go I up and hug her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're like leaning down to... <laughs> yeah. I can't little kid. He's like five, eight, five, uh, six. Oh. Uh, Donovan, I uh, hope you'll keep, and they'll, she'll pat him on the stomach a couple more times. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you'll keep this up, and things will be great. And as I truly thank you for your for your fist of fury, I'll always remember it. And Elspeth, I truly, truly hope that you find your father. Thank you. As if, if I know anything about family, it's you, you want to remind them how much you care for them while you have a chance. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Oh, and don't be afraid of uh, having a little fun as well. What? I'm just saying. I, she I did say too, she was going to go get Imdra before. That's going what I'm referring. Yes, Donovan. Yeah. I was trying what? to be more I, coy what? than that. I, but yes, that's. <laughs> no, I need to tell her that we, we succeeded, that everything's going to be fine now. I'm not sure what you're all talking about. Well, every night I saw you clutching those personal letters that she'd given you, so I'm what? assuming that... Wait, when you, so when you say you were doing things you were thinking about, you meant just talking to her? Yes, what were there you talking about? There are some scrolls about? back from my monastery I really need to show you. 
I get... What? What scrolls does your monastery have? Because again, I was raised in a convent. We had a lot of books. Like a Not lot like of books. It's alright. Uh, how flexible are you when she said <laughs> Like at a dexterity level or mentally? And as this conversation <laughs> Please tell me it's a heart wipe for the end of the end. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no. It's uh it's nice hearing the banter um within this group, how you've come together, come apart, and we came together anew. But as you banter here on the edge of the world, the sun is high in the sky. For the first time, you hear seagulls squawking about as they make their route. And for now, all is right in the world, at least here. And that, folks, is the end of Icewind Dale's Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Thank you all so much for joining us on this mega episode. I was not expecting it to go as smoothly as it did, you know, despite the hour break. But thank you all so much for sticking with us. I really appreciate it. And we really appreciate you for being with us. I know this has been the most inconsistent show we've ever had in chaos. But we are so happy to have wrapped it up on a wonderfully high note so thank you again for being with us uh we are back this monday with swords and sages in studio we'll have redacted reports another drop on wednesday oh what hopefully on the 25th tuesday is the return of chaos agents fingers crossed there are some scheduled things that need to be ironed out but it's happening y'all we're coming back and uh, yeah, and then this, nope, not this Saturday, because I believe Down Darker Trails is already wrapped. Yeah, so Dark look Trails. out for that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for your podcast provider of choice. Remember, join us here on Patreon, Twitch, YouTube. Thank you all so much to Nord Games, to Birds of Paradise, and to you all. I know this started here in the pandemic. We are still technically in it, but we are moving out of it, and it is great to be moving along in a forward direction. So, well, uh, this is my last time saying this for probably a little while. Stay safe, stay healthy, and see you all when we see you. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden podcast here on the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed what you heard, please head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash questandchaos and join the chaos. There are four awesome tiers over there for you to join, and three of them lets you influence the story by giving inspiration. But all four of them gain you entry into the Guild of the Five E's. That is our brand new shared world building storyline that we are creating for 2021. And we would love to have you be a part of it. And we'll see you live on Twitch, later on YouTube, and finally on podcast. 
Thank you all for being part of this awesome community, and we hope to see you adventuring soon. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. I want to take a moment and thank our patrons, especially our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tomagatora. And of course, we can't forget our inspiring middle management, Lady Bedivere, Ben Soslowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Ted Danson, Jen, Seth Jones, and our inspired patrons, Adam, Andreas, Garrett, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. We, of course, also have a fantastic number of guild members that help keep us going. If you want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.